Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you by More Beer, the makers of the all-new Ultimate Conical Fermenter. Check them out today at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. program everybody it's another wonderful sunday here in martinez where the rain has come and the, the water is washed away to filth it's a it's a cleaner martinez than we've seen in a long time i we saw a zombie here? going down the creek a while ago you did see one a zombie yeah, yeah. all it does is bring all the acid out of the atmosphere right so we can breathe clearly for two hours from the refinery <laughs> yeah true comes back Got a full studio today we've got yeah. beardy in the studio and i uh i like watching beardy use his telephone <laughs> um, he's over there texting or reading or something, and uh, it's like it's a it's it's like the phone is a giant billboard that he holds about an inch away from his eyeballs to to read. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, especially for a guy without contacts or glasses. It's like the he's man, like Mr. Magoo has a smartphone. <laughs> he shouldn't have a phone. When you look at it, you go, "That's real." That is a person that should not have a phone. Yeah, he probably gets in the back seat when he goes to drive. Yeah, he should have a person that reads him things from the phone. He should have a midget. He should yeah. have a midget that <laughs> reads have. him. Uh, what's my message? I brought one. Uh, it's your wife, Beardy, and she says she can't wait till you get it home and put it in her butt again. Ah. Now that's what, that's what all midgets sound like to me. They sound like Sam with the giant hands. Sound like Sammy. I and think he's just, he's just trying to adhere it to his nose all the time. Is really what it is. What's the deal, Beardy? Are you legally blind? I was. You were. <laughs> yeah. I got better. What do you mean you were? I got better. Now it's uh, what happened. Well, I was born legally blind. Oh, but then 
<laughs> and then what happened? If you listened to Bruce Strong, you would have heard the story. Oh, already. is it all out? Yeah, yeah, we don't listen to those. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. This is my uh, life, by the way. I don't even listen to this show. <laughs> right. I think how the beard uh, actually is an antenna. How did it get no, fixed? I, I had underdeveloped retinas. Uh-huh. And so... Pussy. As I grew up, <laughs> I got more of them. And so... I can see things like my smartphone from this far away. And <laughs> Six retinas, bro. And California's nice because they put those little shiny reflectors on the road, so oh, I just right. kind of bounce back and forth between... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Helen, Helen Keller stuff. Drive by Braille, kind of. You yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, you drive like my fiance. Okay, go back in. And literally, he holds his phone, I would say, six or maybe eight inches from his face. Like, it's not a joke. Looks like a 65-inch widescreen TV, I guess. Wow. It almost clears his beard. How did you pass the the DMV portion of the the viewing? Uh, you see what I'm getting? I at. got I got a special test. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't pass the normal one, California yeah, will give you one you can pass. Yeah, so you I have a seeing eye dog in your. I told them I couldn't read, so I didn't have to read the letters. And they gave me these little tic tac toe boards, like like that's and a square. They would, this is a I, circle. Yeah, well, it was a checker pattern, and there was five black squares and four white ones, yeah. and. The the checkerboards got smaller and smaller, and they would black out one of the white ones, and I had to say if it was the top one, bottom, left, or right. But shouldn't you be able to read as a driver? I mean, there are signs on the road. Road closed. <laughs> clip ahead. Yeah. Wrong bridge, way. Bridge you're out. Fucked. You're totally fucked. <laughs> now, when you said, I can't read, did you mean to tell them, I'm, I know you're not illiterate, but were you telling them that you're illiterate, or you were saying... With my eyesight, I, I can't read things. Oh, no, yeah, they knew, because I had to go back multiple times in order to convince them I that see. I couldn't read the letters on the back wall. I'm not sure I'm happy that you convinced them. <laughs> yeah, the- give us about a 20-minute head start after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Working yeah. in the vision field, oh, yeah, Bevo's you a- would be amazed the amount of people that come into our office. and like We have to fill out special forms for, like, if you've had... I, I, for example, eye surgery. Um, you'd be amazed the amount of people we allow to have licenses. Wow. It's frightening. I'd rather him have a license than some of the people we okay it from my job. Really? <laughs> well, yeah. and, and the problem is... Like, he's at least young. He's not 86. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he sees like he's 96. Whatever. <laughs> Would you... Ra- but Whatever. <laughs> he can't wear glasses or corrective lenses because it's not the lens. It's the it's the retina, the actual right? amount the of yeah. yeah. So you can't do anything about but it. But he right. was able yeah, to pass a, pass a vision test. So that's yeah. that's a positive mark. Like he he, he <laughs> yeah. didn't be able to, st- to distinguish letters, but he was able to distinguish the different things. So that's a, right. Yeah. So yeah just because I can't function below a point two BAC doesn't mean I get like a special <laughs> license. Yeah. It's starting to sound like little league. Well, he. You know, he, he Everyone wins. He passed a test. <laughs> he yeah. swung the bat. Mm-hmm. Beardy, will the eyes go bad again? Like, in other words, will um, you, you know, is your vision going to deteriorate faster than mine? I have a, a light sensitivity kind of side effect yeah. that makes me more prone to cataracts later on, but not necessarily. I'm not going to thankfully lose I know a retinas, product to uh, like help with cataracts. Have- okay. <laughs> hmm? I know a product that helps with cataracts. So, oh, <laughs> right. So it's tasty. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about oh, okay. it later tonight. All right, great. Are you going to die sooner than the rest of us because you're an albino? Because um, you're an albino, yeah. <laughs> probably. He doesn't have red eyes. Yeah, I shouldn't shitty. get the red eye. Well, I have these blue contacts that. Um, <laughs> I'm only half joking, though. You are a little different than the rest of us. Are you? Are you going to? Do you have a shorter life expectancy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning out real fast. <laughs> it's a it's a short candle. Yeah. I got. We should call you powder from now on. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm just checking. Now, Beardy, of course, is the brewer over at Heretic. And we got a lot of brewers in the room today. We got the boys from Flat Tail Brewing Company up in Corvallis, Oregon. They braved the storm uh, and drove down to hang out with us. And you guys brought us a shitload of beer, too. Which is, yeah, we did. But we do. And I, I mean, we've said that before about right. our guests. We've said, oh, you know, Dan Gordon, he brought us a shitload of beer. He brought us four cases of beer. Nobody has ever brought this much beer. Right. It, it, I don't know what you it's, guys it's were. It's not really that much. I mean, it's like a weekend. To be honest, we <laughs> went through most of it on the drive down. Really? So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys just took turns driving? You got long lines on there. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's it, it a lot of like, beer. It was like five kegs. Yeah, there were five-gallon kegs, so it wasn't that much. Five <laughs> kegs and what, like... Uh, Corny keg, road keg, right. same thing. Yeah. Nah, well, yeah, I mean, most people bring, you know, some bottles, you know, like, you know, a dozen bottles or so. You know, but they brought for, that, too. There's like yeah, ten there's, cases of 22-ounce bottles right. and five kegs. We're hoping it. to get through most of that today during the show. Right. Our wow. whole yeah, well, goal was, good luck you know, with that. have the whole studio can at the same time be drunk of the week we're just playing drunk of the show i'm actually not planning to remember this show right (laughs) so so you guys are sleeping on the couches downstairs in the green room tonight nope we're gonna mob around town (laughs) i would i would take the couches if i were you i know you think you're hard and everything but this is martinez (laughs) the sidewalks look soft (laughs) you gotta be careful all right so we have uh dave uh is it marlave uh, Marliov. Marliov. Oh, mm-hmm. Marliov. Have fun with that one. <laughs> it's just Dave. Essential <laughs> name. Dave Marliov and Sean Martin from Flat Tail Brewing Company. They're hanging out with us tonight. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of experimental beers, I think, is what we're going to end up talking about. Some barrel-age projects. They made a special beer just for this show with some Brett in it, so we're going to talk about that. I know that Nate and JP had a hand in helping out with that beer and that recipe. So uh, we'll talk about that stuff with the guys. If you've got questions about, um, you're going to get to know this quickly. If you've got questions about experimental beer, I think these are the guys to ask. I'll give you a, I'll give you a little hint. I'll give you a little statistic here that'll help you uh, decide if, if you want to ask these guys about your next experimental uh, beer project. Um, they've brewed over a hundred unique beers, a hundred different beers, in approximately four hundred total batches. So that's for a, a profession. These are not home brewers. They were home brewers, but right. now they're professional brewers. For a professional craft Can brewery to be doing that much, uh, <laughs> to be doing that many experimental, ba- that many different uh, yeah. unique beers in four hundred batches, um, and to be comfortable doing it. You know what I mean? It, they're mainstream beers. They're not just oh, we're gonna we're gonna brew this and leave this off to the side, or just we're gonna fart around on pilot systems. Right? Yeah, no, like, that happens too. Let's just do it. You know, by my math, that's a quarter of their brewing. Uh, I thought it was a little bit more than that, but <laughs> I don't know. Been, uh, well, I know. Uh, and so if you got questions about experimental beers, I think these are the guys to, to call in and ask. 888-401-BEER. we got Bevo in the chat room today. Uh, she's helping you out. Looks like she just came out of a nap, uh, her and her baby both. No, I just need one. So, uh, just needs right. a nap. Did you have a long day, Beaver? Yeah. Long church day? Long church day. Up mm-hmm. at six. God, oh, yeah. God demands a lot of energy. I didn't you. sleep well last night. That damn storm was stupid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we need it. California, let can me I tell a, you, um, we need can it. Can I get a show of hands? Who finds the name Nicole's Vagina disrespectful? <laughs> nope, it's good. I don't only, see anything wrong with it. Only Moscow. Yeah. And even wonderful. Nate's on the fence. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Nate well, raised it out. I'm a fan, so what can I... I'll find it disrespectful. <laughs> if it's actually Nicole's <laughs> Vagina... I mean, I'll high-five that thing. What can I say? You know, Depends on the Nicole. As a <laughs> listener's name in the chat room, nobody's mm. bothered by that? Not really. You're, you're talking right. to the guy who has mustache, ride red, and nice melons, melon pale ale on tap at the same time. <laughs> you don't have to put your uh, beer names through the, the TTB if they're on tap at your place, do you? Is it only for labeling? 
so I'm going to go with a mostly no. Okay, I see. Um, if you get busted. As long as the TTB is not listening. Just swear you're not listening, TTB. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I- anything that goes out of state absolutely has to be TTB approved. If it's only sold in Oregon, there are just some general you know, government warning, alcohol content, things like that that have to be on. Uh, ironically enough, Mustache Ride is actually one of our TTB approved, approved. labels. Nice. <laughs> First I like try. it. Yeah. <laughs> what about just in your own? Because you guys have a brew pub, right? Yeah. So What about just there? Can you do anything the hell you want? Basically, yes. Uh, technically, we're supposed to have uh, a TTB approved recipe for anything that contains non-malt barley, you know, yeast hops ingredients okay uh, i don't know a single brewer in oregon that does that so again we do it if the ttb is listening and along <laughs> with that recipe do you have to include the name no no so no they don't name, care about the name you could name it just, just a fucking asshole ipa it, in fact we actually need to name the beer that we brewed for you so that that's, <laughs> that's number the one. number one that's option so far right now J P F A I P A. JPFA oh. IPA. <laughs> what does that stand for? JP's a fucking asshole IPA. Oh, Although man. it's not an IPA, is it? No, not even a little bit. Yeah. What would you call it? Uh, what uh, style did you brew for us? Yes. You'd call it? Uh, <laughs> it's like a Belgian so, pale or something. We can't call it that because right. we already have a beer called Yes. We actually, oh. Yeah, we do. Is it so, like a Brett pale? Yeah, uh, I'll give you the recipe no. right now. So we, for a seven barrel batch, we uh, and Nate basically wrote this recipe. Yep. Some help from JP and we went back and forth a little bit. Uh, 270 pounds Weirman Vienna, 110 pounds crisp pale, 10 pounds golden naked oats, 10 pounds rolled oats, 10 pounds carahel from Weirman, and then 2 pounds Weirman acidulated. Hopped it to somewhere in the, I believe it was 30 IBU range with uh, German Tettinger, and then uh, finished it with a pound and a half at 15 and a pound at 5 of, again, German Tettinger. Fermented 100% with Brett B., uh, we pitched low, just about 60. Sean, you can help me out with that. I think it was about a 65. Oh, 65. Okay, we didn't pitch that low. Uh, and then let it free rise in our open tank. No cooling. So then it's just a Brett beer. Yep. So it's JP yeah. Fab. Mm-hmm. JP's a fucking asshole Brett beer. It sounds like you're trying to say JP's Fab. JP Fab. Which is great. I like that name now. I see t-shirts yeah. and everything. <laughs> Because it's kind of I mean, a meme, going, like it doesn't mean, JP Fab yeah. doesn't mean anything, yet it means something. Yeah, to people outside of the know, they'd be like, oh, that's really nice. Uh, JP finally is getting the accolades that he deserves. He's Fab. Yeah. JP Fabu. How about Dr. Fab? <laughs> Dr. Fab. <laughs> You're getting lots of degrees lately, I saw. Oh, I'm trying. Yeah. Well, that's not me, it's just the show. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. oh really? Be, Who is yeah. the doctor on the show? Nobody. The show oh. is the doctor. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like clinic then. Like, well, just like... like clinic, ooh, uh, homebrew, homebrew clinic. Homebrew clinic. Just like with Motley Crue, the yeah. uh, extracurricular activities were the doctor. Oh, See, yeah. None of them were the doctor in right. Dr. Feelgood. It was the activity. It was the thing. Right. Same with the show. You got it now, Tasty? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Try reading Pretty good, memory. actually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, a lot to do today uh, to get through Flat Tail and all the beer that they brought. Let's get to some uh, announcements before we go. Uh, Sean Paxton's got a cooking with craft beer class coming up, but not just that. It's actually a farm to table, a whole tour of a farm and uh, Point Reyes cheese, and yeah. then you get to learn to cook. And there's a, I think, a four course beer paired dinner. It's a whole thing. Um, it's in. Is it where is it's it? It's at the Point Reyes cheese uh, manufacturer. That's where they make. The cheese but is that in sonoma it's in i think napa it's point ray is napa's it's its own little thing but i I think it's farther north than than napa's 
Should I just read the press release? Yeah. <clears throat> it's at a place called The Fork. And uh, at The Fork, they specialize in farm-to-table, which is uh, why their classes begin with a tour of the farm. So if you go to Paxton's Deal, which is next weekend, uh, Saturday, December 8th, uh, you'll learn about the history of the farm, meet their cows. <laughs> Hi, Gretchen. Yeah. Hi, Monique. And it's always weird when people say meet right. them. You mean like have sex? Or? It's not like you're going to have a conversation, <laughs> right? Got a chance? Well, you got that big, got that big tongue. meet them? Come meet our cows. Yeah. How about, like, it's more like come see our cows, isn't it? Well, that doesn't sound as sexy as meat, like, (laughs) because they're people, too. (laughs) Meet them. I don't like it. I don't like the whole, yeah, you come to our farm, you can meet the animals. Really? What are we going to, we're going to hang out and have an hors d'oeuvre together? You might. Maybe a little pork slider with the piggies? (laughs) I want to meet the carrots. Hey, I'm a carrot. <laughs> just br- yeah, you sound like Warren right now. <laughs> hey, well. hey, I'm a carrot. Hold me in front of your face. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, you get to meet the cows. Yeah, <clears throat> which um, should be great. Should be good stories. And then you can understand their commitment to sustainability and how they create their farms. It's a cool thing. Yeah. It's a whole farm-to-table experience. But then back at the fork, which is a, I think like a restaurant uh, situation. Uh, Paxton will lead you through a demonstration-style cooking class focused on four delicious courses, all made and paired with beer. Sean will pass along his extensive knowledge of using beer as a staple ingredient in your culinary repertoire. Uh, So you get to learn to cook from Sean, not just the normal beer dinner, but you get to taste the food and learn how he does it. Well, and it's with, what, Lagunitas I know is going to be there, Russian River, I think, probably Firestone. Yeah, let's see what I got here. I probably shouldn't say probably. Lagunitas, Russian River, Bear Republic, Anderson Ah, Valley. There you go. Those are the four breweries. It'll be great. I I wish I can go. It'd be awesome. A little bit of the menu, local oysters and Anderson Valley, Barney Flats, oatmeal stout, mignonet. That's my favorite oatmeal stout in the entire universe. Uh, local lamb cheeks braised in Lagunitas Brewing Cappuccino Stout. Cheeks are the weirdest part to like cook on something. But they're good. I'm going to cut your face. Well, not your face, but just your cheeks. But the cheeks are good. Yeah, I've never had it. Yeah, that's good stuff. But cheeks. Uh, all right, it's Saturday, December 8th from 10.30 to 3. It lasts so long because you get the whole tour of the farm. You get yeah. to taste all the cheese uh, from the Point Reyes there. And uh, the whole thing's 120 bucks. So really quite a deal to go learn how to cook with beer at a farm. And you get to meet the cows. You know, usually you have to pay a hundred bucks just for that. You know, just to meet them yeah. on uh, eHarmony, <laughs> <laughs> e livestock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's legal in Oregon. Yeah. All right, if you want to register and get tickets, go to the fork at pointreyes dot com. The fork at pointreyes dot com, or call eight hundred five nine one sixty eight seventy eight. You can the- choose from categories such as grazing, <laughs> cud, four stomach. What are your interests? <laughs> Five stomach. At, when you, to create a profile over at livestock.com. Milk squirting. I'm into, uh, I'm sort of into open grazing, but I don't mind a little uh, cooped up uh, time, you know. I'm sort of a homebody, so if I have to stay in the barn every now and then, that's okay. That would be the, so du- the dominatrix. he's reading Dave's profile right now on <laughs> livestock.com. Uh, I really, got nothing on that. I'm really into sharing my space with chickens and uh, other wildlife. I'm into cross-dressing. I like being shooed. I'm a vegetarian, so I only eat, uh, you know, the freshest of hay. I don't like poultry byproducts in my meal. Um, I've had all my shots. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you lost my profile on that one. (laughs) All right. I've never had hoof or mouth disease. (laughs) But I've had heifer mouth disease. Uh, They must all be sick. Don't they have, like, shitty runs all the time? I've seen a cow pile that was like... (laughs) 
like a pyramid rather than a like a no, pancake. I, Let's deal with that. You make a good point. They're always yeah. sick. Yeah, always <laughs> similarities sick. continue. Yeah, it's shocking. <laughs> I've never eaten my own shit. I've walked in it a lot, but I don't eat it. Yeah, I'm out. I've, I've eaten the uh, the mushrooms that grow out of it, though. <laughs> what a time that is. <laughs> I uh, shit rainbows. <laughs> okay. I am a little odd. I have seven teats. Um, so if you're into that. The extra one's just for fun, yeah. you know what I mean? If you like that lady in Total Recall, you'll love me. I'm like the creepiest sounding cow ever. <laughs> Happy cows come from California. <laughs> Uh, the first BN homebrew competition is underway. Yeah, we should get our first uh, our first entries tomorrow. Is that the that's the start of it? Yeah, right? yeah. From the third through the seventeenth is our entry window. I think mm-hmm. uh, of this month, so you only have until Monday, December seventeenth. If they don't arrive uh, by then, you you are disqualified from the competition. Jewish. We're a stickler about rules around here. Well, we are. If you ever noticed that, yeah. we really stick to a hard line of things. We did start a minute late tonight. Yeah. So, it's our first ever uh, homebrew competition. If you bought the IPA kit, that's how you enter. Enter the IPA kit. you got to brew it just as is. Best in show. And the winner, the grand prize best in show winner, is going to get to brew with the boys uh, like Beardy over there at Heretic Brewing Company. Um, so, you can, it'll be fun. You go over there and brew, and you go, no, Beardy. No, no, seriously, read my phone again. <laughs> read, tell me what that yeah. message is. Uh, you can do that all day long and watch Beardy try to read the messages on your phone. And he'll have to do it. Plus, you get to do the Sunday session with us here, and um, we'll pay for your flight and your hotel, uh, which is really just the spare room at JP's house. That's right. And uh, it'll be a good time. So uh, enter to win now. Uh, get your beer here by uh, December 17th. And um, what else do they need to do? Uh, label it? Or they something? need to, well... All the details are on the on tap page? All the details are on the tap page, but uh, st- you know, just throw your name and address in there somewhere. You don't need to label it like a, like a true competition right. where there's a category. You know, We all know the category, and, and you know, you don't need to do anything special with it. So just throw it in a box and ship it on over. I'm drinking the Flat Tail ESB, I think it is. Is that what you call it, an ESB? The uh, Bitter Rivalry? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of a black... Hoppy ESB. That was a collaboration with us in Oakshire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the boys over at Oakshire. Good people. They are good people, and they make good beer, too. This ESB is good. Uh, it's definitely a, a different ESB. It's not your traditional. Yeah, so, uh, again, you know, we, we hopped the crap out of it. Uh, we used Columbus and Palisade. Uh, the idea was we did the exact same recipe, uh, with the only difference being we did Columbus and Palisade. They did Centennial and Citra. So uh, theirs is actually even even hoppier, kind of borderline black IPA, CDA, what have you, whereas ours is a little bit more on the malty, fruity yeast side. Okay. But absolutely, again, you know, not not a traditional ESB. I like it. It's good stuff. Come up with. And that was the beer we did for the Oregon Civil War, the OSU U of O game. <laughs> yeah, the game was, we don't need to talk about right oh, now. Oh, I thought that was between like the hippies and the, <laughs> the rest of the well, world. Well, it was hippies versus hippies. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the Oregon it Civil was, War. It uh, was shit show. It was uh, awful. It's the bath takers against the pot smokers in the Oregon Civil well, War. They're all pretty much none. Yeah, none of us bathe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I got a phone call, a uh, surprise phone call. Is it the ABC? Don't take it. Uh, Michael from uh, Moonlight Meadery is on the line. Oh! oh yeah. well, Michael, what's happening? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. What? We uh, just closed the financing for our company, so we're really starting to see some pretty impressive growth and uh, you know, having a grand time with it. So what do you mean? You guys are uh, expanding the your production? Uh, yeah, we've just... Uh, last month, we grew our full-time staff by 40%, so we've been uh, wow. hiring people and getting ready for the nationwide takeover of our product so having a lot of fun with that that's awesome 
Sounds like a revolution going on. It's under control there, I'm thinking. How many people work for your company now? I've got 14 employees now. Is that right? Wow. How many people worked for it last time we talked to you? Uh, One. We were probably about 12. Okay. <laughs> so it's, not even 12, maybe 10. Yeah, I see. But it's, it's been pretty good growth, but uh, we're finally starting to hear that our uh, brand agent is bringing the product to the various states, so we should be in 23 states by the end of the month. You know, in California, you guys are really getting around because I've been to a couple of different places that I've I've just happened to be looking around for mead, and there you are. There was a, a store in San Diego that mm. I saw. I just happened to go in and check it out. It, it was it's a homebrew shop slash liquor store in San Diego. I forget what it's called. That sounds um, dangerous. It's awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, it used to be more of just a homebrew shop. Now it's both. Hmm. And anyway, Moonlight was there, and then I was at Beer Revolution in Oakland the other night, and. Uh, Lo and behold, there. right there, you got uh, oh, wow. Moonlight right on the shelf there. So you guys are getting it out there. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been just incredible. I mean, we've uh, last month alone at my store here in New Hampshire, we sold over 200 cases from just the storefront. Wow, sold 270 cases in one day uh, to our you know distributors across the country, and uh, it's been fun. I mean, literally. You know, your fans have been rocking up to the meadery almost on a weekly basis saying, hey, BNA, you know, what do you got for us? And wow. you know, we give them the good stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. And by what do you got for us, they mean, where's our fucking discount, Michael? Where's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the free shit? That's okay. Cheap bastards. I don't mind. <laughs> That's cool, We've man. We almost sold out. We made uh, um, 50 cases of uh, batch five of our Utopian which we're selling at the shop at $75 a bottle, and we just got um, 10 cases left. Wow. So in two months, we sold out, you know, 40 cases. Wow. That's fantastic. So what'd you do? Did you just take out a big fat loan to grow or what? Um, It's even better than a loan. It's um, basically uh, a royalty-based payment plan. So as my company grows, if we have good months, we have bad months. We pay back a fixed royalty on what we're doing for sales and uh, really kind of gave me the option of not having to work with banks <laughs> and not having to sell a piece of the company. Well, that's pretty sweet. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Is that through private investors then? No, it's uh, the Community Loan Fund. So this is an uh, organization that's basically sponsored by you know the local um, other community people trying to put jobs in the, the local area. And they came, you know, we talked to them, they talked to us, and they looked at our books and said, oh, yeah, we want to we want to partner with you. Wow. So it worked out great. Oh, congratulations. That's yeah. a big deal, man. That's great. Nice work. And well, I, thank you. I assume then the deal is also that, that you're now a job creator in the community, so you got to keep doing that. Right. Yeah. So we've yeah. been uh, growing the good jobs, and, uh, you know, once we see... You know, the, the 13 new states coming online, and I hope by next year to be telling you we're in all 50. But, you know, with each state coming online, we're seeing almost 100 cases per state, you know, in the orders. So it, it just, you know, we're going to have to keep growing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fun fun thing to do. JP, we're in the wrong business, I think. <laughs> we're in the wrong business. We've gone into <laughs> the meat the business. Huh? I think you know, everybody is. I've been a job creator <laughs> since 2005. Uh, it's just that the it's job true. sucks and you don't get paid for it. That's true. But, but there's plenty of... I've been creating yeah. work for people for years. I you, mean, there's you, so much work to do. You know, uh, that lady from New Glarus, Deb, got invited to the White House for their small business conference. Why can't you? I should have been invited. Right? I'm a better... JP met the president. He should have got you invited. I, I should have. Yeah, it's true. Right. I'm a better... Mo- I would go and i said, listen, here's what you do, Obama. You create a shitload of work. Call him Barry. 
Uh, <laughs> just, just accidentally? No, that's his name. Barry. Well, that was his. That was his white name before he. I don't mean to sound like what's a white name, but that was his name before he changed it back to Barack oh. when he started to actually run. I'll call. Hey, Barry. Yeah. That's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. So, Barry, listen. Here's what you do. You create a bunch of work for people. Yeah. And then uh, and watch. Crazy idea. Watch. They'll do it. <laughs> and then. Uh, and then just yeah. turn around and walk away. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. Right. Just create the work and have them do it. We'll have to get back to you. He'll, he'll be in Hawaii all January. Well, but what he'll say is, Justin, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> is what he can say. Yeah. Oh, and then he'll shake you with his, his yeah. soft, lotioned hand. It's real weird. The deficit will go down during our conversation. That's how good my ideas are, Michael. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. But, uh, uh, hey, you know, you guys have been stellar for my business, so you know, I'm here for the long run. <laughs> oh, great. So, Mike, so Michael, uh, you know, you mentioned 100, barrel, 100 cases uh, uh, per state. Uh, sounds like you're in a production crunch, probably. It sounds like you're going to have to have more mead than you can, you've been able to produce so far, right? Yeah, we've got now a tw- little over 12,000 gallons of fermentation space right now, and we oh. can flip that every three months. So three months. we've got... You know, we got plenty of capacity. I expect this year to close out at five thousand cases. Uh, next year, we're looking at twenty thousand cases. And you can and you can make wow. twenty thousand with your equipment. Uh, well, my production staff is going to be working hard, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's what those fourteen jobs are, right? We're hardworking people, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it, Michael. I'm glad to hear it. You're, yeah. You know, you you make a great product, too, so I'm glad that we're helping you out. But let's be honest, if the BN Army went out and bought the mead and didn't like it, they wouldn't buy it again. So you're doing a great job over there, man. Cool, brother. Thanks. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're going to expand and be able to get into all 50 states soon. What can the BN Army do if if in their region, in their favorite uh, bottle shop, they can't find mood light yet? Is there, is there a way they can uh, get it? Yeah, they can just ask for it, and, uh, you know, our brand agent is St. Killian's Importing. They um, they bring a lot of products from overseas, but they partner up with us back in, um, was it, June, and uh, that gives us the ability to go to all 50 states, and they're looking for reasons why they want to bring us into every state possible. So we hear from a lot of BNN Army fans in Arizona. You know, the fans can make it happen. There's only so much I can push from my end. Everybody thinks I'm just being, you know, blowing my own horn. But right. when customers ask for it, that really changes their perspective. I don't know if you have it already, but maybe you should have a little printout on the website with that distributor information. And if they're really a fan, they can go and say, look, uh, you know, I want Moonlight Mead. I don't work for them, but here's the place that you can call and get it. Yeah. And that way all the information is right there on a piece of paper, you know. Street team. Yeah. Well, we got that on our website, MoonlightMeadery.com. You can go right to the distributor section, and you can see who signed up to be our distributors in the various states. Oh, there and, you, go. Uh, you know, the more pressure we can get, the better it's going to go. All right, I highly recommend it, especially yeah. if you haven't gotten laid by your wife in a long time. Ah. Uh, bring home a little <laughs> Moonlight Meadery, and uh, I think I think Michael actually puts it on the bottle. Guaranteed to get some. Well, but he's real classy. He calls it romance in a glass. So <laughs> right, yeah. But it's the yeah. same thing. It means. Well, you know what it means. Yeah. Do you have a money back nookie guarantee, Michael? <laughs> yeah, we uh, haven't been complaining much. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that your product is so uh, surefire that you'd be one of those companies that's fine to go ahead and give the guarantee. No one's ever going to take you up on right. it. Right. You know. You and Adam and Eve should get together. Because also, what you could do is, if you don't get laid drinking, yeah. you know, giving your wife a bottle of moonlight. 
It's not Moonlight's fault. There's something else going on there. Right. Well, yeah, you're drinking it with her, and you're, you're you know, getting limp. Yeah. You, know? you, yeah. <laughs> you can deliver the goods. It's not Michael's fucking fault. That's right. Yeah. We, get, we got two uh, interviews this last week, uh, one from U.S. Airways uh, in Plane Magazine. You know, so they uh, did a nice little write-up on me. And uh, I got a call the other night from uh, Every Day with Rachel Ray. She's oh. doing a story on uh, me. Wow. So, again, pretty, you know, spreading out the word in, in many different angles. So, Michael, tell me about this me. <laughs> Is that Rachel Ray? <laughs> I'm going to take my softest fingers. I'm going to make something with it. An EVO. I think, in, I think you're thinking of Mario Batali. Is that Rachel Ray? No, Mario Batali sounds like this. Because all the fat is pushing against the larynx. I thought Rachel Ray was the hot one. She is, but she talks like this. Oh. I'm going to make EVOO. <laughs> she's super is hot. Is she hot? Yeah, well, she's real hot. She's hot enough. Well, luckily, Michael's is a write-up, not a not an interview on the show. That's so. pretty. I wouldn't say hot. Yeah, yeah, maybe hot was the wrong word. She's said pretty. But she's better looking than most of the... I like to run her through my mandolin. Well, once you're pretty, why aren't you hot? Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, I, don't, I, know. I don't know. It's but Biba took off her sweater. Okay. Finally, so. <laughs> All right, Michael. Hey, hot. keep up the good Not work. Be an army. Uh, if you don't see Moonlight at your local store, ask for yes, it. Yes, please and, do. And uh, it sounds like you guys are going to increase production so you can make it happen in all 50 states. I love it, man. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks. Oh, cool. Talk Bye, to you. buddy. Cheers. Uh, there you go. Uh, Michael Fairbrother from Moonlight Meadery, a good dude. Uh, let me get through a couple more announcements here real quick. Uh, uh, we're having a, another crawl here in downtown Martinez. This yeah. time, it is the Santa Crawl. Uh, last time it was, what did we do? Uh, zombie. Zombie Crawl, that's yep. right. And this time, it's a Santa Crawl. It's uh, December 15th, mm-hmm. right, which is yep. a Saturday. Uh, dust off your Santa suits and ugly Christmas sweaters, because it's time to head down to downtown Martinez for some holiday cheer. Main Street Martinez is having their first ever Santa beer crawl on the streets of Martinez from 4 to 7 p.m. on Saturday, December 15th. And uh, the Brewing Network, uh, as always, will be the best stop on the tour. That's right. And, by the way, that's not really hard to do. <laughs> uh, but you are full of it tonight. You know that. Well, in terms of beer selection, we have the best. And yeah, yeah. but we're more fun here. We're a party. We don't have any merchandise for sale, really. We will. The other place you're trying to like go through a china shop and like we just want to knock anything over. Beer. We're just yeah. getting drunk over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. get you, in, get you out. <laughs> right. Um, so it's a good time. I'm actually working on our beer supply right now. Uh, we always make sure we got some great things on tap here. Plus, the brewcasters pour it for you and hang out with you right there downstairs. Uh, what the cool thing was about the zombie beer crawls, there was a bunch of, we got to introduce craft beer to a bunch of new, uh, Martians, too, yeah. uh, who were in town and were actually interested in craft beer. So it was pretty exciting. Martian light. So we're doing it again uh, Saturday, December uh, 15th from 4 to 7 p.m. Tickets are $25 in advance. Um, and uh, groups of five or more tickets, you can get them for 20 bucks in advance. So that's, that's right. in advance online only. Everybody who shows up at the door, whether you're in a group or not, has to pay 35 bucks if it doesn't sell out. And the zombie beer crawl actually did sell out. So 25 bucks in advance or get a group together, 20 bucks. There are shuttles going from North Concord Bar station starting at 3 p.m. and going all the way till 9 p.m. So you got uh, this and this, yeah you got two hours after yeah. the ending um, to hang out to hang out at Creek Monkey or whatever right. you want to do have another beer and still grab the shuttle back to Bart. So you can do this uh, by Bart. Um, for more information, visit MainStreetMartinez.org. And also, you can buy tickets at SantaBeerCrawl.com. Go to SantaBeerCrawl.com and check it out. Was that uh, all from the press release? Yeah. Was that a good press release? It, it's okay. Yeah. The guy who wrote it's really handsome. <laughs> As a giant wiener. 
Are you doing all that for them now? Yeah. Right, good job. Yeah, that's good. It's it's sweet and to the point. You got to change the the Main Street Martinez now to SantaBeerCrawl.com. The website has changed. Fuck me. Yeah, you fucked it up. <laughs> Is that on the website? It's on the press release. It's on the pr- well, no, but I think when you got the info, they didn't have SantaBeerCrawl.com. Good, because Leanne says, in that addition to the PR, we now have a dedicated site. Great. Yeah. So well, it's I, been I, think, I can only do so much. I don't think you screwed that one. I can't do it all myself. Uh, also, Winter Brews Festival is on the horizon. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have the final confirmation meeting tomorrow mm-hmm. with the city of Concord. It looks good, but I never know until after that final meeting where they tell me. Twist your arm. They tell me who I have to blow to make it happen. And do you then need I me go, to go for backup? And then I go do it. And then I clean up my face and I come back and I say, hey, all right, we got our Winterfest. Uh, but right now it looks like it's going to be Saturday, January 26th. Uh, speaking of Winterfest, I think that's how I met Flattail. Didn't you guys crash our party last year? So Absolutely, we technically maybe. invited. You just but showed we up. Did show up and pour a bunch of beer. I, pretty sure we had a know? great time. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really think anybody minded that. It's fine. Here's, I, th- I think that this is how it went. So I'm always like kind of frazzled and running around at our beer fest, and uh, I'm pretty sure that, that Dave and Sean come up to me like a good. Like five minutes before the gates open, something right. where it's like right when shit's about to go down. It was actually right after. And yeah, like, I was never there. And they're like, "Hey, Justin, uh, we're here." Yeah. Uh, who are you? Yeah, we're Flattail. We're here. I mean, we we're kind of talking back and forth, but I, hey, we made it. We got all the beer, and we did. And it. I'm just like, "What? The we f-? did it, bro!" And they're, um, they're like, "Yeah, no." We're, and, and they got like a cart full. You know, it's beers falling out of their hands, so they look real. And I'm yeah, like, "Oh, right. okay, your table must be here somewhere." And uh, yeah. there. You, you actually pointed yeah. me towards the, <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, totally. These guys forgot to show up table, so you can set up right here. Overflow table. Right by the dumpsters and the toilets, probably. <laughs> Eight yards away from everybody. Right by the toilets is actually a great place for a uh, place to set up. It's a good because, point. I mean, everyone's yeah. right there. As long yeah. as you're downwind, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're working on our winter fest, but it looks like it's going to be back in Toto Santos in Concord from 12 to 4 on Saturday, January 26th. If I get the approval on Monday, tickets will actually go on sale next week. So uh, we're on top of things, just waiting to hear from the city that it's okay to do our thing. If Schumann can make it, I'm going to see if he can wear that dress that I had to wear last year. I made you wear a dress last no, year? No, I didn't go last year because I was in that wedding and I had to wear that awful dress. Oh, where you look like a marshmallow? Uh, I, like yeah. a, I just had a baby. I was wearing a big puffy white dress. It was <laughs> terrible. Shooter will wear that. He'll Dave totally wear it. He's probably like wearing that. it now. <laughs> I guarantee you he'll wear it. $200 marshmallow dress. All right, Christmas is upon us. If you're going to do some shopping through Amazon, do it through the Brewing Network. Click the Amazon link on our homepage. Save mm-hmm. it in your favorites. And look, you just do all your shopping as normal. You don't pay any more or any less, unfortunately. But you do your shopping through Amazon, and uh, we get a little tick of it. So it's a great way to support the BN by doing your normal thing. I know I do a lot of sh- uh, Christmas shopping on Amazon because I'm a lazy douche. Um, Moscow, who does not have a voice. Uh, oh, I guess he sent... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Moscow's, he was like apologizing to me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost my voice. I'm still going to be there. And I was like, dude, you're finally the producer I've always wanted. <laughs> well, shuts the fuck up. Huh? I don't have to uh. fucking listen to you. Well, now we have, just have to plug in his soundboard and it'll be fine. <laughs> just, we should have him with uh, Schumann's um, uh, app that makes oh. him sound like a robot. Yeah. And he could just type all the things he needs to say. All the funny things Moscow always says. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did he send you our Amazon product of the week? What do you got? Uh, how to tell if your cat is plotting to kill you 
in paperback, which shocks me that this is not um, a hardcover. The authors are The Oatmeal, that website, and Matthew Inman, a book full of cat comics, facts, and never-before-seen cat jokes. Clearly a gift. So somebody is, a gift. somebody is already gift shopping through right. our, through our link, and I love to see it. I mean, because you, you, know, you don't buy that for yourself. For example, well. somebody goes, oh, what do I get, JP? Yeah. How about... A way out. No, no. Your no. cat is planning to... <laughs> Yeah, a gun, a loaded forty-five, and a single bullet, a, a, a revolver yeah. with a single bullet, and, and written on the on the bullet is straight to the brain. <laughs> don't miss you, dumbass. It's actually yeah. engraved. Yeah. Please don't uh, fuck this up. One <laughs> shot. Please deliver to the back we'll of your skull. Bag. Yeah. Uh, but they're never before seen cat jokes. Cool. We're at, like, uh, is there oh, an example? Oh. The product description. No, unfortunately not. But uh, the How product sad. description. If your cat is snuggling with you, that's not a sign of affection. Your cat is actually checking your internal organs for weakness. <laughs> if your cat brings you a dead animal, this isn't a gift. It's a warning. And other gems. Did you like roll a twenty-sided die to decide if you would co-author this novel? I wish, dude. <laughs> if. I don't roll very well. Is this a big seller, do you think? <laughs> find me a joke, JP. Uh, find me an excerpt from that book. All right, let's w- see. While I finish uh, up here. What the fuck was it right. called? How to... I got to see what a never-before-seen be- never cat joke looks like. Anyway, you can do all your shopping through Amazon. We don't see your names, even though we feature a product every week. We just see the products that people buy, and it's always good fun to watch how you guys shop. But it's a great way to support the BN and not change a thing. You can do the same thing by clicking the Micromatic link on our homepage, and uh, you can buy all your tap and kegging supplies there, and we get a little cut of that, too. You can also shop in the Brewing Network store. Just hit the store button on our homepage, and um, we're pretty fully stocked. I've, I do have some new books coming in this week. i got to get How to Brew in Classic Styles back in the store. But we've got... Uh, Almost all of our shirts and hoodies and hats all ready for your Christmas shopping. Um, so do that. iPhone uh, and Android apps are back in the store just uh, in iTunes uh, or the Android Marketplace. Search BN Mobile, and they are free. Watch all this and more on justin.tv slash brewing network. You can see uh, Dave's pretty face right now on the on the cameras. He's hanging out. Let me go lot. Let me go switch. There he is. Don't tune in. There just, he is, just ladies. Don't. There you go. He's all taken. Subscribe and join the BN Army just by clicking the donate button for two bucks or more a month. Uh, you are an official donor and help keep us alive. Plus, you're entered into more beer monthly donation giveaway, which gives you a hundred bucks, a chance to win a hundred bucks uh, every single month. So, uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, sign up for all these updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> So I did give you uh, some excerpts, like kneading on you. You may think this is a sign of affection, but oh, I already did that one. Yeah. Excessive shoveling of kitty litter. After using the litter box, your cat needlessly kicks litter around, most of it ending up all over the room. Mm. This is practice for burying bodies. Mm. You know, it's fun stuff. Staring contest. If you get caught in a staring contest with your cat, do not look away. Looking away will signal to your cat that you are weak. And mm. attack is likely to follow. It just, and there's more. There's there's so much more. It sounds like hours of fun. It does. It sounds like if your family is over for the holidays, <laughs> this book will be a great alternative to hanging out with them. Right. right. You lock <laughs> yourself in the bathroom. And they say it's a good bathroom book, but not to read in the bathroom, but in case you run out of toilet paper. <laughs> JP, you should read this book before you blow your brains out. (laughs) It might make you feel better about your own skills. That's what will happen. You'll be just about to shoot your face off, and you go, you know what? I can write this book better. i got to wait at least until I write part two of this book. (laughs) All right. Uh, Get our Twitter game ready. Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. You can send them to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send guest ideas, topic ideas, any of those things. And uh, we really do rely on you. 
tell us uh, what you want to hear on the show. That's so right. send that to Scott. Send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewerynetwork.com. Um, send everything else to somebody else. Uh, what do you have? Uh, um, well, we have a very good friend in, of the Brewing Network. His name is M. Mr. Adam Schumann. And I would like to know, what is a Schumann? What is a Schumann to you? Mm. Define a Schumann. Okay. That's all. It's very simple, very straightforward. What is a Schumann? One word. Rape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty there much. You go. That's very close to what a Schumann is. Uh, all right, that's our Twitter game for today. Uh, winner gets a prize. We always do it at the end of the program. And um, it's it's good fun. It's something. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, if you're looking for that special gift that you can't get at the Brewing Network, you can still help the Brewing Network out by going over to adamandeve.com. For a limited time only, adamandeve.com will let you pick three free DVDs with your order, and you can choose from genres such as... Bevo, go ahead and give me your favorite genre real quick. Go. Asian. Asian. Wow. Not a girl. That's Asian, your favorite. Asian boys or Asian girls? Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Evo. Uh, you could also pick Asia. from categories such as Tasty. Go. Uh, oral. Oral. Yeah, that's a category. Yeah. Always a good time. Uh, Nathan, go. Big butts. Yes. Yeah. Big butts is always there. One of my one of my favorites. Dave, go. Really big butts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a subcategory. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely uh, different. JP, go. Fetish. Yes, fetish Wait, is there. I and, mean, water uh, sports. I'm sorry. And my favorite, Justin, go gay. I mean, uh, fet- I mean, uh, co. I mean, super straight uh, lesbians. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Well, that's gay. All lesbians sorts gay. of categories: anal, amateur, Asian, big breasts, big butts, <gasps> b- bisexual, chuggy, coed, fetish, gay, interrupt, POV, lesbian, milfs, and etc. Lots of different <laughs> categories that you can choose from. You get three free DVDs plus fifty percent off just about any one item. Choose a new adult toy, lube, or almost anything from over eighteen. Thousand adult products. Then check out news uh, coupon code B N Army. That's B N A R M Y, and you get to choose the three free DVDs, fifty percent off one gift, free shipping, and etc. A gift so sensual that we cannot mention it while I'm being pointed at. Yeah, very sensual gifts. Uh, also, you can do it all from your mobile phone if you just can't wait. Just go to AdamandEve.com and it turns into a mobile site or something. By the way, did we mention that Sean's uh, grandma from Oklahoma is listening tonight? Oh. <laughs> granny. Yeah. What do you think her favorite category is? <laughs> Young. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary. <laughs> grandma, so, you're so sorry. Please forgive us. I warned you. Is grandma in oh. Oklahoma or in Oregon in, now? In Colorado from Oklahoma. I see. She just couldn't stand making it all the way out. <laughs> She was she was on the way and she and then she was like, eh, fuck it. It's just Sean. Yeah. All those hills? Oh, all those mountains? No, never mind. I'm done. Give me this beer. She's it's like, hey, I found the, the Adam end. and Eve mobile site. I don't have to go all the way to see Sean. Bring network, I've heard of them. Kind of. Right. Yeah, she found us on the internet. It's like, what what station is that on, dear? What network is that? Is that the public broadcasting oh. network? No. It's not even that good, Grandma. Even lower than public. It's going to make us rip that name off of the tank. Mm. That, you, that man with the red shoes is very nice. What's your grandma's name? Uh, my grandma's name is Mary. Mary. She's an angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's dead or that she's just really sweet? No, she's just very sweet. So if I'm she's sure she out is. there, please forgive not what gonna make up for the second Mary. half of this show. It's no. really Yeah, maybe she'll awful. fall asleep by then. Mary, whatever you liked about Sean before listening to this program. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to show going you. Down the, we're going to show down. you his dark side. 
All right. Um, why don't we do this? We could wait a little bit on feedback. Uh, I need to take a break. So All we'll right. take a quick break. We might do feedback right when we come back just to get it over with. Otherwise, I have a feeling we're never going to get to it because there's going to be a lot of drinking on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, Sean's a drinker, and he brought us a, a lot of beer. And so we got to get through at least some of it. And uh, So here's what we'll do. We'll do feedback when we come back. Plus, we'll get into the uh, interview with the guys from Flat Tail. If you got questions, 888-401-BEER. Grandma, give us a call. I'd like to know a story about Sean when he was a kid. 888-401-2337. It's the session. And we'll be right back with Flat Tail Brewing from Corvallis, Oregon. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months. And then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. 
vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Long wing over, bill long wing over, bill long wing over. 
told him I'd try to knock it off. Turned around, I just turned it up a notch. Keep cooking, cause some of us like it hot. Think you're really one of them. Chances are you're not. Think you're really one of them. Chances are you're not. Chances are you're not. Chances are you're not. Chances are you're not. When he came out, he was just a calm little guy. He just, you know, it was like we disturbed his world. <laughs> no crying. He just came out and he was just kind of, I don't know, he was very Number than perfect is gonna be reason enough for my demons to hate me Cause lately the voices are rising and volume beginning to alter my mood into crazy In the nick of it, live in the thick of it Sick of it, son, you a brick of it That's the road that I've been taking That's the road that I've been taking Bright and strong, universal shine As the day is long, hyperactive mind Hyperactive mind Hyperactive mind Hyperactive mind, hyperactive mind, hyperactive mind. The session brewing up our next batch of radio gold. Right now. All right, boys and girls, thanks for sticking with us. We got Flat Tail with us in here in the studio. Let me get through a little bit of feedback for you uh, so that we can get to our interview and spend the rest of our time uh, drinking and hanging out with the boys <laughs> from from Flat Tail. Yeah. Uh, feedback is brought to you today by uh, Hop Tech Homebrew Supply, who's been with us for years now. JP, how long? That's right. Oh, I would say at least four years. Long time, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jade, Fantastic. Jade and Roberto over there, two of my favorite people. Um, they're fucking weird. They're but, super fucking weird. But in a really in awesome, an awesome way. way. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. And uh, so the Hop Tech boys. Uh, you, well, can, you know what they are? I'm sorry to interrupt you. They're homebrewers. Yeah. Right, oh, exactly. Come right. on. I mean, they're like super sure. weird and eccentric, and weird like, like we are just doing a bunch of weird, funky shit over there. I love them. They're going to be at our winter uh, brews festival. Yes, as always, they have committed. And I know that Roberto uh, actually, and sometimes Jade too. Uh, they both like to bring beer to pour. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that gets poured from Tasty's tasting room. Sometimes right from the Hop Tech homebrew tent. So go check them out over at HopTech.com. A great sponsor and good people. Oh my god! You've got mail. Kick what a show for Doc to miss, by the way. I told him. He uh, texted me earlier today. It's his company Christmas party. And I said, oh. I said, Doc. Um, what an idiot. It's, he owns the company, so it's, it's kind of hard not to go. Right. Probably bring him down. <laughs> I was like, Doc, it's your kind of show. Uh, the boys are coming down. bringing. A, I saw a picture of all the beer that they're yeah. bringing. And it's your kind of deal. He was, uh, he was a little upset. Uh, he doesn't have control over when these parties get scheduled. Uh, his, his wife does. Yeah. That's weird that it got it happened on a Sunday. Got <laughs> yeah. We'll forgive him in time. He did say he might be out by 8.30. And I was like, look, uh, you know, even if the show's coming to an end, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a fuckload of beer left over. You might want to still come over. Yeah. God, I hope so. Ugh. I mean, he doesn't work Mondays. It's going to get so. real sloppy if we run out of beer by 8.30. Oh, boy. I think sloppy is not even a word to describe it. All right, let's do a little bit of feedback. That way we can get to the good stuff. Uh, Luke from Melbourne, Australia writes in, Hey, wankers, you blokes and Sheilas are fucking funny. I especially like the ads. The homebrewer ad and the Nico Brew ad are gold. Uh, then you put out the Brewcasters Warehouse gay ad. Gold! Uh, the music rocks, too. 
Uh, thank you for introducing me to Steel Panther. You're welcome. Uh, fuck me. I almost crashed my car the first time I heard community property. Keep up the great work. More swearing, more ads, and more German accents. Cheers. Luke from Melbourne. More there fucking swearing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, you should read the, the ad that I edited out, or the, the feedback. Oh, yeah. There was a From lot Luke? Of yeah. Uh, we've had to try it. We, we've even, believe it or not, we've cut back on our profanity. <laughs> a fuck ton. You're getting about yeah. half of our uh, bunch of truckers over here. My neighbor, did I tell you my Everybody neighbor complained about what? one time about my, it wasn't just that I was making noise in the backyard. But he's like, Justin. Yeah. It's my new neighbor, you know, because I, I haven't been there that long. Yeah. The one that cleans you. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one who, like, uh, does all the cleans my gutters and everything. Don't mess with that guy. <laughs> no, no. no. I, I apologize. But I, yeah, I was out there with some friends drinking, and he's like, Justin, it's the noise and the F bombs. <laughs> You're killing me. My bedroom window's right there. My wife's at home. And I was like, well, is it the noise or is it the F bombs? I don't. It can't be both. He's like, it's both. <laughs> No. What I fucking F-bombs are you talking about? I felt real bad about it. I had to talk to my shrink about it. I can't, yeah. I feel bad when I hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking tell, at me when I you're could, saying this? I, no, no, just because I'm related to you. Right. I, as I, I, I can tell that I hurt his feeling. I'm his new yeah. neighbor. He didn't know I was such a potty mouth. And my, my shrink is fantastic because I always expect him to go like, well, yeah, you kind of... You're a dick. You're kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but he's totally got my back every yeah. time. And he goes, well... You know, just tell him you were raised by some very blue-collar parents, and it's just uh. how you talk. And I'm like, as Steve's my shrink. Yeah. I'm like, Steve, you're the best. <laughs> I could do every idiot thing in the world, and you're just like, you know, it's just you. Blame you it on your parents. He's an yeah. enabler. It's like, yeah, just, <laughs> totally. everything's my parents' fault. Yeah. You know, you're, you can't help it if your dad's a blue-collar from Brooklyn. He like So we like to say fuck. It's okay. So... I recommend everybody get a shrink like mine. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Josh writes in, I've only been listening for about six months now, but have listened to a lot of shows over the years. Uh, While I must say that I agree that Garrett Oliver was one of the best guests, I accidentally downloaded the episode on Crooked Stave and listened to that. What a great accident that was. Chad Jacobson was the best guest, in my opinion. You guys need to get him back on the show. He was really good. Yep. Yeah. Now second best guest. (laughs) Yes. Oh, good Flanders Red. Yeah, I do. We'll talk about that in a little bit, too. <clears throat> yeah, Chad from Crooked Stave's a badass. In yep. fact, uh, we saw uh, Vinny uh, from Russian River uh, out at uh, GABF, and he said the same thing. He came up to us and goes, hey, uh, I've been catching up on shows lately, and uh, man, that Chad, he taught me something on the Crooked Stave show. Wow. So he really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think he listened, ended up listening to it a couple of times. And then we met Chad in person, uh, Tasty and I, Nathan, uh, too, out yep. there at uh, Crooked Stave, and a real nice dude. And producing some good beer. So if you haven't listened to that show yet, go check it out. In fact, my guess is it's going to complement some of the information we talk about Brett beers and things tonight. Yeah. Yes. So. And so I went and re-listened to that show when when we were helping formulate the recipe for, for this show. Oh, good. So Chad's info helps already. Perfect. Nate's the only one that does prep work like that. He's only just paying attention. Yeah. All right. Oswald writes in, Dear JP, I love you. It. Yeah. it was in the feedback. It was legitimate feedback. We like that kind of feedback, name, Oswald. It's very quick. <laughs> Maybe. JP has fan. I do have a fan. <laughs> Taryn Oswald House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jody-, <laughs> Jody writes in. Yeah. So I've been listening to the Brewing Network for about six months now, and your show has given me so much more than any book has, and I can't thank you enough for that. So today I made the decision to join the Army and become a recurring donor. Yes. Um... Yeah. Does a lot of talking about JP. Yeah. Singing Wu Tang Clan. Basically, yeah. He likes Wu-Tang. it. Yeah. 
He liked it, but you stuck Wu-Tang in his head or something. Yeah, JP ain't nothing Uh, to fuck with. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, then he goes on to say, thanks for all you do uh, for the brewing community. Uh, I don't go a day without listening to you guys. Wow. Uh, and I dread the Sorry. day. I dread the day I catch up with all the shows. Uh, and suck at Schumann. Yes, he has listened in. He knows that that is actually the official suck it. That's right. All others are supplementary. Uh, Tour writes in. Uh, I'll keep. I keep short. I know you like. I renew AHA for a. And he's using numbers for a third for a three year period. Yeah. I forgot to do it through your website. Emailed AHA, asked if they move money from my renewal sub to you. Said yes. They rock, sir. Thank you all. Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome, too. Uh, can I just say to her? No one tell me why I am the- such a bad driver. <laughs> that is my favorite feedback in the history of all feedback oh! ever to come into the Brewing Network. He knew how to keep it to the point, and yeah. he also uh, went the extra mile to give us money. And yeah. uh, I liked it very yeah. much. Tour, I like. Thank uh, <laughs> and he's joining the AHA. He's not even in the United States. Right. That's great. That's true. He's an international. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like that the AHA didn't say, like, fuck that. We don't offer that. But they are cool. They did. They totally it. Oh, yeah. Hey, if, if a foreign countries want to support America, I'm all for that, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris writes in, uh, greetings, assbags. At the Great American Beer Festival, I was amazed to see uh, new lunch meat merchandise. Um... While I'm all for supporting the BN with the purchase of copious amounts of merch, it seems like a, a cheat to be selling me new meat shirts when we haven't had any fresh meat since the Olympics. And even that wasn't a good noon. And prior to that, last November. Having said that, I'm still a branded member of the Army and a loser fan uh, fanboy for the Brewcasters and think that the quality of the interview interviews this year have been second to none. Keep up the good work. From Chris. Suck it, Nate. All right. I probably talked to him with GBF. Yeah. I don't remember. Actually, that was the heavily edited one. A lot about dirty underwear. No, there, there are content. BN fans everywhere. I was down in Paso Robles over the weekend. And Paso Robles. Three different bars, three different times. I walk into the place. Somebody comes up to you. Oh, you, you're on the Brewing Network, aren't you? Wow. What the hell? Nice. Out of the blue. And Nicole's like, hey, I, I'm going to work in the industry here. Uh, hello. <laughs> So do you. It's great. You work awesome. in the industry. Well, you're doing it right now. For free. It's great. It's <laughs> even better. You're a celebrity. <laughs> if Nicole would lead with her ass into the room. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. She'd get, but she's against that. Right. You know, she's yeah. a, well, they talked to me for two minutes. She's and a they, modern woman. They realize they'd rather talk to her. So it's <laughs> yeah. a just yeah. thought you were Van Halen. <laughs> That's true. You're Nathan. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, you no, have Nicole. You have better hair. That's yeah. all. <laughs> um, it shapes your face. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, by the way, the lunch those lunch meat shirts are in the store, right? That's right. Okay. So if you're looking for those, you get them now. They're actually moving pretty fast, head to head with the Bruce Strong shirts, which is nice. Yeah, we got a new Bruce Strong design that I think you'll like. Go check it's it out. Sick, in the yeah. store. Jet Jockey writes in, "Hey guys, never heard of Peace Tree until I listened to the podcast. Just happened to be laying over in Des Moines and saw Hop Wrangler in the bar cooler. It's a bar cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a under the counter cooler with a glass." Yeah. Things. It's a fridge. Oh, ha- oh, I see. In the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. It's it's written really uh, oddly. It, it, no, it was my fault. You know what the problem is? Is I thought Hop Wrangler was the name of one of our listeners because like everyone has a stupid <laughs> name. So I thought he meant he saw oh yeah. Hop Wrangler from was, the forum was sitting in the cooler. And I, <laughs> what a dick! It's my fault. It's good shit. And wanted to say thanks for introducing me to Peace Tree, Peace Fuckers from jo- uh, Jet Jockey. You're welcome. Uh, Peace Tree was a, a great guest to have on the show. And finally, Jeremiah writes in. I'm really enjoying the BN mobile app for the iPhone. Thank you. The only thing I can't figure out is how to see what's playing. I'd like to know the name of the show. 
the names of the hosts and the names of the guest brewers being interviewed. I've searched around online but couldn't find uh, the now playing on BN yeah. Radio. Yeah, that's not your. That's my fault. It, it's a complicated story, but the bottom line is that the person who um, maintains those things for us is sort of off the map right now, and I'm. I need to find somebody else to do it. And there's just one tiny piece of code missing from the streaming app that that plugs in the information that tells you what you're listening to. And I know it's been going on for a long time, but basically since they updated their app, it went missing, and I haven't been able to get that piece of code back in there. That I sucks. will work on it, because I'll tell you what, it annoys me too. Shove so code in there. So, Jeremiah, that's a good piece of uh, feedback, and this is not code's fault, it's my fault, right. and it, um, but the guy, who he, he designed our whole website, is a bit off the map at the moment, and he's the guy who has to do it. So, that, that my apologies for that, and I'll, I'll get on it, you know, eventually. By the way, for the uh, live listeners, I have to reboot the streaming computer, so... Great. Yeah, second. More, more awesome technical efficiency from the Brewing Network happening uh, today. Yeah. Alright, let's talk to our boys from Flattail, yeah. uh, who have given All us right. some uh, great beer today. So far already. I've got both a Flanders Red and a uh, Berliner Weitz in front uh, in my glass, I think, right? Goddamn right you do. Cucumber Berliner Weitz. I was gonna say, the Berliner Weitz has some sort of cucumberish fruit in it. Yeah, that cucumbers fruit cucumber is, is fruit. cucumbers. <laughs> God, so it's crazy, a weird trick. Right? You use cucumbers yeah. to get that. <laughs> is so it an you... actual cucumber or is it like an extract? Of no. A... So, uh, I mean, no to the extract. So basically we take, uh, I believe, for a 20-barrel batch, we use roughly 150 pounds of cucumbers. And uh, we take them fresh, grind them through our apple grinder. Just get them? Uh, no. Okay. Not for the bottled version. For the draft version, we did. We tried both. Okay. Uh, we grind them, and then we run them through a press. And uh, we get cucumber juice fresh in-house, and then we sulfide it. So the the first year that we worked with cucumbers in our El Cuapo, our cucumber habanero lime Belgian blonde, uh, we, <laughs> yeah, take a moment, uh, we pasteurized them with heat, you know, kept it low, but still used heat, and uh, you just get too much of a cooked vegetable character. Mm-hmm. So uh, year two, you know, we have a lot of buddies in the winery business, and we have some cider friends as well. And they suggested sulfites. So we sulfided the juice directly after uh, pressing it, waited 24 hours, and then added the uh, secondary fermenter, and and it just works great. What do the sulfides do? In fact, what are sulfides? So, okay, college boy's going to take this one. The sulfides... They, this they, is let me so the listeners can get to know the voices here. We were just listening to Dave, and now Sean is going to tell us about the sulfites. So the sulfites will kill the wild yeast and the wild bacteria that are you know naturally on the fruit. A lot of lactone, cucumbers, melons um, of all kinds. I see, but it won't affect the Saccharomyces strain that we pitch it with. Okay, um, and we pitched it with a uh, American ale yeast. Ooh, no cool cheese. Oh, uh, cool cheese. Yeah. Okay, but still a still a Saccharomyces strain. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just you end up with this cucumber juice, and yeah. then you put the sulfides in there. Right. So we, how long does it have to sit in there? Twenty four hours. hours. Okay. Twenty four hours to kill all the wild bacteria and wild yeast that are naturally you know associated with the fruit. And mm-hmm. so are those the things that were causing the vegetal flavors that you were talking no. about? Boiling no, the oh, vegetal the flavor yeah. was caused by you know. Cooking, cooking ah, but you were only cooking it to kill the things that Correct. the sulfides kill. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, now I'm with uh-huh. you. I'm a little slow. So that, that's but what I preserved it. the the really fresh, like you know, the cucumber with scent that you would get. Like fresh cucumber, it's great. Yeah. yeah, 
In fact, I think the cucumber juice sounds great on its own. It kind of does. By yeah. the way, it sounds very refreshing. Made a great cucumber margarita. martinis and margaritas all day. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a real uh, fluff. No, it's a great uh, palate checker because yeah. I mean, you've had cucumber water at, at places right. that are really we also get your palate in line. Bottle conditioned it with lacto, so it's okay. a it's a no boil beer. Uh, we basically and, and for this one we have a seven barrel <laughs> brew house. Uh, we overfilled the mash tun, did the first runnings. No boil, pasteurized it though in the kettle. So basically brought it up to 160, let it sit, and then transferred it to the fermenter and then continued sparging the same mash okay. and transferred that into the fermenter. So we we really did a quadruple batch, but in essence it was only a double brew day. I see. There is still a tiny amount of, of vegetable flavor. Well, and I yeah, wonder absolutely. if that's just because you're Turns using out, a cucumbers fucking vegetable, vegetable actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for him, it's it's a fruit. But Thank I you. only okay. I do only bring it up for for one reason because either it's because clearly it it ha- it has by nature a, a sort of a vegetable flavor, or I wonder if just the even if just the pasteurization, just that one flash of heat would produce it. There's no heat uh, with cucumbers, so the cucumbers are sulfided uh. and they go into the secondary fermenter. At roughly sixty-five degrees, so then it's just coming from yeah, the, it's the, the skins. Fruit probably yeah. you're tasting; they're a little bit tannic. Yeah, and uh, we also, you know, seeds, skins, everything. All in sometimes there, yeah. that astringent character from the cucumber skins comes across as vegetable. Just like well, you're biting into cucumber. It's so tiny. I'm just being picky because I wanted to talk about whether or not it was that bit of heat. But if that's bypassed, it's really it tastes like a fresh uh, cucumber. And then yeah, of course really that little bite of of sourness mm-hmm. in the Berliner Weiss, um kind of cleans it up too. This is an awesome Berliner. Well, thank you much, sir. Yeah, well done on this thank one. You. I got a Flanders Red in front of me too. We're going to be talk about as much of this stuff as possible. Triple eight four zero one beer. If you've got questions for the guys here, or just join Bevo in the chat room, and she'll get your questions over to me as well. Um, I wanted to talk just just briefly, and you know, usually we spend a lot of time on a brewer's history, but you guys have so much to talk about on the beer side. I just want to do this quickly, if that's possible. Um, I'll try, but you. Dave, in particular, I have your history in in front of me. Um, you started as a homebrewer pretty early on, right? How old were you when you homebrewed? Yeah, so uh, my mom used to homebrew with her father, and uh, so we got into cooking. And I always talked about homebrew. And then once I uh, got, I don't know if I was a senior in high school or a freshman in college, one of those around eighteen started actually homebrewing. I say, uh huh. So a family of alcoholics. Oh, not even a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Understatement. Holidays are fantastic. Awesome. But that's a cool thing to share, the, the, to, to pass along with your mom, yeah. that she used to do with her dad, and now she's going to do it with you. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you start homebrewing at 16, 18, is that what you said? Yeah, let's go with 18 18, yeah. All uh, right. Something like that. I don't really remember <laughs> okay. any year, birthday, et cetera, after 18. So, so you're a homebrewer for a while, and then do you, do you carry it on when you go to college or move out of the house yeah. or whatever? Yeah, so I, I was going to Southern Oregon University to, unfortunately, attempt to become a lawyer. Uh, that that was terrible. Ah, okay. Um, and I do have a soul so I had to find something else to do. What was that? Was that you trying to, you know, oh, I'm supposed to do something big. I'm yeah, supposed to make completely. a lot of money. So I, I, I wanted to brew beer, but uh, I I had never home brewed before. And I figured, you know, you got to get a real job first, right? Okay. And uh, so I did my first year at SOU. And a roommate of mine said, hey, you know, there's this fermentation science program at OSU. Ah. And uh, I said, what the fuck is that? 
Googled it, looked it up, found out that you could actually go to school and get a five-year degree in brewing. So you switched over. Yeah, two weeks later, I borrowed my mom's minivan and uh, <laughs> moved up to Corvallis. I had never been there before, but I had a couple buddies that had a big house. They were looking for a roommate. Moved in, uh, did three years of fermentation science, and just started home brewing five days a week. Okay. And uh, eventually... Made brought- a lot of friends, obviously. Oh, so many. Home brewing, all right. that, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and then uh, dropped out after three years. Unfortunately, it's a great program, but I got an offer to brew full-time at Oregon Trail in Corvallis okay. when I was probably 20. And uh, brewed there for two years and then helped start Fire Mountain Brew House in Carlton. And uh, it was a you know great experience getting to go ground up, seeing how you start a brewery, how yeah. incredibly painful and time-staking it is. And once we got that going, you know, it was a great brewery, but it, we had a lot of philosophical differences Okay. Put it that way. And you uh, wanted to use cucumbers. Right. And they uh, wanted to make yeah, beer. Yeah, Henry yeah. wasn't a fan of cucumbers. <laughs> right. Some chicken so, and egg shit. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. So I got I got an offer. Actually, I walked into Kalapuya Brewing in Albany and asked if they needed a bartender because I heard they were starting a new brewery. Okay. And uh, the owner of Kalapuya said, "No, but we need a brewmaster." I said, "Well, that sounds better than being a bartender." <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, slightly. I'm in. <laughs> and uh so, by the way, it is better. I don't know if you've ever been a bartender, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's it's better. Only a little bit. Anything's better. <laughs> yeah, than Yeah, you make a bartender. lot less money though. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. But you're a lot you're a lot happier. Go on. Yeah, sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, a whole lot. <laughs> that's what we tell ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> every night while we cry ourselves to sleep. Uh, so, help start the brewery. Uh, Ian Duncan, who's uh, still a forty percent owner of Flat Tail, and my amazing partner. If you're listening, though, go fuck yourself. I fucking hate you. Uh, Got it going with Mark Martin from Kalapuya. Uh, okay. I ended up actually buying in later. Uh, currently, I'm a quarter owner along with Jason Duranso and his wife, Carrie. And then Mark Martin and uh, Laura from Kalapuya are still 10% owners. So. All right. Let me break this down a little mm-hmm. bit. How old are you now? 25, as of two days ago. Okay. So you, at 25, you've already been brewing for 10 years and brewing professionally your, for five years. Your math years. is really bad. Well, because you started brewing at, at 16, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll I keep mean, moving back. So, right. you know, I mean, I know you said 18. But... Don't build a Z-Bo. <laughs> Go up. Yes. <laughs> been brewing for a while. Uh, uh-huh. but you've been pro-brewing now for, for five years. Yeah. At a couple of different breweries, even. Mm-hmm. So, And you've helped build some breweries. So, really a lot of... In other words, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's not just the amount of time, but you've really had some experience opening some yeah, breweries. absolutely. Doing some different types of brewing. Now, you, now Flat Tail opens, and mm-hmm. you're a brewer there. How do you buy in? What happens there? <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, is, yeah. the, is the place about so, to go under and they need money or no. something? No. Oh, right, because <laughs> I had money. Uh, no, basically, uh, we we had a uh, we brought on a partner who was just a, a great fellow, and he was awesome, and in no way did we have any differences as a company okay. uh, at all. And uh, <laughs> he decided that because he was really awesome and we all got along, that he, that he would like to kind of leave. And uh, so that was my entrance. Uh, I also got some sweat equity. Okay. Uh, and basically, you know, we had been in business for two years. So I, I had enough of a, hey, I've been brewing here from the beginning. We're doing great. Give me a loan for a bunch of money. Okay. And I uh, took a loan out to buy it. How much is a bunch? Like, uh, let me throw out some numbers. Is it <laughs> is it between 20 and 40 grand? I so wish it were between 20 and 40 wow <laughs> and and you only bought in for, and only it's a big deal I, uh, I but but still 25 percent so, uh yeah 23.6 to be exact and it was more than 40 grand that you bought you took a loan out for correct to do this. 
plus your sweat equity on top of that. Yes. Was it more than sixty grand? <laughs> maybe, like, maybe not more than, but just right exactly that much. That's right around. Uh-huh. And I'm not asking to be a dick, but I just, you know, a lot of people don't have this opportunity. And when it arises, right. I'd like our listeners to know, like, look, this is a big deal. You don't yeah. throw money. You're not, you're you not pulling, a, you're not pulling twelve hundred dollars out of your savings account. Oh, no, no, let me no. buy in. You know? It's it's really easy. You just have to go so in debt that you can barely <laughs> feed yourself and those that you love. I it's, see. It's awesome. But the company <laughs> must have needed an, an investment to, to move well, forward, the, no, it sounds none, like. None of that money was going into the company. That was just in order to buy the shares. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so how many owners are there now? So we have Ian Duncan and his wife, Tanya, okay. uh, Mark Martin, his wife, Laura, Jason Duranzo, his wife, Carrie, and then myself. That's a lot of wives. Yeah, so many wives. <laughs> is Ugh. it too many? <laughs> They're it's, really good with numbers. I think one is too many. <laughs> <laughs> they could just be really I'm good sorry, friends Tanya. that are women. Uh-huh. Right? right. Uh, do you guys all get along? Yes. <laughs> Who? Uh, it's too many to, for that to be. Yeah, no. It, well, it, it works well because you know Jason handles our sales, okay. outside marketing, etc. Ian runs the pub, and I run the brewery. Okay. So, and then our wives do all the hard stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. they, they do math, which is hard. It is hard. So uh, <laughs> it actually works out really well because we all have completely different skill sets. Okay. Yeah, so that's I think how things were, and and it's a bit compartmentalized. You, yeah, absolutely. the brewery's yours and things like that. Okay, and how long has this been going on? This partnership. So we we started Flattail in February of two, uh, 2010, and I was in no way an owner at that point. Okay, uh, Ian has always managed the pub, and we you know we opened, started brewing again. I bought in, uh, I got my sweat equity at the end of 2011, and then became a 25 percent or 23.6 percent mm-hmm. uh, owner in April okay. of this year. It sounds but like a good deal. I mean, yeah, it sounds it sounds complicated, but it sounds like a good deal no. for a brewer, especially mm-hmm. because as I'm as we always hear, you know, just being a brewer is a tough way to make a living. Uh, it's yeah, fun, you know, it's, but it's, it's you, you don't get in it for the money. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Throw that out there. So what you do is to try Shut to on. try to set yourself up to have a little bit of stake in this or that. Right. And so so uh, I mean, it, it's great because and I'm sure Sean will agree with me because I pay him to agree with me. Sean's uh, the you're the brewer. Uh, yeah. So Sean's yes. my my head brewer. Okay. Uh, we actually he's my employee. Um, Got I do, it. I do have a seller hand starting in a month. Love it, but uh, Sean and I—if the beer is brewed at Flat Tail, it's either Sean or I. Okay, yeah. So uh, you know, it, it, it's great. Owning a brewery is fantastic uh, for the people that want to brew beer. It's the only thing you're ever going to do. But the biggest advice that I could give home brewers <laughs> that want to own a brewery is make goddamn sure that you want to own a brewery. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's work. <laughs> and when you stop home brewing, you start brewing professionally. No matter how much you love it, it. It becomes your job, you know? right? It is work. It, it becomes your job, and it really has to be your life. If if you don't yeah. love it, you're not going to make it. Okay, and uh, you know, I think the other uh, significant thing about the relationship you have with your owners and with your company is that, um, yes, it's still your life, and you have to do it, but you don't have to do all the things you're not necessarily good at, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. But, I would never touch a pub. Because Jamil, if you listen to the pro shows, and it just so happens Jamil's good at everything he fucking does, but he will tell you when he comes in and, and to the brewery that he's really not, he's hardly a brewer. He's yep. he's now a business owner, and he runs, and his wife also, uh, let me not downplay that, but all of the other things that you don't, you know, and not all of us are good at those things. For example, I'm terrible at those things. And so to have partners like that to do the other side, it's pretty important. Yeah, so unfortunately, I still do our taxes 
Ah, you Again, see, you, I, I really hope the TTB isn't listening. You know, <laughs> that can just be outsourced, dude. Yeah, you know. unfortunately, you actually have to have an owner sign. That's fine. They send they send it over to you. You fucking sign it. and You send it back. Right. So Sean's as bad or worse at math than I am. <laughs> and considering right. he's really my only full time employee, I'm not left with a lot of options. All right. Okay. Well, Craigslist, man. <laughs> Aren't you in a college town? Search, there's got to be a bunch of for cheap... someone to do taxes for. Get some interns in there. Wait a second. There's got to be a bunch of accounting students Mostly. at the at the university there, right? Come on. Love to work for beer. Love to work for oh beer. Yeah, that's what you want. You want a student that's working for beer, filing your taxes with the federal government because they're friendly. You just want somebody it, to blame when it's wrong. That's exactly. All. Yeah. And it sounds yeah. like the guy it's with not, the signature. It sounds like it's not a whole lot worse than what you're doing right now. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Dave can't actually count his fingers and get the same number twice. (laughs) There are a whole bunch of fingers, so, I mean, I I can hardly be blamed. I am allowed to make fun of the stupid decision you're making by doing it yourself because I have the same ailment. That's real stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just saying, outsource. Uh, All right. So, uh, Flat Tail's been around for a little while now, and it seems like... um, your thing is not to do the same beer all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we from day one, our flagship was our tailgater Kulch, which is a style that I've always loved. I like brewing it. I like drinking it. Uh, but uh, kind of my philosophy coming in, and, you know, when, when Mark brought me into Flat Tail, uh, the deal was, hey, you know, you brew great beer, brew great beer. But as far as what it is, we don't care. You know, if it's good, brew it. And, uh so that sparked the well, you know, let's start with some barrels. Let's let's not just age things in barrels, but let's ferment them in barrels, and let's use lacto and brett and all of these different things. And, and it really became kind of a a playground for learning how to brew with everything that's out there. So that's what I was going to ask: is whether or not you knew how to use these things? Oh, or not even a little bit. You're figuring it out as you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, I, I had a background of fermentation science, and then I, I basically had zero social life for like five years. Okay. Did, did a lot of reading. I, I don't have any cats though, so I'm one step above. I was going to ask if you've mm-hmm. met JP before. Yeah. Well, you know, look, no one's life can be perfect without a cat. <laughs> so he's just trying to grow. I'm already there. He has a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I've got dogs. They're like cats that are less that cheap. are stupid. No. Oh, real stupid, but stupid in a good yeah. way. They make you feel smart. Right. Dogs are dumb. I have like a girlfriend. Give a shout out to Rowdy yeah. right now. Uh, so, you know, it, the even their owners are stupid. Like the there dog heard it. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> shout out to my big wet yeah. nose friend. He's waving to me right now. It's cool. I'm listening, Dave. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm about to shit on your carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick's out, motherfucker. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's basically like when I'm listening today. <laughs> it's the same thing. Sean still yeah. has to get waving down, though. Yeah. Sean's like, yeah, dude, I just shit on your carpet. I'm listening. <laughs> Oddly Sorry, enough, that's not far from the truth. <laughs> I'll rack that beer later. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have a fermentation science degree. So I, I nope, guess I'm uh, not a degree. Yeah, oh. dropped out after three years. Oh, uh-huh. yes. What did you have? One? Oh, you had two years left. It's yeah, a five so year I, failure. I, I did the like chemistry and organic chemistry and all the really shitty stuff, and then I dropped out before I got to the brewing. Portion. You pussy. You totally. <laughs> uh, chemistry sucks. Was it? Be- Honestly, was it because school wasn't your thing, or because you wanted to get no, on the career so, path? Just uh, not smart enough, maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it really? Just went way down. <laughs> no, uh, Sean's interviewing. That's hard to do. So but. far down. <laughs> um, so uh, I got the brewing gig at Oregon Trail, and uh, also uh, again I was home brewing at least five days a week, and yeah. not like one batch five days a week, but I double batch at home on my stove top. 
And it, it's really hard to start organic chemistry at 7 a.m., get off at 2, brew at Oregon Trail or any other place until, you know, midnight. Right. And then go home, and it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to open up the OCHEM book, or are you going to get wasted because you just spent all day doing OCHEM? Right. It, it's not the book. I understand. Yeah. So you were learning from the school of life. Yes. Yeah. And you also were lazy and wanted to party. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I can still, relate to these. The, things. You know, the, the, the program is great. It's, okay. it's an awesome thing to do if your parents have a lot of money. Okay, but <laughs> what it comes down to is you know you, you don't run a marathon by sitting on your ass five days a week. You go out and you run every day. Sure. So if well, you want to be a brewer, go out and brew every day. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and the the OSU firm science degree is great for becoming a brewer, but stand alone, it means nothing. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, what do you mean? If you sorry, don't have the experience? Tom. If well, you don't have the experience if, to back it up? If you don't have... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, you, okay. if you don't have the brewing experience and if you don't have you know either you know a handful of internships or a full-time or part-time gig at a brewery, yeah. you know, it, with both of them, you know, the, the firm science degree for the science right. and the, you know, working in a brewery to back up the science, yeah, it's... You can be a very well-rounded brewer, right? But if you don't have one or the other, if you don't have the the actual brewing, the, the knowledge, hands-on, yeah, the yeah. micro knowledge of what you know should happen, yeah, is that's the thing. If you want to get a job at yeah, ABI, not, not then so much. you know, get a degree. But it, plus, you, if you're going to go into fifty thousand dollars of debt, you don't have to do it at school. You could buy into a brewery. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to take if, out a loan, if your life goal is to go into debt, then by all means, start a craft brewery <laughs> yeah. and become a student or, in the U.S. or stay uh-huh. in school. Right. Yeah. Please call Flattail and buy us some more tanks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, anyhow, you, you you get into beer though, and you get into experimenting and. And um, a lot of this is hands-on for you even now. You get all these barrels. Yeah, absolutely. And even with the three years of experience you had in the fermentation science program, you're still just experimenting and learning as you go. Yeah, well, and a lot of that came from when I started homebrewing. We, uh, I know JP knows Joel, but we have a great yeah. homebrew shop. Joel Ray uh, runs it, and he was absolutely my mentor in okay. homebrewing. And, that dude uh, rules. He, he really guided me in that i didn't go you know my first batch was not a cucumber imperial belgian black <laughs> triple ipa i'm surprised because a lot of homebrewers do go for that yeah <laughs> it, it's really stupid yeah yeah someone like in the chat's going i wonder if we'll give that recipe up <laughs> yeah you know brew a pale ale and don't brew a pale ale with five malts that look cool right. brew it with a hundred percent rar two row or crisp pale and a hundred percent cascades and then brew another pale ale and do a hundred percent ctz and okay. then switch up your malt. You know, I did a lot of brewing the same beer and changing one ingredient over and over again. So that by the time, you know, even if uh, you have a relatively low level of professional experience, you can say, I know what a Vienna-based beer tastes like. I know what a Munich-based beer tastes like. Right. You know, you, when you know what every ingredient tastes like, you can build a beer around those ingredients. But... If you start out and you use, let's say, RAR Turo as a base, and then you're using a little C15, a little C60, some biscuit malt, how do you know which, one? which flavor is biscuit, which flavor is C15? You don't. Okay. You've got to do one ingredient at a time, and you've got to brew constantly. Right. I mean, enough that you fail the fuck out of calculus. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> JP, question. Yeah. 
with all of the batches that he had to brew through college and after mm-hmm. college and all this testing that he's talking about, yeah. if we did a liver test right now, yeah. whose liver is less functional, his or mine? You never went to college, right? Do you, well, you have did, your right? numbers? I graduated that shit. Because we can bust those yeah. out. If you graduated mine. and he didn't, I would say his is less functional. His is, he has a less Because he didn't liver. graduate. Yeah, he spent more time drinking. And, right. uh, so to be fair, what a I loser. was lifting heavy weights the day my liver was tested, which I hear can impact it. <laughs> we should ask for a liver test of all of our guests. Oh, how do we Moscow, do? get on that in your pre-interview. I, I, I recently got mine. And? Golden. <laughs> all right. Sean's why good. I I'm no longer sure believe I was made tests. to be a drunk. Sean's I'm pretty sure good. Golden is not an accurate level test. Golden is actually the color of his liver. Yeah, yeah. what he meant was it, it's callous gold. Yeah, huh? yeah it's not, this is not a video game. Yeah, by the way, it's supposed to be, I think, fleshy red. <laughs> uh, are you, are you technically rules. a doctor? Because <laughs> you're, now you're worried. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, no, but I saw one on TV. Uh, all right. Let's talk about this Flanders red in my glass. Let's just because it's, it's in my glass, and let's just take a little segue and talk about that before the break. It's amazing. It's so, a very nice Flanders. Thank you. Tell uh, me about it. That that's my official second anniversary ale. So basically, brewed that right before our first anniversary. Uh, fermented it 100 percent in Domaine Serene Pinot Noir barrels. Thank you, Chris from Domaine Serene. Uh, pretty traditional grist. There's some flaked maize, a lot of uh, Munich, Munich. Yeah, I can't remember anything else. Uh, again, it's, it's kind of uh, it's a light bodied. Uh, yeah, Flanders it finishes red. at ten oh four. Okay, and uh, also the the tannin from barrel fermentation adds to that light bodied. Okay, uh, for this batch, when we do barrel ferments, we'll either you know pump into the barrel like normal at our pitching temp, add yeast, or we'll brew on top of yeast that's already inside the barrel, or in the case of the Flanders Red here, will actually go into the barrel hot, and it makes this kind of oak huh. tea. So it really gets big oak flavor, even mm. from a neutral barrel. Uh, you get a lot of tannin that, uh, you know, young, this beer was terrible. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. I you mean, were worried. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you, knew it, you knew it would get better. Yeah. Never, I mean, you know, that, that's never worried. <laughs> never worried ever, ever, except for when I am. So, uh, you know, young, just super tannic, super oaky, and it mellowed out a bit, but there's still a, a big oak character, and these are all neutral red wine barrels. Okay. Uh, the Roselaire blend from Y East mm-hmm. is what it was fermented with. Again, 100% in barrel, basically spent a year there prior to going to keg and aging warm in kegs. Okay. It's also, I'm. it's it's probably more moderate. L- low is going to be the wrong term. It's moderate in the, in the kind of acidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I Sometimes mm-hmm. I I like a real punch in the face acidity, yeah. but I got one of those. But because the the body is is a little thinner on this beer, it's it's kind of perfectly balanced that way. If it had the more acidity that I'm usually like, yeah, there you yeah. go, that's a Flanders. It would your, the 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 beer the body of the beer wouldn't have been able to back it up. But yeah. this is kind of perfect because it's a little mild on that sour acidity. It's it's mild on the acidity, but it's big on the tart end. Which I really like. I dislike Flanders a lot. The style to me is very sweet, like Rodenbach. I can't drink it. It's like syrup to me. But but this is great because it has that tartness that I like. But but you're right. It's that lower acidity. um, And it finishes very clean. And the tannins you can kind of get on the the middle of your tongue kind of just clean up your palate. And I mean, this is one of those sour beers that you could literally drink all day long. And it does finish cleaner. Than I think any Flanders I've ever had. I do yeah. like Rodenbach Grand Cru, but I'll agree with JP in the fact that you, know, you take a drink of that, 
and it's with you for a little while. Yeah. Every drink is with you. This this beer really does clean up afterwards. Is that do you think due to a little bit of oak and the the low gravity? Yeah, I think the the increased tannin from the you know again going in hot into the barrel. Okay, definitely contributes to that. But also our our barrel room is kept uh, seasonally anywhere from fifty five to sixty five. Okay, and uh, we we have to really be careful that that barrel cools down before we're adding the yeast, and because the ambient temperature is fairly low. And, you know, a barrel isn't a lot of mass compared to, like, you know, one of our 30-barrel cylinder conicals. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not going to heat up as much as a jacketed stainless tank. So that low fermentation temperature, mm-hmm. it, it's going to take a lot longer for PDO, lacto, all of those bugs to really get going. I see. Uh, this beer, on our second anniversary, had an extremely low uh, level of acidity. You know, it, it was barely there. And it's slowly getting more and more sour as time goes on. Uh, I'm sure after another year or two, it's going to be up there with a kind of Rodenbach level of sourness. Oh, okay. And this was also the first time I've worked with Roselaire Blend. We do a lot of single-strain wild ferments. Uh, We work with Brett C. a lot. We work with Lacto a lot, so we really know those bugs. The Roselaire Blend was kind of new to us, so we didn't really know how to work that to get that big acidity. Okay. But again, you know, I wouldn't enter this as a traditional Flanders Red. But I enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I would say if it does creep up and the acidity uh, and the other flavors like a like a Rodenbach might, I'd want you to blend it back. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'd like to taste that, but, yeah. I, but I don't know if I'd want to. I'd want you to blend it back to this. This well, is really nice. We, we do have a handful of barrels going that after we racked this out of the barrels, basically brewed the same grist. Higher gravity, though. Back into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. What do you think, Nate? I got to try it. I haven't tried it yet, but... Oh, you didn't get it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. That was going to be my follow-up. If you Have you brewed it again, and do you plan to put it on a regular schedule? So we... I, I love Flanders Red. It's a, one of my favorite styles. So we, we did do it again. We upped the gravity slightly, a little bit more flaked maize in the second batch, and uh, upped the hopping rate. But other than that, uh, it was the same barrel ferment. Obviously, we didn't go in hot because we already had the yeast. One of the things with Roselaire and any pre-blended yeast strain you get is that it's going to be nowhere near the same fermentation characteristics as the first time you did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tasting the beer, we're definitely getting more PDO, which is counterintuitive to what you'd think because it's such a slow grower. But uh, more PDO and then also more just general Belgian phenolic characteristics. It's right. spicier the second time around, which you, know, you would expect. Uh, but it is more acidic for sure i like this idea of putting hot or warm wort right directly into the barrel other people have probably done it but it's the first i've ever heard of that i mean i've heard of barrel fermenting yeah. of course yeah right from a heat exchanger but not like a cool ship style yeah it's so really interesting you know one of the the reasons why i did that the first time around was because i was getting barrels from wineries that were uh you know to skip being dainty were were damaged barrels mm. and you know wineries never have contaminated wine they always have contaminated wine. So uh, a lot of those bugs are good, but if you're getting you know volatile acidity in a barrel, you don't want to have a beer that's vinegar in two weeks. So when we got in a barrel that was cracked or visibly damaged, I don't want to pitch a slow-growing blend like PDO and Lacto into that barrel because it's not going to outcompete the Acetobacter. Mm, so. Right. You know, it's just, uh, again, this is all based on logic. If we go in hot, what could possibly happen that's bad? Well, maybe we get too much tannin. Well, we'll blend it back. Hmm. You know, blend So did it not go through a chiller at all? 
No. Straight out of that really hole hot. into a pump into the barrel. Wow. Yeah. If uh, Just on a side note, if wineries always have contaminated barrels. Not not all wineries. No, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that wineries are very scared of bread. So, of course, they right. never have bread. But they really do. That's when a winery kicks a barrel out. You know, when they say, it's we don't want to use this barrel anymore. It has Brett. Yeah, they use, well, not necessarily Brett, but Lacto or VA or something like that. Any of the stuff we want that they don't. Right. Otherwise, they're not getting rid of that barrel. Yes. Is yeah, what you you, When you want a neutral barrel, okay. why would you get rid of it if okay. there wasn't something wrong with it? I get it. So you go into getting these barrels knowing oh, yeah. there is something. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they're super awesomely cheap. Well, in, on that note, what a great idea to throw the boil. It's the same oh, yeah. reason you have boiling wort to begin with or that you'd yeah, run in, in a homebrew system like on one of our more beer uh, 1550s or something. You know, we... We circulate hot wort through before we run it through a chiller or anything through all those hoses and all that so that we have, so that it's sanitized. Why not throw some hot wort yeah. in the barrel? You'll swell the staves too if you're yeah. concerned on it, that it level. It seals well. them up fantastically. Yeah. But then you do have it, like you mentioned, you do have it sitting there mm-hmm. and crossing through the uh, dangerous temperature on its own accord until it gets to pitching temp is kind of yes. what you're saying too. Mm hmm. How long did that take? Uh, About th- two to three days. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's a big volume that you're yeah, putting in Yeah, I mean, even though it's much smaller than a fermenter, you're still talking about 55 gallons of boiling wort going into wood. Which means that it spends several hours in that, like, 80... 80 to 120 kind of <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. It's right. fantastic. There it didn't go. catch any of the stuff that you didn't want. No. So- but it maybe did cultivate some of the stuff you did. I don't know. Yeah, uh, people are, are a little bit, uh, and I don't want to encourage people to have bad sanitation by yeah, saying this. Yeah. That's not what I'm going for. But yeah. uh, people are a little too scared of wild yeast, okay. too scared of bugs. If your sani is good, then your beer will be good. Okay. You know, uh, and we're not the only brewery that works with Brett, and we're not the only brewery that works with Brett in the same room that we work with Kulch Yeast. Okay. You know, Burnside uh, Brewing out of Portland. Sorry, Jason, if you don't want people to know this. But, uh, you know, he'll use lacto in his cylindroconicals. And I personally have never had a infected Burnside beer. They're fucking fantastic. And yeah. He's using, you know, uh, a plethora of different yeast strains, but he's good at cleaning his tanks. Right, right. You know, if, if you're not afraid that your English strain is going to contaminate your West Coast ale strain, why are you afraid that Brett is going to contaminate it's all yeast it's another yeast right so why, why, why wouldn't you use hot water instead of hot work to uh, sanitize the barrels he's lazy <laughs> yeah, really? yep. do it all one step uh, <laughs> right. uh, we forgot to do the hot water thing uh, let's use hot work the hot water it, you're going to suck all that tannin into the water so, so you want the tannin yeah, you're so your you know the, the hot work into the barrel is because you're going to get oak character out of a neutral barrel. I got you. You put hot water into a neutral you're barrel. You're going to take all that out and throw it away. Then there's no more oak left. Like, that's gotcha. all you can do to extract that oak is put something hot in. Okay. Yeah. So you want that character. Mm-hmm. It's what you are going for in this beer. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. All right, let's go get another glass of this beer and yeah. take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about experimental beers, barrel beers, bread beers. We still have to talk about the Brewing Network's beer, JP Fab. Uh, we got <laughs> to discuss that when we come back. And uh, I know Nate's got some things to say about it, uh, helping with JP to uh, 
develop that recipe with the guys. So if you got questions, triple eight four zero one beer. If uh, Sean's grandma is still awake, you know we're, we're still awaiting your phone call as Grady well. Mary eight 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 four zero one beer. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Brewers Publications is thrilled to announce the release of For the Love of Hops, a practical guide to aroma, bitterness, and the culture of hops by Stan Hieronymus. For the Love of Hops is a resource for brewers of all experience levels. It explains the nature of hops, their origins, and how brewers can really maximize their positive attributes throughout the brewing process. Ken Grossman from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company says, This book is an amazing compendium on the hop, written at a level of detail that will captivate historians, chemists, and brewers alike. For the Love of Hops is available now from Brewers Publications at brewerspublications.com. Order your copy today and wrap yourself in the binds of bitterness with everyone's favorite brewing ingredient, the Love of Hops. What was Al Capone's official profession? I know, I know. Your next homebrew club meeting, beer tasting, or weekly hangout just got a lot more fun with a brand new pub trivia board game from University Games. In the new pub trivia, teams of 2 to 10 can go up against 1,000 new questions in five different categories. No drinking required so everyone can play pub trivia, sports, science, history, entertainment. There's something for all trivia lovers in the new pub Pub Trivia board game. You can find Pub Trivia at your local Walmart store or online at rugame.com. That's rugame.com. Bring home everyone's favorite bar quiz game tonight with a brand new Pub Trivia board game from University Games. Online at rugame.com. Okay, okay, what is Madonna's last name? Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact rain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. 
Cheers. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sure. 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 You know? <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. One night to be confused One night 
Welcome back to the program, and thank you very much for sticking with us. we got Flat Tail Brewing with us uh, in the studio today, all the way from Corvallis, Oregon. The boys drove down here and uh, weathered the storm. Um, before we continue, I have a very special guest uh, on the phone uh, to call in today. I do believe we have Sean's grandmother uh, on the line today. Uh, is Fantastic. This, is this Sean's grandma? Yes, it is. Hi, Sean. Hey. Is hey, it- Graham. How are you? Wonderful, honey. How are you? Doing great. I Good to hear it. from you. Good. This is my uh, uh, my grandson is actually my very best friend and oh. my knight in shining armor. Oh, adorable, Grandma. How wow. are we going to make fun of him when you say nice things like that? I love her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from Grand Junction, Colorado. Do you like Sean's beer? Yes. You do. <laughs> that was a very distinctive... Correct answer. I am not lying, yes. <laughs> when? Thank you for answering that uh, How old was Sean when he gave you the first beer that he made? Uh, let's see. I think Sean was probably about 22. Okay. Keeping you out of Maybe. trouble, Sean. There you go. Yeah. All right. Thanks uh, for staying legal, Grandma. Were you, uh, <laughs> were you a beer drinker before? No. You were not. Okay. So you went straight to the craft beer with Sean. Um, sort of. <laughs> she what, did the whiskey in between. Yeah, what do you like to drink? Do you like whiskey, Grandma? Uh, no. No. Anything? No, I am an occasional drinker, and if I drink beer, it's only Sean's. Okay. All right. Uh, That's fair. From Black Tail Brewery. Now, uh... You've known Sean, you know, longer than any of us. <laughs> His whole life, some would um, say. Is there uh, anything particularly embarrassing that we could learn about Sean while you're on the phone? Maybe his first girlfriend, or uh, I don't know. He has glasses. Bedwetting issues. <laughs> yeah. Did he, did he wet his bed until too late in life? <laughs> Something embarrassing. Let's well, that, see. Well, that only happens when I'm real, real drunk. So. <laughs> right. When he rides in my car with me, he hangs his head out the window. <laughs> well, that's a little weird. Yeah, him and the dog, they're like, really? <laughs> Not particularly because of me, but more for your driving. <laughs> and his incontinence. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Well, I, I will say that this is a first to us. I don't know that we've ever had one of our guest grandmothers call in, so I'm pleased to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was nice being on the show and getting to talk with you about flat tail beer. Um, Would you like a marketing job, Mary? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, the, something to be said is uh, one of our tanks is actually named after my grandmother. Is that right? So all yeah. of our tanks at Flat Tail are named after particularly great Important. women in our lives. Okay. So most of them, being that Dave started the company mm-hmm. uh, and Thanks, owns buddy. the company, uh, named after family members of Dave. But you have an honorary <laughs> he, he was, tank yourself. I don't really pay him. Much so, you know, I, I had to give him something. Well, well you it's actually true. Pay. He yeah. pays me very, very yeah. little. Make Sean. those Christmas checks real big, Mary. <laughs> Sean, you and I uh, should start a union. 
Thank you. I don't employ union so, workers. Did you, uh, Sean? Did you just get the leftover tank in the corner, or did Grandma Mary? Get I, the I actually had the brand new. Pretty much. Oh, I've got one of the largest. In fact, I <laughs> was named. At, I think it was the largest at that time. So uh, you got until it in, wasn't it? wonderful. Until two weeks ago, it she was had the, the uh, flagship. Pretty much tank named after her. Wow. Her first 30-barrel production fermenter. Is it is the fermenter called Mary or Grandma Mary? It is Mary. Mary. Okay. Grandma Mary. Mary takes too long. You know, once we get over two <laughs> syllables... You gotta get over it. Yeah, just, you know, uh, they just, just call it Grandma. It's very tough. much, very much too <laughs> difficult. <laughs> gotta be able to pronounce it drunk. I see. <laughs> uh, Grandma Mary, did, uh, did you work uh, throughout your life? Uh, yes, I was a realtor. You were a realtor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And has Sean worked throughout his life, or has he been a lazy college student until no. working girl since day one? This boy has worked all his life. Okay, a good man. From the time he was, I think, fourteen, you were working for your dad at the motorcycle shop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Worked all through high school. Graduated with honors. Oh. Good man. Uh, Dean's oh, list. I heard it. It's more I than we that can, coming, That's more than we can say for Dave over here. He's a, high school? He did, he's a big <laughs> dummy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're discovering now through Grandma Mary that Sean's the real brains behind the operation. Hired him because of his smarts. Sean is a brain. <laughs> I a love genius. it. One big pulsing brain. Good with books and stuff. Right. <laughs> now, Mary, do you like these crazy sour beers that, that Sean makes? I like all of them. You do. Now, mm-hmm. now answer Perfect me. Answer. Now Thank answer you. me honestly, because hurt, I, I know you have to like everything your grandson makes. But but a sour beer is a weird flavor. Do you really like it? Um, there we go. No, that's a pretty good question. <laughs> well, that's, that's Say better. no more. That's better. Yeah. You can be honest, Mary. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird, isn't I it? I haven't tried the uh, cucumber beer. Okay. Yeah. Well, that one so, I think you'll uh, like. That's good. I'm not sure if I will like it or not, but um, I probably will. I think that one you'll like. It'd be that. great with a Cobb salad. You'd love it. <laughs> it's a great one. If I can have a Cobb salad with it, that would be even you better. You should check it out, Mary. I recommend that. Try it. Just put a shot of gin in there. It's like a weird gin gimlet. It'd be good. It's actually fantastic. <laughs> gin. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Now is is there a uh, is there a senior discount at Flat Tail that uh, Grandma Mary gets? Only for Mary, just for Mary. Everyone else has to pay full price. Yeah, everyone else has to pay full price, Mary. <laughs> when we fly back out there again, I will be in and take you up on that offer. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go, Dave. Mary. That wasn't in writing. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. You are a wonderful sport, and I appreciate you calling in. Uh, this is a first for the Brewing Network, and it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, Grandma Mary. Thank you so much. It's been Thank awesome you, talking I... to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Graham. <laughs> I've enjoyed your program very much. Thank All right, you. I love I'll you. Sure we'll try not first. to be too offensive. Hey, real quick, does Sean call and you? I love you, Sean. Does go ahead? You could say I love you back, Sean. Oh, I love you too, Graham. Does um <laughs> does Sean does Sean call you every day, Grandma Mary? Yes, he does. Wow! wow. Look at him. What a good kid. Well, they're best friends. They are best yeah. friends. And, That's and true. you should all call your grandmothers and say hi. <laughs> My grandma never calls me back. <laughs> grandma passed away. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for bringing JP, that up. JP also <laughs> calls his grandmother every day. She just never answers the phone. She changes her phone number frequently. <laughs> if I were JP's grandmother, I would never answer the phone either. Hey, she's a saint. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma he knows Mary. I'm waiting by the phone. He better call. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's mostly fear. <laughs> 
Thanks, Grandma Mary. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. There you Bye. go. Wow, you got a great grandma there. Yeah. I do, I do. I'm very blessed. She's a silver <laughs> fox too. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Uh, otherwise known as Gilf. The chat. The chat is wanting pictures, and they also want. They also want to set tasty up with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she sounds pretty hot. <laughs> Tasty's She's, on board. He'll, look, Tasty will meet anybody. He is spry. Care. I am an all ages uh, guy. You're an all ages ride. Yeah. She probably already knows of Tasty somehow. It's probably her to me. Right? Yeah. Shot, she said that you're her best friend. That's I am. Sweet. You were about to cry when she said that, weren't you? That's a I nice thing a to say. That's a very nice thing for her to say. That is adorable. Are, are you the only grandchild? I'm not. There's there's a whole lot of us. Wow. And all of them are second to Sean. <laughs> Everyone's second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, uh, let's good. get on with the program. We've got a lot to do. I did. Uh, I promised my dear Bevo that I would make a, a quick announcement for her. You know, every now and then uh, people forget that uh, Bevo is our friend, and that right. JP and I, and Tasty for that, all, those of us who have known her for years, are allowed to talk about her boobies. Mm-hmm. They in, are very giant. We're allowed to talk about her giant boobies in ways that are inappropriate. Um, that's both because we have desired to touch them for longer than you have, right? And um, and we have and we have been <laughs> deprived of them for longer than you have. Yeah, like for example, I want to take one and just slam it in the door jam a couple times. <laughs> Why? Because wow. that's what gets that's me. It's called off. a mammogram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what gets me off. Bevo, I want you to know, I've never wanted to slam your booby in any door jam. <laughs> God, I hope Mary's still listening. <laughs> However, I, wanna, I would like to bounce him a little. Bit. Yeah. I want to hang you over two sawhorses and speed bag them. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just because we're allowed to do that does not mean that the uh, uh, you know unknown masses are allowed to do that to to Beva. So please be respectful. She doesn't mind a mild joke here and there about the size of her boobs. Um, <laughs> But, you know, uh, don't say anything that you wouldn't say to a, a casual acquaintance. Uh, you know, be nice to the girl. I guess she had to kick a couple yeah. people out of the chat room tonight. Ooh, that's rude. Um, it, she does have the boobs out, but uh, that's for us. Also, she wants uh, me to tell you, although I'm not convinced that this is true. She wants me to tell you that there will never be a Bevo booby cam. Ever! But there, but there might be. No, there won't. But there might actually be right now. But there might be. Right now. Recording it. <laughs> It'll be the day that I leave. Anyway, just be nice to the bees. You should uh, leave it if that happens. It'll be the day that I re- demand a raise. <laughs> you're getting a few. Right? I want a 20% raise. <laughs> 20% times zero. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, you're, you're getting, getting a 100% raise. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's right. All right. Anyway, there you go. Just just yeah. be nice to the beaver. That's all. Just yeah. remember, we know her, so that's why we're allowed to be vulgar dicks. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's move Sorry, on. Sorry, Mary. I do believe... Try that pumpkin saison right there in that bottle. Is it, this? Did I accidentally pour myself the same beer, or did I pour myself the session beer? This is the session beer, right? Yep. I, I did. That's do. the I cold. cannot actually tell what you're drinking. But it's supposed to be that color. That right? actually looks like the, it's the bitter the, rivalry. I poured or the, the one that black. I poured the one that said session Brett on uh, it. All right. But maybe it's mislabeled. Is it sour? Yes. Okay, that's the Tamil black. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, so that's a black uh, sour with barberries and omelet fruit. 
What are those what, th- two what things? What are those things? You learned those from your grandmother, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> what are th- it's a fruit we had back in the Depression yeah, in when o- I was 45. In Oklahoma. <laughs> which is delicious. <laughs> which, by the way, is delicious. <laughs> what is this? Have you ever had barberry pie, Sean? Because we're about to have I'm going to make it for you, honey. That's what they <laughs> called them in high school. I'm growing a patch of barberries right now, sweet pie. <laughs> I'm gonna, what the hell is a barberry and a, what's the other one? So, an oak, oak omelet dung? fruit. One omelet of my fruit. favorite things to do is to go to uh, this great company called Rose. Oh shit! No, what are they called? Mountain Rose. Yeah, Mountain Rose store. Herbs. They're so great. I can't remember their name. Uh, Mountain Rose <laughs> Herbs out of Eugene, Oregon. Okay, and they have a bunch of weird oh. ass shit. That's fantastic. And it's uh, good. It's just incredibly cool to scroll through their list of herbs, fruits, etc. Okay. Like, hey, I don't know what that is. We should put it in beer. I see. So I'll order five or six new ingredients we've never worked with, and we'll go out to the bar and we'll make teas with them and just smell them. Okay. And, uh, you and know. Th- this was great in the... Uh, so this was a barrel-aged Get right sour. up on that mic for me. This was a barrel-aged sour that... Uh, we added the omla fruit and barberries straight to the secondary as a as a juice or? in the blending tank. No, so just dried. a fruit. whole fruit. Yeah, okay, but dried. Oh, yeah. okay, dried fruit. So dried fruit uh, right in the secondary before we packaged it, and it it turned out fantastic. Gave it that great jammy, yeah, kind of yeah. like. Uh, There's a little spice in there too, like uh, a red raspberry almost. Yeah, the, the with, it's like a current thing. Omla fruit yeah, yeah. is uh, commonly referred to as Indian gooseberry. Okay, and it's incredibly acidic. So, like when you chew on it, uh, it's super tart, and it it's hurts. got a real tropical gooseberry red yeah, raspberry, almost like like chewing on a cranberry. Yeah, real bright fruit. Whereas the barberry is a super deep, jammy kind of reminiscent of like a merlot or a, mm-hmm. uh, you know cabernet franc. Yep. Like real jammy, deep, dark fruit. So they, they contradict and complement each other at the same time. Were they whole dried fruits? Yes. Did, they were. And how long did they sit in that secondary? About a week. Yeah, not, wow. not real long. A lot of flavor. A ton of flavor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, how much it, per you know barrel or yeah, something? Yeah, I'd love to be able to tell you that. So we had a seven-barrel batch, and we had about a pound of each. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Um, and we... Put it straight into the blending tank before we packaged it. That doesn't sound... Is that a lot? That doesn't seem like very it, much it to sounds, me. It didn't seem like a lot, but the yeah. difference in the beer was very noticeable. Yeah, yeah wow. for this amount of flavor, I I would think you'd say three or four times that. Well, so it, a lot the, of the fruity... The, the malt background, you know, really stayed yeah. very strong okay. with the beer, but it was, it was even more intense, you know, before we added the fruit to it. The fruit, you know, really complemented the beer... Um, and added to the malt background by giving it that, again, big jammy, right. kind of cranberry, almost citrusy quality. The, the Munich and the Kara Munich have a lot of, you know, deep, dark fruit characters as well. This so well, in the acid balance, you have, a, like, a, obviously a high acid beer. Yeah. When you add the fruit, lacto. it's just going to pair up with that and accentuate the fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a real dark color. I just showed it on the camera. Which for a 4.5% beer is... Yeah. It's oh, always that awesome. Really? Yeah. yeah it's yes. very it's sessionable. Just, yeah. This is my favorite show right now in the entire universe. Because it's, it's a lot of sours and they're really, really good. They are. Yeah. It's going to get even better. This beer is <laughs> yeah. like, it's so big and round and jammy. I, I'd like to name it after Bevo's boobies. <laughs> the <laughs> chat will catch on to that. Yeah. Can we, can we, has it been named yet? Um, uh, it can be yeah, renamed. We, it can be can renamed. It, it. it can actually be renamed twice for them. Uh-huh. Can we, can we rename it Beaver's Wife Beater? 
uh, or something. So much yes. Sweater classy. Hogan's. I, I think you can <laughs> do better. Ban somebody. Uh, is are it happening already? Me? No, no. I'll take care of it. Are you trying to ban me? I wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day I'll give Bevo a mute button for me in the booth. She'll be the only one who has it. <laughs> By the way, I'll never do that. What no. BT Dubs, that'll never happen. <laughs> we'll never do that. This beer is wonderful. It's really Thank good. You. What was the base beer again? Tell me about that. So it, it started as basically, uh, I wanted to make a dark wheat-based beer, and I uh, wanted to work with dark wheat. I don't even think I've ever seen dark wheat. <laughs> so it's like regular wheat, but it's dark. Interesting. Uh huh. So Crazy. it's like Terrence. Yeah. He's like a regular white guy, but he's black. <laughs> if there's regular wheat, that's Sean, and then dark wheat, that's Terrence. <laughs> okay, got it. So uh, they're really but, the same. Yeah. Vireman, it's like Vireman has Munich 1 and Munich 2, and Munich 1 is light, Munich 2 is dark. Okay. So I used Vireman's dark wheat, and then Vireman's Munich 2, uh, which is just super intensely fruity. Uh, Munich 1. I find when you use a ton of it, can almost get kind of a peanut buttery character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Munich 2, to me, has less of that and more of the big jammy fruitiness. Okay. Which complemented the dark wheat, which has that uh, crisp, acidic quality of wheat. What percent of, of wheat? 50. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 50% dark wheat, wheat and then... It's uh, a lot. I'm going to so, stall by talking. So I actually have the recipe, recipe oh, up right go. now. So it's 165 pounds dark wheat... Uh, 55 pounds Munich Type 2, 55 pounds Munich Type 1, uh, 10 pounds of dark chocolate, and 15 pounds of Munich 3. What barrel do you guys do per batch? What barrel size is this? It's seven. a seven-barrel batch. Seven barrel, okay. Yeah, so four oak barrels is roughly a seven-barrel batch Okay. when we do barrel ferments. All right, real quick, since they're giving out recipes, let me uh, let you know that uh, if you want a place to compile your recipes and punch in the numbers that guys like uh, Flattail here are giving you, go over to beersmith.com. You can check it out. You get a free 21-day trial of their software. You can also get it on your mobile uh, phone. Uh, there's Beersmith Lite that will allow you to view your recipes. Yeah. Um, he's working on getting it to so that you can actually uh, adjust your recipes and edit them, and that's coming soon. But right now, you can still browse uh, thousands of recipes, view your own, and everything else. And as we're talking about recipes from these guys the whole time, you, you know, you really need a good uh, piece of software so that you can adjust it to your own system. You can scale it down. You can scale it up. You can do it to your batch size. Um, you can also punch in the different types of alpha acids from your hops. All the things that you're used to doing with brewing software, but much, much more over at Beersmith.com. And you don't have to take my word for it. It's a free 21-day trial. So just check it out. Download it both for Mac and PC. And if you don't like it, no harm, no foul. You can just... Uh, Delete it from your phone. But uh, I'm pretty sure that he has a 99.9% non-delete rate. And that's why of you get course. your free 21-day trial. It's badass software. So go check yeah. it out. And uh, it's a good way. Uh, uh, it's a great companion for this program because these guys came prepared with recipes. Um, so you can check it out that way. So it's a pretty much uh, a standard um, uh, sour beer recipe, except that you went with the alternatives the dark uh, of wheat. the two different yeah. malts, the yeah. dark wheat and the and the Munich two, uh, as as opposed to just the bases. Yeah, I kind of like that change. So we we do a lot of working the ingredients, and uh, again, it goes back to you know just like brewing with one ingredient at a time. Uh, when you're doing sour beers, especially. Don't rely on the malts. You don't have to have 15 malts to have a complex beer. You can have 100% Pilsner malt and mm-hmm. make an excellent sour beer. Got it. Uh, and you can make 10 different excellent beers with 100% base malt. Uh, you know, For example, the old 25, old 24, I, I do an old ale for my birthday every year. 
And uh, Old 25 is 100% Simpsons Golden Promise. We boil it for seven hours, and we do a step boil. So we take the first running, spoil the crap out of them, continue sparging until the kettle's full, and then continue to boil it. And, you know, you're getting a lot of different melanoidin content from boiling that first runnings mm. as you are from boiling the second. So, you know, you get that deep, caramely fruit from the first runnings, and then you get a real biscuity uh, caramel character from boiling the uh, second. Wow. And uh, it's one malt, but we end up with a really deep, mahogany, kind of ruby-colored beer, super big, chewy body, you know, English yeast, and it's just one malt, one yeast, one hop. Goldings, Golden Promise, and uh, 1098 from Weiss. When when you have a really nice, interesting, complex malt like that one, it's great to just get out of the way and yeah, let absolutely. it shine, too, right? You don't necessarily have to load up on 10 different specialty malts to complement it. It has enough character on its own. Yeah. Or like these sour beers, there's so much character from the yeast and the ferment, yeah. you almost want to get out of the way of that and, and let it come through and not necessarily muddy it up with too many extra yeah, malts absolutely. or something, right? People yeah. use too many ingredients, which I realize sounds bad considering we have like cucumber beer and shit. yeah but you that's true but you guys really you guys are like a retro new classic belgian brewery in other words like you're using slightly new things but these are also older techniques and yeah, absolutely and the beers that are coming out by the way this is like a traditional fruit lambic tasting beer by the way is this in a a, a bottle yet because i if this isn't a bottle with a cork in it i'm paying like 40 bucks a bottle for this stuff and if i if i saw this on the shelf i would do the same thing yeah, yeah. so belgian glass is real expensive it is so it's 40 dollars a bottle <laughs> I'm, so. what i'm telling you is this is up there with the very high price beers that people are buying yeah. this is a wonderful beer this so is it's actually really hard to push 40 dollar bottles uh, i'm sure it is not yeah. even one of the biggest issues and it's my favorite and least favorite thing to hear in the planet is put this in a corking cage and we'll pay 20 bucks for it and, and the reason that I love that is obviously because it's 20 bucks a pop. The reason I don't like that, it, it goes back to everyone wants to start a brewery. Yeah. Everyone wants to put beer in bottles. Uh, when you're spending 15 bucks a case yeah. for just glass. Yeah. I understand. And, and then you're spending 20 hours to get that in bottles. Uh, you know, again, I don't pay Sean enough to have him work 100 <laughs> hours a week, even though no he kidding, does sometimes. Right? Well, there's, uh, the, there's the New Belgium method. I mean, they're doing the Lips of Faith series yeah. in a 22-ounce crowned bottle. They also brew more in a week than we will no, no. ever. No, I understand. I understand that. <laughs> but but they're doing the cheaper packaging, right? It's a 22-ounce uh, a glass yeah, bottle with a so crown on it. A beer like this, uh, I like to be sprightly, you know, fairly effervescent. Mm. If we get in that bottle and it's fairly effervescent and someone decides to keep it on their countertop for five years and okay. it explodes i don't want to pay for that lawsuit. i understand okay it might blow yeah, so i mean the, the so you've got to do a, at least a champagne type of a yeah. bottle the the thick glass is really functional not just appearance so right now it, you're a little bit prohibited mm. by the capital it would take to to put this yeah. to market the you way know, you, you want to you have to prioritize and unfortunately despite the fact that we have a lot of beers that i would love to put in 750s especially with our you know house strain of brett that we use a lot yeah uh we really need a bigger brew house. You know, when Sean and I were brewing 15 times in a week, right. there were just two of us. It doesn't matter how much you like brewing. Quadruple <laughs> batches kind of suck. Yeah. What if Tasty buys in for another $60,000? Yeah. Uh, he has it. Ma- sure. Make it 100 and we've got a deal. Yeah, I'll put in a bottling like when I for 60000 There you go. <laughs> right. I don't want to run that shit. I'll buy some bottles. <laughs> right. Here's the reason we hire people to bottle our beer. Yeah, right. Don't worry. He'll just go to the local bars and talk to the bartenders and be like, just come bottle for me. Be yeah. fine. And they'll do it. 
He's well, like the Pied Piper of bartenders. And, and I don't mean for this to be a discouraging topic. I actually mean to say these are really uh, high-class beers that are wonderful, and I, I would love to see them on the shelves, and I think uh, I hope you guys get to do it one day because people yeah, are going to buy be. the shit out of them. They will be. You know? uh, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're going to be bottling our Valet Blanche, which we regrettably didn't bring because I think we all forgot about it. But it's a, oh, we have a series of sour wits fermented with our Brett F, which is basically harvested from... Uh, Corvallis yellow plums. We call it Brett F. It's our it's our Britannomyces strain that uh, Dave isolated off of Corvallis wild plums. Brett F is Brett Britannomyces flat tail. Whoa. Okay, it's, it's flat as right. tailless. And Dave, you actually yes. took it off of the, some plums in yeah. the area. Well, so floated plums and wort, and then basically waited until I got active fermentation, then acid washed the uh, yeast sediment. Yeah, and then uh, we're we're on our seventh or eighth generation of the original blend off of the plums, but we also had Y yeast isolate the Brett strain out of there. There were twenty three different yeasts and bacteria, okay, in the wow. original blend, and they isolated one strain of Brett. Uh, we we do have a beer that's fermented one hundred percent with Brett F, but it's still bottle conditioning, very young. It's a little ropey, we, I would say. Well, did, I'm, I'm sorry, Grandma it, Mary, but, but uh, Sean's not the only brain in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is I think this is the beer that you guys left the half a uh, like oh a Scotty keg with. Yeah, us. that I had brought in a couple growlers. Put oh, a bird yeah. on wit. That's yeah. the original yeah. blend. That's not the okay. isolated Brett oh, strain. Okay. That's the whole blend. Okay, so we've had that beer white before. pepper. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm yeah, oh, no, sorry no, about no. that. Not, yeah. I was just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> then, in fact, that. I meant to cut you off. Yep. <laughs> so the isolated strain, is that inherently slow or is it just where it is right now? Uh, was mm, the 23 so, herbs and spices we, better than the one herb? We, we've done a couple mm. batches with Brett F. now, and uh, it, it's a mind fuck, to say the least. Uh, we, we've gotten positive results every time, but they've been completely different. And one, one of the, I guess, most entertaining qualities of Brett F., is that it's been different every time, and not just every time, but throughout fermentation. Uh, well, and, the, and it's a yeast that performs differently with every different batch. So, so it mm-hmm. performs very differently with high, you know, high starting gravity, mm-hmm. and pH very pH. different with so we, you know, like uh, cool ship style right. pitches, and it, it's just a, it's a very crazy. Yeah, kind of bug. When we with. so I, I I brewed two proposal beers, flat tail yes and no, and uh, for his poor fiance. I know. I feel <laughs> so sorry girl. for. Her. Really, I don't know. I mean, she has to have been drunk for like the past Wait, did five you, years. Did you brew them like bef- like before you knew if she was going to say yes or no? Yeah. So the idea. I love this idea. Uh-huh, the yeah. idea was that I was going and, to present both bottles, uh, and then I forgot <laughs> to bring them. Everyone else is. <laughs> you went through the whole thing. Yeah. What uh, an I mean, like, literally spent like three thousand dollars on labels and glass. What a douchebag! Uh, the best part is, as we're driving up to this romantic mountain scene, <laughs> uh, she gets stung, stung by a yellow jacket three times oh, in my truck shit. as she's blindfolded and carsick on the way to Mary's Peak. Uh, you still went through with it. You didn't. You oh didn't. yeah. No, I gotta fucking own that. Yeah. Shit, like, you know, it's like uh, Dave. Listen, there's a timing thing, and uh-huh. you know, it, it was all against you. You're like, fuck that. Yeah, well, when we pulled over and you she started sick you know, ass on this ledge. swelling up, uh, I, I kind of, <laughs> hey, do we need to, you know, go home? And she, she was a trooper. She, wow. she stuck through it. And then we got to the peak, and she didn't quite puke. Because she was like, listen, it's now or never. This asshole hasn't asked me in years. Get over with Yeah, it, it was long overdue. I'm seriously never doing even close to that good, let alone better. So so let, let's go back to the original intent, because uh-huh. at least that's a good story. On that one. 
you had you wanted to brew a beer, a yes and a no, right. and so, you would put both in front of her, yeah, and then ask her to marry you, and uh-huh. she would break the and other one what? over your she head. Would, she would <laughs> you know, answer you. She would grab the beer. There you go. Pick the beer. Uh, unfortunately, again, I, I forgot the beer. Uh, I did remember the ring. Uh, I, I put it on the wrong finger, unfortunately. <laughs> She's like, what he else did. can you fail at today? Yeah. True story, he actually texted me like, hey, is it right hand or left hand? Yeah, it was a mass text to everyone. Why is she giving me the finger? finger? Oh, Lord. The, the best part is Ian and Jason. You just Sam on the shittiest proposal ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still me, got a yes, motherfucker. That is a big deal, surpassing Sam. Uh-huh. Yeah, he must wow. have done a big time. Yeah. Dave. And so, uh, what did you do? You, you just told her the story later about the yes and the no beer? Yeah, I had the labels in the car. <laughs> Man. What a, uh, I would have felt. I would have felt. If I were you, Not I would have been like. actual bottles. Be, it would have been a bittersweet yes, because she said yes, obviously, but I would have been like, fuck, I did all that shit. Yeah, it and- got better when I had this just amazing bottle of wine, and we hiked. <laughs> I had a sprained ankle at the time. And you put her to bed because she and was we- swollen, and you went out with somebody else? Not quite. <laughs> I forgot the corkscrew. So it was me? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. It gets better and better, doesn't it? <laughs> And what? she still said yes. This is why I'm marrying this girl. Were you girl. wearing I mean, pants? What did you do right now? So I, I had a sweaty tank top and uh, work <laughs> pants on. Beaver, meet your second husband. Hi, yeah. Right. If hey. it is. Holla. She's really attracted to Don't be surprised if to... no one ever calls you again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to Anyone. think it was because like I had a job and stuff, but she now no. officially nets more than I gross. So, so she's <laughs> wow. So she's exactly like yeah, Beaver. So uh-huh. we are ex- she's yeah. she's extremely attracted to dudes thirty who, pounds after who underachieved we started, uh, dating. So I mean, stop looking so hard at Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. If Beaver was asked at fourteen what she wanted in life, she would said a really extremely underachiever. <laughs> And, I can do that. And, I mean, <laughs> and a proposal that involved roadkill. Yeah, I mean, he can burn water. That's what I. That's, that's, that's the man for me. Yeah, if I could picture him doing anything, it would be failing at everything. <laughs> Bingo! I yeah. hope to one day marry a guitar teacher. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of play the banjo, kind of. <laughs> well, I know a guitar teacher for you. Right. <laughs> Schumann. <laughs> yeah, he needs the money. I'm raising his rent. I have a couple of questions from the chat. They they might have been here for a while because they're a little random, but we'll ask them anyway. Um, have you guys used flaked maize instead of unmalted wheat? We have. And uh, do you like? Instead of unmalted wheat? That's what it says. Two instead of unmalted wheat. Are they? Super high protein out of the unmalted wheat versus... Super fermentable, uh, low flavor content out of the uh, out of the flaked maize. I don't so it wouldn't be an either or situation. Yeah, no. I mean, you'd use flaked maize to boost your gravity and dry the beer out. You you'd le- use unmalted wheat to get better head retention, better body, a little bit of spicy flavor. They're totally different. Okay, good enough. And does Flat Tail use brewing software? We just talked about. Uh, we beers do not. Before. We use kind of clipboards and, and math. Hey, yeah, we have what big do you white think horse. we should brew today? <laughs> yeah. But you got to calculate some stuff. I know that that's the recipe thing, but well, the the only way we calculate, you know, we we look at old recipes, okay. and we say, you know, we we want to brew this new beer, and we want it to be, you know, approximately this OG, and we do work in specific gravity, just you know, because we started as homebrewers and we speak 
homebrew much more than we speak. You know, I mean, you don't use clay yeah, So no, so you don't. So none of these things run through ProMash or anything else. Oh no, well, oh, no. we don't usually use. Well, we don't ever use software. Yeah, usually, you can barely work the internet. Come on. Okay, that's fair. Those internets. Yeah. And things. Love you, Mary. I just drank your. Uh, Seriously low budget series pumpkin saison. That's one of Sean's, so he can tell you about that. That's a great it's a good. Beer. This is probably the best pumpkin beer I've ever had because yeah. it's, yeah, well, it's not you. very pumpkiny. Don't no, boost really his ego pumpkin. too much. It's got a little a little more. little pumpkin flavor. Uh, earthiness the, is the, all. The, yeah. Not much spiciness either, right? The the thing about pumpkin beers, and I'll, I'll get away from the the pro mash thing, but glad someone else uh, is going to rant. <laughs> the thing about pumpkin beers. A, a pumpkin's just a goddamn squash. Yeah, like, right. It really doesn't have any flavor. If you've ever just cooked oh. a pumpkin and tasted it, the flavor it, it does have isn't that great. So you're no. saying that really, even, uh, it's, it's an off flavor in beer. Like, is actually people always you know say uh-huh. like, oh, this has a lot of pumpkin flavor. This doesn't have a lot of pumpkin <laughs> flavor. Just nutmeg. You know, blah blah. Yeah, exactly. It's all spice. What are, are you? What are you looking for? Are you looking for pumpkin pie? Because pumpkin pie tastes like nutmeg. Right. Yeah. Pumpkin pie tastes like cinnamon. Yeah, and at Flat Tail, we say fuck nutmeg. And I honestly hate nutmeg. Okay. I, I despise it. I, I will not drink or ever in my brewing career make a nutmeg. So your this pumpkin saison doesn't have any of those wow. things? Uh, cinnamon, clove, and... It has all of them but nutmeg. <laughs> and the sa- <laughs> and, and, a, and a, a strong saison character. The, the yeast yeah. stands yeah, out. Yeah, so that's a saison once, like a... Like a Saison Dupont strain. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Wait, fermented, too. fermented. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a blend of Saison Dupont and uh, Belgian wit. Okay, hmm. I love it. All right, yeah, it's it, much more of a Saison than pumpkin beer. We're sure. running yeah. out of time, and we still haven't even talked about our session beer. I yeah. thought I had poured myself that oh, because uh, it was labeled that way. But yeah. let's take a break and Sorry. pour ourselves this Brett session beer so we can learn uh, a little bit about Brett beer from the Flat Tail guys. Uh, we want to learn as much as we can while you're here and before we all get too drunk to learn anything. So hang in there. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit of Brett. 888-401-BEER or hit the chat button. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Where can you still find 795 Nationwide Shipping, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, and all of the stuff to brew for less? Homebrew Stuff. (laughs) Isn't the homebrew stuff a sexual maneuver? Homebrew Stuff is the largest homebrew supplier in the Northwest and can be found in Garden City, Idaho, and online at homebrewstuff.com. Equipment and ingredients for brewing beer and wine, soda and liquors, books, instructional DVDs, beginner kits, and a great selection of grain and hops. Homebrew Stuff also has dozens of free videos online to help make brewing easier. Visit homebrewstuff.com now for the best prices with their match or beat guarantee. BN Army members can take 10% off their first order with the coupon code BNARMY. Kegs, regulators, faucets, towers, carboys, conicals, barrels, you name it. Get your homebrew stuff for less at homebrewstuff.com. Homebrew stuff, (laughs) not a sexual maneuver. Just the best prices and great service on all the stuff you need. Homebrewstuff.com. That's it. I've had it! I am never putting hops 
in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states. Plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the Uber Special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My father, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha acid. <laughs> yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! Wickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Blickman, with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. BN Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's, Nottingham, and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeve shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com.
888-401-BEER. This is the session. me your 100 grain amber recipe and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Uh, I hate it when I screw up the brakes. I thought we'd get another couple minutes out of that to be lazy. But instead, we're back in the studio right now drinking a little more beer. And I've now uh. poured our official session beer, J.P. Fap, uh, which is a... <laughs> Why is it J.P. JP Fap again? Uh, J.P.'s a fucking asshole Brett beer. What did I do? I did something wrong, didn't I? I just... It's it's an easy joke to make. Oh. And, you were born. Uh, it was, <laughs> I was born. <laughs> and I, I went And I went for it. I was lazy at the beginning of the show, and I went for the... <laughs> I went for the easy joke that was uh, JP's an asshole, a fucking asshole, Brett Beer. Well, I love it. I love it. I just wish. Um, wow, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Goddamn right you do. You know, I really like it too. I'm trying to put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Can't put my finger on it. It actually has the flavor of a Belgian Golden Strong. I, I think I get um, a little Belgian. A little bit. I don't get the perceived dryness. Right. No, it's like missing a little dryness, but it, yeah, but it I is. get the Belgian candy sugar. Mm-hmm. Is there candy sugar? No, not even a little bit. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, you might be mistaking Simpsons Golden Naked Oats. They have a real spicy, uh, mm-hmm. I get like honey granola kind of character. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, I can see with like brown sugar or brown Belgian candy syrup. Okay. Yeah, because it, it has kind of a, of a sweetness to it, um, but it, there's also an alcohol sweetness to it. Is it a strong beer? Sean? Uh, not particularly. It's... Five and a half percent, ten fifty-five. Right. Then it's just the sweetness from that yeah. from that malt. And it actually finishes at ten oh eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really, it's down there. Uh-huh. Cool. And you told me That's before the show, Dave, too, that it's the Brett hasn't really taken hold yet. No, not at all. So I, when you use Brett as a primary, the yeast isn't stressed out. A lot of those big phenolic spicy characters and even the acidity too you get out of Brett are because. You use it traditionally as a finishing yeast, so it's stressed out. When you throw a new yeast into a finished beer, think about it. You've got you know tons of osmotic pressure. You've got alcohol. You've got everything working against that yeast. So it's going to spit out those traditional Brett flavors. When you give it nutrients, great temperature, and fresh wort to ferment. And temperature to rise. Yeah, and free rising is a, is a big deal. And we do that with a lot of uh, ferments, whether it's a Belgian yeast or, you know, every beer we brew free rises at least two degrees. Okay. To allow that yeast to, you know, in essence, do what it wants to do. Yeah. But it's even more important with Brett. M- meaning that you, you pitch it at, let's say you, you want to uh, uh, ferment typically... at 66, you, you're going to pitch at 64? So, right. for example, if, if we're doing something uh, like Saison Dupont, like what we use in the pumpkin Saison is the best example because it's the most temperature dependent. And even on this show, I hear constantly about people working with that strain and they get beers that finish sweet. Yeah. It's not because you didn't ferment hot enough. It's because you cooled it. So start, you can even start as low as 55 or 58 and just let it go where it wants to go. Keep your ambient temperature in the mid range, you know, in the 60, 65 range. Just don't chill it. 
Right. Yeah, we'll put it in I an see. open tank, and it'll start at 58. It'll end at 87. Oh. And that's fine, but you don't want to start at 87. You know, during your uh, log phase with the yeast, that's when you're going to get your high alcohols. You're going to get your massive ester phenol profile. So keep that on the cold end. So while it's growing and producing all of those big, spicy, estery flavors and also high alcohol, it's cold. It's not going to produce as much. But let it finish high so it attenuates. Okay. If you crash Saison DuPont yeast, it's done. And it's never coming back. I see. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, I'm not sure you finished your point here. You were saying that the putting the, the bread into the low-stress environment, which is where there's plenty of sugars mm-hmm. and all the things it needs, uh, it kind of doesn't put, it, put out much bread flavor. Yeah. Uh, for example, Brett C. ends up tasting like a semi-tropical saison strain. Mm-hmm. Brett B., to me, uh, I, I would say mm-hmm. ropey or slightly leathery uh, as you kind of go up the Brett C. B. L. You know, gradient. Uh, but, again, it... You know, the maltiness comes out more than the yeast does in this beer. And yep. over time, as that yeast gets more stressed out and has a time, as it has time to slowly work, you're going to get more acidity, more of those traditional Brett flavors. But to me, I get just, you know, hints of sandalwood, exactly. uh, spiciness, cedar. Uh, and especially, again, as you go up the gradient, Brett C to me, very fruity. Pineapple, yep. pie cherry. Brett B, you get just hints of that sandalwood, cedar. And then Brett L it is like licking a cedar plank hmm. when you use it as a primary. You get just massive woodiness, spiciness, but again, not acidity. Uh, one of the beers that I wanted to bring but we didn't get a chance to is 100% Brett L fermented Vienna-based pale that was fermented in barrel. And uh, we hopped the crap cool. out of it with West Coast uh, Palisade. Hmm. Kind of as a... Uh, beer not necessarily uh, actually not even close to a copy of but uh, based on what we love about Orval and also this amazing beer made by a great tiny brewery out of Portland uh, the Commons uh, they did a Brett L fermented beer which which really got me going on this one Okay, and you know the hoppy plus the Brett as a primary strain is just fantastic but it's not sour it's not crazy it's, it doesn't even come across as a wild beer is this one 100% Brett? Yes, 100% Brett B. Yeah. So you got your fer- you, you really got fermentation out of it because it's an attenuated beer, oh, but you didn't get the character we're used to, and you're saying it's because it was a pretty happy, healthy environment. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. If you condition with a Saison strain or a, a lager strain, you're not going to get the same character you would if you did primary with it. Yeah. It's the same with Brett, but even more pronounced. Okay. So if you set this on the shelf now... In a bottle or, or which other, is, which other is vessel. Which we're going to do. We're, then what happens with the bread? We actually have... Great question. We have four kegs that we're going to probably set out in the warm in our uh, maturation room <clears throat> that we're going to see where it goes. Um, it's going to develop some lactic acid. It's okay. going to you yeah. know sour out a little bit. The hop character is going to fade, uh, which you know does with every every beer that you just set out. And we're going to see what happens. And okay. It, it could turn out to be a fantastic sour by next year. Interesting. It will turn out to be a fantastic it's sour. It's new to me that that a beer that is 100% Brett could just have some Saison characteristics to it. Yeah, this we, is very new to me. I, I've had 100% Brett beers before, and I always know that they're Brett. If you mm-hmm. gave this to me and said, tell me what kind of yeast I used, 
I would never say Brett. Right. Well, it, you know. it, it has so much to do with just being easy on the yeast. Brett, okay. like Saison yeast, does not want to be fucked with. Interesting. It's, but it, it, but it'll still ferment. Yeah, it's and, the, and the Snoop Dogg of yeast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the fun part about this yeast, the, uh, the, the way we pitched it, we didn't actually order a seven-barrel pitch. Oh, yeah. We, uh, so when we brewed it, we pumped about five gallons of it into a carboy, just a home brewer style carboy and okay. pitched about what like five five white labs vials of brett b i and see five white labs cool yeah in a and, carboy with our house pale was the starter and we waited what like 12 a, hours no oh, yeah this one sat for a while this one was like a week so you did a you did a starter yeah, yeah a absolutely. professional size starter yeah, in so a home brew carboy uh-huh. yep. we went to uh joel ray over at uh corvallis brewing supply bought a couple of, you know, a handful of vials of yeast. Nice. And propped it up ourselves in a carboy and just pitched it into our open tank. Okay. By, by the way, I'd just like to take a moment to say that it works fantastically with Brett. Please don't ever do that with, like, lager yeast or cold <laughs> yeast. Or <laughs> no, no, no. Grow it up yourself, you mean? Well, you can grow it up yourself, but not that drastic <clears throat> of a volume. Okay. Yeah, Brett likes to be underpitched. I and that, that's another big variant is if you pitch a ton of Brett, the more you pitch, the less Brett character you're going to get. Okay. So we, we did under pitch wanting to get some Brett character out of that. Again, it's not, you know, it's Stressing not like, out the yeast really brings out its yeah. character or... But yeah, it, it's out. not like 1056 <laughs> where you stress it out and you get off flavors and then it doesn't attenuate. You stress it out, you get different flavors and it still attenuates. Brett will always attenuate given the appropriate amount of time i'm surprised to hear you say would even even though it was a, a homebrew size with that uh, that many vials four or five in a carboy that you still only went a day uh, you know 12 well, hours no, it, it, it was not 12 hours it oh. was like a week oh okay, oh, okay. Yeah. all right that's that's because that surprised the shit out because i'm thinking yeah it, yeah, it Brett, seems like yeah. you just woke it up although it Honestly, if we had just stuck the five vials in the tank, it probably would have fermented eventually. Oh, yeah? I don't think we would have been right. able to do it in four weeks. Yeah, yeah. But so what did the five-gallon carboy do for you? Did it do re- replication or just get them going? It just get it going. You know, we're, we Even wanted, in a week? Yeah. You know, when, okay. when we got our final recipe from uh, you know, me talking with JP and Nate, uh, we had basically 28 days to get this beer ready. Yeah. So we weren't about to... You know, under pitch the hell out of it you yeah. know, a little bit to get that Brett character, but we didn't want to have a ten forty finishing beer. Right, so we're going to give it a jump here. start. Yeah. yeah. Well, so let me just exp- explain that real quick, j- just so he's talking about so everybody knows, and also to give props to to Flattail because no one's ever done it for us before. Uh, we we wanted these guys to come down to the show, and we wanted to talk about Brett beer, and um, uh, they said, "Well, how about we brew one for you guys? Like, we'll brew a beer just for the show." And, of course, we said, well, I guess if that's, I mean, if you think that's cool. (laughs) I mean, you know. And meanwhile, behind the scenes, we're going, holy shit, this is amazing. We high-fived. This is really awesome. You guys, uh, they actually brewed this beer specifically to come down to the show. And then, of course, as as Dave is saying, in BN style, we gave them 28 days to do it. And so, uh, come up with the recipe, (laughs) brew the beer, get your ass down here. By the way, we want to test, we want to taste Brett in it when you get here in 28 days and all these things. So, uh, so that's kind of the backstory. And I want to talk about, you know, Nate and JP bouncing stories too, uh, or input. But I wanted to give you guys props and, and thank you for thank doing you it. Because yeah, really, sure. yeah, no one's ever done that. Very that's, cool. Well, hey, we had a hell of a time. True. And again, that's kind of our thing is, you know, 
uh, the reason I can get away with paying Sean so little yeah. is that... No kidding. Yeah, seriously. He's just uh, throwing it in your face, Sean. I know. Well, I have to. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a hat. Uh, That's uh-huh. what I do to JP. I give him a hat every week. <laughs> there you go. Do you want a hat, Sean? Sean I has enough love hats. Hat. I'm going to give yeah. Sean a hat. I have 89 hats, hats, by the way, Sean. You yeah. take too many hats. I tried to send it to PG&E once. They rejected it. <laughs> yeah. I just keep giving it. Hey, JP, we got a new style hat in. Here you go. Great. No idea how much I provide a mortgage. You'll love it. Like, hey, buddy, you want a shirt? Yeah. Oh, oh, you want a paycheck? No. How about a shirt? So we. It's, it's we, like I'm your Labrador. Like <laughs> I don't give rowdy shirts. Uh, Dave and I don't admit that, but yes, it is like you're our Labrador. Yes. Here you go, friend. Here you go. Just in the level with who, who which wants we a new respect hat? you. Yeah. Well, who, who wants it? Who wants a, a new hat? We hey, could bowl do you want to brew a pumpkin, Saison? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Work for free, asshole. <laughs> so, but here's the other cool part. Not only did Flattail agree to, to do a beer, but they actually started throwing ideas at us and they said right. so here's what we're thinking and and then uh most of the bn ignored them except for uh, <laughs> except for jp and nathan well you know and and more well, props to nate because he actually i, I was mm-hmm. going like oh well yeah you could do maybe some cool ingredient like a like some sort of berry yeah totally forgot to put gooseberries cucumber in, by the way. or some shit and he, yeah. and then they're like yeah well you know we, i guess we can do another cucumber beer. i'm like i don't know i mean maybe something nate's like well how about 50 percent weed and then i'll yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, so it basically yeah. gave me a recipe. So yeah. what did you like, do? Oh, that you jumped good. right in there. And- yeah, this idea of 100% bread beer, I thought was really cool, and it was really, really nice of uh, of Dave to, you know, offer to brew a beer and and to do something experimental like that. I thought it was, you know, a great opportunity to try yeah. these things. I've never done 100% bread beer, so it's kind of cool to think about a base recipe that would do it. I mean, we did things like a little bit of acidulated malt based on some of the things that Chad had talked about on the Crooked Staves show that you want the wart pH to be a little bit lower when you pitch Brett to give Brett, allow it to do its thing and produce some acidity and things like that. So I thought it would be kind of interesting to actually try that and see if, and see what we get. Uh, So you thought about the pH in your, in your malt bill, of course, to to figure out what it, to keep it low. Exactly. Well, maybe a little bit lower than normal since the first time we'd ever brewed this, you know, we, it was a little bit of guesswork, but tried not to go too aggressive in any direction, but that was one of the reasons why we picked a somewhat unusual ingredient like acidulated malt. So we well, we actually use acidulated in every beer we brew. Cool. Uh, yeah. uh, with the exception of dark beers, which we're correcting uh, the pH of the mash in the opposite direction by using calcium carbonate. We've uh, talked about it before, but what is acidulated malt? So acidulated malt is malt that's been treated with lactobacillus. Okay. And uh, you allow that lactobacillus to grow and reduce the pH of the malt, and then you kill it, thus killing the lacto, even though really there's lacto in all malt. I see. Uh, so, but it's incredibly concentrated. So it's more expensive than using, uh, like the big guys will use phosphoric acid, and that'll correct the pH of their water used. And, and to they use beer. that for both their mashing yeah, and water sparge. and their sparge water. Oh, I see. So we'll use acidulated malt because, frankly, we're not going to make money no matter what the fuck we do. Okay. So we may as well use the expensive good stuff. So in this beer, what percentage... Acidulated. It was a real small. I think it was one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Real small amount. So just you guys probably even use more than that normally. Yeah. Right? About the same as we'd use in like our IPA. Okay. Uh, given that hops will actually reduce the pH slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and its our, sole purpose is to reduce the pH. Yes. Yes. Okay. It doesn't well, add flavor. Oh, or well, color. Or, it'll well, it'll increase y- well, your efficiency. Flavor enhancer. It'll lower uh, well, color the, contribution. The reason you okay. would lower your pH is so that the you know amylase enzyme that's naturally present in 
malted barley, malted wheat is, you know, more active. Okay. So, you know, at an optimal pH, you know, it, you're going to get a higher attenuated beer. I see. Right. Less okay. color contribution as well, which is important in beer. Like our Kulsch, we're, we're trying to keep that color down, uh, especially with like wit beers. We want a uh, uh, acidic mash. Uh, we do a 60-minute boil instead of a 90, which is kind of our stock boil time. Okay. In order to give that white color, and uh, the acidic mash really helps keep color down. I see. So pH is really, it, it affects a lot of things that you're you're trying to manipulate per you're, style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your mash pH really affects your beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then something like the bourbon porter that we have in a growler mm-hmm. over there, uh, we'll, we'll use a ton of calcium carbonate. We also use de-husked carafa. Uh, there's no husked roasted malt in that beer. And, and that's to do the exact opposite thing, get that smooth, uh, you know, just balanced malty character. I know I said smooth. I hate myself for Yeah, it. that's okay. Uh, smooth. It's so drinkable. So smooth. <laughs> I so oh got God. Uh, The Vortex so growler really brings it out. Of course, it be Colin. So uh, give me your glass. Uh, although the, the <laughs> triple filtering is what, you know, balances it more than anything. Well, let, let, <laughs> let's stick with uh, JP Fab. Uh, uh, <laughs> what what's the rest of the malt bill? Uh, Acidulated yeah, is all we've got. Golden on you. Golden yeah. is ten pounds. Simpsons golden naked oats. Yes. Ten pounds rolled oats. Yes. Two seventy five Ironman Vienna. Yes. One ten crisp pale. And three pounds acidulated. Yes. What's the yeah. difference between rolled oats and golden naked oats Big in terms time. of flavor? So rolled oats tend to give very little flavor contribution until they're used in excess. Uh, I get kind of a rubbery uh, flavor out of rolled oats when they're used above 10 to 15%. So what do they add then? Mouthfeel. Okay. So they're they're totally fermentable, but you get perceived mouthfeel. It's kind of a silky texture to the beer. So even though this beer ended at a very low gravity, you get a bunch of perceived mouthfeel from the oats. And then also we uh, basically attempted to put starch into the fermenter. So whereas 1056, you know, West Coast Ale Yeast will not ferment starch, Brett will. So when you give Brett starch, you're going to end with long chain dextrins. Okay. Uh, So it's not going to be a starchy end product, but you'll be left with, you know, when you start with caramel malt with 1056, you end with long chain dextrin caramel malt i understand if you start with you know carahel or c15 with brett you're going to end with simple sugars oh i see so it actually does break them down yeah yeah that's why we're going to age a few kegs over the course of a year or so okay to you know develop that acidity to you know encourage the brett to grow so the rolled oats added that starch you're talking about right so we added them in the grant or okay. you know hop back basically as soon as the wort in the kettle reached 190 so it's going to instantly denature any enzymes converting starch to uh shorter chain dextrins uh we added oats to the grant okay and so immediately pumped over to the kettle you're getting starch in your fermenter okay and we, then uh, we did. Did you have a question about the rolled oats tasty no Is about it, the roll what's this not you from the kettle you're Topping with oats? So the, the grant has the oats in mashed on to grant to pump to kettle. And as soon as the kettle is about three quarters of the way full, right. we'll add oats to the grant. So we're getting hot wort flowing over the oats into the kettle, okay. but there's no time for it to convert because it's going directly into a 190 degree. Right. All right. So could we like, as a homer, could we like top 
top with the oats or something? So you, top mashing isn't really effective because by the time it gets to the bottom of the mash, it will have it's converted. converted. So, so it's just like the the BN system that you guys Steep have. It. It's a you know the horizontal three yeah vessel right. system. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so we have a you know a mash shun that sits to the left and a kettle that sits to the right, a grant below, and we pump it over. So so as a home so, brewer, if you were trying to get that you know starch to give the bread something to chew mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. take a bag of oats and as soon as your wort in the kettle is at one ninety, dunk the bag of oats in and I let see. it soak Got until it. it gets to a boil. Oh, okay. So this grant is just an intermediary. Yeah, vessel. They have a right. grant, they use a grant. It, it's right. a way to get the oat okay. starch into the wort without converting it. Right, and, and that's just and, the rolled oats. And, and we wanted the starch okay. in there just for you know for body purposes. Yeah, something okay. for it to chew on. Other, otherwise, our Brett beer would just be watery. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, it, it would, you know, it would go to one point zero zero zero. Okay. Or lower. Then or what's lower. the yeah. deal with the and uh, correct me for uh, golden promise naked oats? Is that golden naked oats? Golden naked oats. Golden naked oats. Add that, like almost like like granola, yeah. like. Like it, honey it tastes granola. like a honey granola bar. To Are me. they like a normal fermentable, like a so two row? They're not rolled. They're not malted. They're basically raw oats. Yeah, they're they're the C fifteen of oats, uh, but okay. they're not they're not caramelized like caramel malt. Right. They're they're. What do they add? So protein, just like raw protein and starch, basically. Yeah. Right. Is what so you're it's like golden them. naked yeah. oats. They call them naked because there's nothing done to them. It's like you harvest the oats and you put them in a fucking bag. Oh, I see. So we're call them virgin rolled. oats. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not virgin after we get done. They're, they're not virgin. They're naked and they were in flat tails. So. Yeah. yeah. And they all need naked. They all need spankings. But I guess what I'm getting at. It, let me let me do this. What percentage of the malt are these naked oats? So ten pounds rolled and ten pounds golden naked, and we had over a very small. It's like a half a percent. Yeah. Okay, a very tiny percent. So you're not really getting fermentables out of these either. You're just pulling some just, flavor, just flavor mm. contribution. Okay, yeah. all right. Oh, absolutely. And also not necessarily gravity either. You're not leaving like some long chain sugars with these naked oats. It's just, just it's literally for, just like steeping grains, mm-hmm. like you said. It's yeah. steeping. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, but we get that starch with the rolled oats. The the right, golden naked the, goes in with the mash, so it's fully converted. Got it. But okay. the you know the the whole goal of the rolled oats is to leave unconverted long chain uh, carbohydrates for the bread to chew on and reduce, but not to simple sugar. I will tell you that the complex kind of sweetness of this beer, you know, where I I started with with a Belgian golden strong, mm-hmm. and then we've started to correct it from there. <laughs> It's starting to make sense because it is yeah. more of a complex sweetness. Mm-hmm. I for I said Belgian golden strong, and then I said maybe there's some Belgian candy sugar in there, and of course there's not. Not, not but a huge all of this stuff ale, is though. starting to make sense to me because there's a lot of different sugar flavors yeah, in this absolutely. in mm. this beer. I could see brown sugar totally. Yeah, I mean, you know that's. But at the same the time, oats. it's dr- it's a dry sugar flavor. Well, it's not cloying. Yeah. I think people confuse sweetness with cloying sweetness. Yeah, yeah. You can have a beer that finishes at 10.20 and it's not cloying. And you can have a beer that finishes at 10.12 and it is. It's the quality of sugars that are left in the beer. Right. Right. So if you finish at 10.12, but all of that residual sugar is long-chain dextrin, it's not going to taste sweet. It's going to taste full-bodied. If you finish at 10.08, but all of the sugar left in that beer is super simple sugar, it's going to taste sweet. I see. And that's where you can have a beer, 
uh, that is technically dry but still tastes sweet. And, okay. And we find that a lot, you know, when, especially when homebrewers bring in like Belgian styles. Yeah. That are not attenuated completely, but they use a fuck ton of sugar. Yeah. Wait, guess what? If what? you don't, yeah, I know homebrewers are doing something wrong. But it's also oh. why I think sometimes I, I will go, oh, there's some alcohol sweetness in there. Mm-hmm. Where, but yeah. this beer is not alcohol sweetness. No. It's no. just, it's a lot of body. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So back to Nate then. Yeah. You yeah. designed this, this, malt bill that we've now discussed right for the bread for the bread exactly and i thought it was an interesting opportunity to not use something that may be more expected with bread like pilsner malt yeah and use malts like vienna and uh maris otter type of malt that malts that have character some melanoid in production some biscuit type qualities to them to give the beer some something interesting to stand on as well as i mean the, the brett t- t- ended up doing something i didn't even expect it ended up adding these aromatics more than anything else mm. i mean it tastes like a straight like the taste on aromatics yeah exactly these these like sandalwood i thought was a great mm. descriptor that's it almost has like a cedar or sandalwood type of aroma yeah and that was one of the biggest contributions from the brett at this stage yeah absolutely. but longer term it would be really cool to see six months nine months a year from now what that's like our black what it reduces, right? Having us back on the show, <laughs> we black male. Share it. Terrence until... just left. Oh, <laughs> boo! No, it's uh, different. It's... Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopping was kept intentionally low and simple mm-hmm. too. I mean, I believe yeah. it was Tetanang. Well, and German Tetanager yeah. is one of, if not my absolute favorite hop, because it just blends so well with everything. Mm-hmm. You, you can make an IPA with Tets, and it, it's spicy and fruity and wonderful. But it makes an excellent back layer. And that's what this beer was about, was all of these different flavors that are, are bold when used in abundance, but make just awesome backbone malts for this yeast to do what it's going to do. See, this is what I mean when I say that the guys are like, they're like retro, old school, new school. Yeah. Because he's like, Tetanang. I'll take Tetanang. I'll use it for everything. That's such an old school uh, hop, but you're using it in a new new school method. Well, and again, you can use the same ingredient and come up with so many different results. Yeah. You know, we... When we're doing step boils, we're also doing things like mash hopping and uh, things that I, I don't care how many times people tell me scientifically it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The love and hop and squeezing that we drank today and that we dropped off the last time that we were down, that that's the same batch. I see. That's an eight-month-old rye pale ale. Yeah. That beer should not taste as hoppy and fresh as it does. Unless hop. But it does because of the mash hopping. Mash hopping actually works. It, it's a it, it's less impact on the overall. You know, if you only do mash hopping, you're not going to get a double IPA aroma. But you will get an aroma and flavor that sticks around way longer than boil additions. And, and that's the fun thing about you know being in the industry and actually being a brewer is you know I I am in the college scene and I'm I'm in the brewing science program and. It's it's cool learning about all the, you know, the biochemistry things and the the theoretical aspect of everything. But working at Flat Tail, you know, I can't explain from a, you know, a chemical standpoint why our mash hopped, uh, you know, Centennial Pale from eight months ago is still carrying on with its, you know, in, you know a great aroma and a great know finishing hop quality yeah but it it definitely is the real-time lab is different mm-hmm. than what you're learning right. in the, class the yeah. empirical evidence oh, yeah. is yeah. a lot different than, than what sure. you than what you would you know get from 
you know, learning about it in a classroom. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, not to mention hot chicks come into the bar and you're in a fucking classroom full of dudes. Actually, the classroom <laughs> chicks are way hotter. Oh, is oh, that for, right? well, yeah, they're all... <laughs> it is the college. College yeah, the, new the college bio. chicks are way hotter than those that come into the, yeah. the bar. I, just thought I don't find any women other than my fiance attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> right. it. So, uh, what do you, me. so, so I got to get back to this mash shopping. You can't let that go. I mean, I'm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been the defender of mash shopping. There you go, Tasty. Uh, do way it. too long. Do not have. I have an ally here. I got to. <laughs> yeah. Get you to say what I want to say, and I can start naming the guys that say it's bullshit. But <laughs> oh, it's not. If they're, they on another, bullshit, they're on another. They're on another bulletin board. That, sh- that shall remain nameless. Do it alphabetically. Though. But I'm always being like chastised for like, oh, that mash up. Oh yeah, I've had that, that battle too. All right. Yeah. So, have you measured any? Do you guys ever do any like an lab analysis to see what the real the effect not, is? Not for IBUs, I, but I, sensory, I, you're getting it, right? Yes, absolutely. That's my experience. Like, and I, I, I uh, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, one of my biggest uh, pet peeves, other than the word pet peeves, is uh, people calling up. Yeah, no. Well, obviously, I employ you, so that's fine with me. <laughs> uh, is people calling up like how many IBUs are in your cucumber Berliner or vice? None. You're like, well, the we cucumber know. adds yeah. 0.5. Like, no, you're wrong. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I, I'm not, but that's cool. Uh, and yeah, IBUs, people hold on to numbers oh, that they can numbers. measure. Yeah, yeah, but that's not. I, I let's let's stick to the facts here, if we can. Mm-hmm. Just let's stick to the point because I know what Tasty's getting at, and I'm sorry to wrangle you guys in. Wrangle away. But mash hopping is this thing mm-hmm. where numerically and and brewing software wise or whatever right. else tells you. Yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah, However, it, people it, it like who, are, who are skilled like Tasty, skilled. and you're telling you that you you're telling us that you taste it too. Oh, absolutely. So, and, so talk to it. And just how it, much do you taste it? So, What's the difference? Uh, big time. Five so percent. The the biggest thing that I notice is not just uh, it, it obviously contributes to bitterness. That's the obvious part. You because do, okay. You're you're getting those alpha acids that are going through to the kettle and being isomerized. Okay. But beyond that, the the part that I can't back up with science is that the aroma longevity is the biggest so contribution. the bond is tighter, yes. you're saying. So, you know, I've heard people huh. say that, well, there's some kind of bond between the wort and the... Sugar uh, you, you know, aromatic qualities of the hops mm-hmm. that's getting yeah, stuck in there because of the low temperature. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but again, it, and from it a, works. From a and what's this magic about boiling temperature? I mean, that just happens to be a temperature that we bump up against. Who's to say that better things don't happen at, at lower, lower temperatures, temperatures right? Like because mm-hmm. temperatures. what research has been done below oh, 160 the, for hops. The only research Very that's low. been done, as far as I've learned in the classroom, is all about isomerization. Right, how to get the most bitterness out of how your to hops. Getting, yeah, the most efficiency, isomerization. Yeah, efficiency okay. stuff. Turns out if out we were after efficiency, we wouldn't have started flat tail. But Tasty right. makes a good point. Uh, why does it, it, we, we don't know that it all it, happens at 212. Why it, doesn't it right. happen at 152? It, so. it really doesn't make sense that, you know, you hops in your mash, sparge it over, and... Boil you, the fuck out of it. Boil, okay. yeah, you boil for 90 minutes. That should get all your volatiles off, but somehow it does hold on for us yeah. and you know it increases the longevity of our our, our aromatics in you know for example our love and hoppin yeah so that's the main difference you you guys are noticing with the mash hops is a longevity it, of that less initial impact than okay. like a late edition okay but it sticks with the beer longer uh, we also get longer overall shelf life we don't notice oxidation as quickly in beers that are mash hopped as beers that are not 
Tasty, I'm not sure I've heard you describe it that way. Is that your experience, too? Well, my experience is just my experience. I don't... No, no, but I'm curious if you have noticed a longevity thing, too. Or just uh, that it has an impact in No, the beers I mash up, they're all, like, you know, if they're clean, they last a long time. Okay. Of course they are. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, I'm not talking contamination. I'm talking more like, you know, that cardboard, (laughs) you know, oxygenation character tends to be lower when it's mashed up. Of course, all flat-tail beers last forever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just like all flat-tail staff. There's no drink-by dates on your Yeah, no, I'm going to die by the time I hit 35. (laughs) The beer, however, will far outlast Told you, that's why uh, his liver functions less than mine. Right. Uh All right, well, enough on the mash shopping. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you being on my side. Let me throw in a couple questions here from the chat room. Um, I'll cut you down as one. <laughs> Gotta have allies. Well, Vinny is. He lets me mash out my beer up at Russian River. Yeah. All right, here's here's people... one, uh, I think, based on uh, where we were just going a few minutes ago uh, with using the different malts to add different chains of sugars. Uh, Film Lab is in the chat, and he asks, uh, wouldn't using... Uh, dextrose be easier no because we're not dextrose is a more simple sugar than starch starch is a very long chain carbohydrate and again i'm gonna hand it over to college boy here well dextrose is a it's a two chain sugar it's a dual chain sugar that is actually as far as i know fermentable yeah it is by saccharose strains saccharomyces starch is not Starch okay. is much more complex than dextrose. Okay, so so again, um, the the goal if, is if you're if you're going for more body, you know, you need to, you know, for example, what we do is we mash a little higher uh, to you know, convert a little bit less of the amylose and amylopectin that's in uh, malted barley. Okay, so mash a little higher. And, you know, you maintain a lot of the, you know, higher, you know, the more the limit dextrins that are not fermentable by, you know, ale yeast. Okay. And Terrence, we're always looking for a little more body. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Terrence. Uh, Okay. Uh, But still, it's just another... uh, it doesn't sound like it's either or for you guys. Yeah, you know, Adding things like acidulated malt or, or, or the, the rolled oats, actually, is, I think, where this yeah. question came from, is just an alternative, not an either or. Well, so the, the oats and the acidulated malt are what I would refer to as like toolbox ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're not adding those to get a pronounced flavor. You're adding them to get an effect. Okay. You know, yeah. we, we could add what? oats in our IPA. And it's not because we want to make an oatmeal IPA. It's because right. we want to have body in the IPA. Okay. One cool thing that, and I'm I'm quoting this from somebody that I should give credit to, but oh don't remember because I'm an asshole. Uh, no one knows what a beer tastes like in the bottle. Everyone knows what a beer tastes like in your mouth. So the the yeah, beer in the beer in your mouth, you know, you've got all your amylase, your salivary amylase you know active and you're you're tasting all of the the sugars that you're converting in your mouth that give you know the uh hmm. the residual sweetness after yeah. you swallow and also you know it, it degasses in your mouth and you just it's it's a very different beer than you've brewed but how you present it right may be a little bit different 
Sean, I have to admit that I want to call you a fucking retard right now because I don't know the context of this statement. However, it's fucking brilliant. You're right. Yeah. The, there is the part of your mouth, the the the, I, and I'm being serious right, right now. Okay. There is the chemical compounds and the complexity of your own palate and your mouth. You never know what a beer tastes like. Uh, uh, thank you. I. I actually take pr- uh, a lot of pride. This is in I'm smart total face. I'm giving you. I'm giving Give you, him one more beer, and it gets real well, funny. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the worst backhanded compliment in the world, but it, it's still a compliment. You're absolutely right about what you say. That there is a, a, a there's a part of the beer experience that happens with the chemicals in your mouth that you can never plan for. You're you modifying never, the beer in your mouth. You're modifying yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Part yeah. of that That's beer yeah. experience should be handing me the growler of bourbon porter. <laughs> so, so that I can right. experience it now in that my I'm mouth. Giving you the yeah, worst you're going to experience a little less yeah. of it Justin, because I'm going to pour yes, some. Yes, Beaver. Would you please message me one more time? I closed out of it accidentally. Yes, my dear. Thank you. Uh, uh, and while I'm doing that, uh, I, do, I did have one more question for the guys. A uh, question for the boys. Uh, from After Lab, uh, with all the odd ingredients that they use in their beers, uh, how do you decide where in the brewing uh, slash fermentation process to use the ingredients? It depends on the uh, ingredient initially, but again, you know, we'll we'll taste it in a tea, and uh, a lot of that has to do with when you're using spices, you have to realize that those spices are going to contribute not just flavor but tannin. And, uh, you know, when you're using something like cinnamon, nutmeg, you're going to get a tannic beer. So what uh, increases tannin extraction? Heat. So, again, we 99% of the time when we're adding special ingredients in the secondary fermenter because we're avoiding that tannin contribution and we're just getting the aromatic and flavor qualities. Uh, it's the same reason we don't have bittering additions in any of our IPAs or double IPAs because we're going for that big flavor, big aroma, uh, and no bitterness, tannic, you know, contribution. Yeah. So it, when we do a beer like uh, Sean's Ricky Triple, uh, one of his first sour beers he brewed with Flat Tail, you know, it had cinnamon, Meyer lemon, blueberry. Uh, Meyer lemon and cinnamon in particular, you know, you've got a bunch of tannin from cinnamon. You've got acidity from Meyer lemon. If we had added those in the boil, it would have been a terrible beer, not to mention the, you know, pectin contribution, just making it less attractive visually beer. Uh, but add those in the secondary, and you get the flavor from cinnamon without the tannic contribution. So interesting, yeah. Uh, I guess overall, just you know, if all else fails, throw it in the fermenter. And if you're trying to make okay. a clean beer, that's where sulfite becomes handy because you can sanitize it without heating it. But uh, on that, that note, is on a that great note, uh, piece of information, I think this show that we've gotten. For home brewers, if if you're going to use sulfites, do your be research. Be real careful. Please do your research. Okay. Because you can actually fuck yourself if up. If you kill oh. someone, it is not flat tails. So fault. sulfides are not benign. We, no. can, we can hurt. No. So okay. Sulfides right. can damage you, your organs. Yeah, and it is a they can actually, poison. But we yeah. Can, yeah. They can damage your liver far more Massively. than we can. Yeah. But we can get I don't know if that's true. Right? But What's that? We can get these at the homebrew shop, right? Yeah. If they yeah. do, okay. deal with yeah. sodium metabisulfite. Usually a wine making. Yeah, usually a winemaking shop, like more beer will have it because they do they deal with winemaking supplies. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, but you want to do, do your, your research, research. Okay. get your dosage exact, and then yeah. once you have it exact, go a little under. I love this idea because we talk all the time about different ingredients that we want to add into secondary, and the question that always comes through the chat room is, aren't you worried about contamination? 
Um, and, uh, you know, people have said, well, you know, at that point, it's okay if it's a high enough alcohol and this and that. But this is a great in-between. In-between well, boiling it and in-between not yeah. worrying about it, you could add sulfides, which you guys have said eliminate the things that we're worried about. Well, there's a number of ways you can go about it. You can go the sulfite route. You can go the, you know, alcohol route. You know, if you have... Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you alcohol got, extract's great, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Soaking yeah. a little vodka. Say, yeah. Well, yeah, say you're, you're throwing better, in a little, okay. like... For a shitty example, nutmeg. I hate nutmeg. But if you're, th- you're throwing in uh, <laughs> some, you know, cinnamon, uh, lemon zest, you know, grapefruit zest, you know, anything, nutmeg. anything that. Uh, <laughs> Just trying to. I, I will can stab tell. Can our next collaboration have nutmeg in it? I can tell that we're at the set them off point. I how love. About, how about the nutmeg? Uh huh. You know, I heard your grandmother loves nutmeg. Oh, Grandma Mary called me at the break, and she's like, "I have this great nutmeg pie that I just made for Sean." <laughs> so Throw I have in his face. So I have a knife. <laughs> her nutmeg, you know, perfume just really. Oh uh, yeah. Man. Grandma wow. Mary was like, "Could you please tell my best friend slash grandson Sean that I have a nutmeg recipe for him?" And then call him honey and pinch his cheek. <laughs> that comes later. Yeah. Are you ready for all this? Yeah. Wait Thanks, for tonight, he's buddy. He's just starting to mumble tonight, now. Tonight, he's, he's, like, he's starting to like twitch and mumble like JP. Uh-huh. He's about to fucking snap. I heard that uh, he does get blackout standing up drunk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we it's almost... actually one of my favorite go tos. Oh yeah, <laughs> we our, our first. So literally, like the day I hired Sean, we uh, went to the Master Brewers Association of the Americas convention in Hood River. Great. This story, uh-huh. I love this story. Yeah, I bet you do. So. Uh, he had Sorry, not Graham. actually started working at Flat Tail yet, but you know we knew he was going to be a member of the Flat Tail crew. Uh, he got so drunk that we asked, actually lost him in an elevator. <laughs> and I, I, I don't mean like he took the elevator to the wrong floor. I mean he actually fell asleep standing up in the elevator. Wow! And when we finally, it's, it's a skill. Leave. That's not even the peak of the story. That's a skill. That's like the intro. There's okay. a lot of parallels to these two and Sam. Like, remember the time I lost Sam in a bush? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I once fought well, a bush. You should, you should shave. I'm not sure if I won or not. But. <laughs> I think really I think Sam and I should have a, like, go out and just get drunk night. Oh, no. No, you can't. You know why? Oh, yeah, that's because I need you really to make fun. Because there no. are not enough people around to protect you from yourselves. <laughs> that that's is correct. Right. from others. <laughs> the best part was upon getting back to the hotel room. Yeah. Sean's blacked out diagonally across, oh, no. you know, one of the beds that I unfortunately had to share with him. And a dead hooker. And, oh, well, the dead hookers are fortunate, not yeah. unfortunate. We're talking about <laughs> bad things. I see. So... I'm trying to move Sean to the other side of the bed, and he's just, you know, he's a dead fish. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I get my cellar hand at the time, Walden, to help me kind of nudge the blankets, and we end up kind of accidentally nudging really hard at the same time and catapulting him into the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Slept through the whole thing. I thought he was going to hit me. Standing up. Yeah, no, he ended up falling asleep between the gap of the wall and the bed. Wow. Yeah. Well, Sean, um, Grandma's going to be proud. Yeah. I think she already is. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a break. Um, when we come you back... You have a call before you do that. Oh, you're right. Before? Shh. Grandma, please do not call back. It was not, it's not your grandma. <laughs> it's your grandpa. Yeah. yeah grandma, uh, we were nice in the beginning. Don't call back now. We're drunk and stupid. Uh, Kifa is calling in from West Virginia. Kifla. 
I drink Kiefer regularly. Keeps <laughs> me regular. Keefe is different. Yeah, isn't Keefe... Uh, We've got some of that in the truck. crystallized. Yeah. Never we mind. do not I mean, have any of that have any of that in the truck. <laughs> you see Tasty's chair swivel. I don't know what Keefe is. <laughs> hey, Keefe, what's happening, buddy? Are you guys done? Yeah. You. All right. Uh, I have a... Yeah, let uh, us clear uh, the way for you so that yeah. you can have your moment in the sun. Are you done? <laughs> telling you. All night. Go ahead, Keefla. We're, we're done. I have, I have a serious competition question. So my buddy won a... Uh, Wait, hang on a second. Is everybody done? Are Uh-oh. you guys done talking? I might be done. I don't Please, know. Please, we'll Keefla. We were going to make another point. All right. But... Go ahead, Keefla. Go on, buddy. buddy. No, I want to give you guys another minute. Are you sure you got it? <sighs> yeah, you're I'm right. I'm not sure. You're right. Anything. Let me check. Well, Dave, you good? All right. I, I don't know. Where we're gonna, am I? We're going to go to break, and uh, when we come back, <laughs> when we come back, uh, maybe Keefla will call and uh, be a nice man. And uh, I doubt it. Well, hope he doesn't call back during the break because I won't be here. Yeah, by the way, seriously disappointed that no flat tail employees have called in wasted drunk yet. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can now find Moonlight Meadery Meads distributed nationwide. And they ship direct, too. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. Moonlight Meadery. Romance in the glass. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. 
I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified beer server, certified Cicerone, and master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Did you know the Brewing Network's very own Code Writing Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri? The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries, the best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented, and kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer beer new and hard to find beer every week no two visits are the same just like passing out at the rat pad hi this is ryan from wolf brow house of beer mention the brewing network when you stop in for some cool free stuff mention jp for a swift kick in the ass the wolf brow house of beer beer with personal service from a member of the bn army this is code visit my son's shop or i'll yank the fuck bn website down www.wolfbrow.com Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. We still got Flat Tail Brewing in here. We got to do some beer news from craftbeer.com here in a couple of minutes. But first, we've uh, got another phone call. I- I'm hoping that it's uh, Keith, who I hung up on. Keith or Sutherland. Uh, maybe he's got oh, some. Oh, yeah. I didn't take any information like you told me to. No, no, no. I just answered that one actually while you were up and figuring it was him. Well, I yeah, but up. then you told me when I came back to like ah, it's screen it, but I didn't do that. Lose Call the attitude. Her. Call her. Who are we talking to? Oh, here. Let me do Green that. Beaver. There we go. Is that Keith? This is Keith. Hey, buddy. All right. What's your question? Uh, my buddy just gold medal. Great. What? And uh, it was in category 23 specialty beers. Okay. But it says cued category. What does cued category mean? Oh, I don't know. That sounds cued, like a com- Maybe cued judging? That's the only... What is that? What's cued judging? I got nothing. Uh, where usually there's two, maybe one, two, or three groups of judges at the table, and they just keep feeding beers to the the queue. So if there's a pair of judges in the at that table judging a style that judge faster than maybe the other pairs of judges, they'll end up judging more of that flight. I say the other judges. So, so yeah. it just sounds like it's not a, really a category thing it's a per judging se. Technique. It's just a judging thing that happens. Well, like, yeah, yeah, if you're like a judge in specialty beer category and you're doing queue judging, you might get a uh, I don't know. You get a pumpkin saison, uh, and then a and then uh, some sort of fruit beer that's weird. I don't know. Right? Yeah, they shouldn't be in a fruit beer category. Oh, so they don't blow your so, palate. Yeah. Well, not so much that is that they don't give you like three stouts or something. They don't like group them by ah, right. a category. You'll get like a variety uh, percentage. That's of probably what it like is. A yeah. Great idea. Okay. Does that work, Keith? He won. He he won it with a ripper. And oh. it's fucking good, dude. Congrats. Yeah. All right, well done. Congrats, totally, dude. Thanks for the question, brother. Bra. Hey, wait. Can I? Uh, can we? Can we give a preview of our uh, resume for Drunk of the Week? Because it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Is there a bunch of you? Uh, there's me, my buddy Pat, the guy that just won the gold medal, and honorable mention uh, in two different uh, competitions, and then his wife Laura. And our babies are upstairs sleeping. It's Pat. Would is you? A guy or a girl? Would you like to compete as a group or on your own? The only girl. Uh, do you want to compete as a group or on your own? As a group. Okay, so Kifla, friend, and babies. I'm going to put you all in the group. <laughs> babies are in the and, uh, babies. Can we talk yes. to your grandma? And, uh, yeah, we oh, might. Grandma kids. no longer with us. Uh, That's all right. I got a Ouija board. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> we might want to talk to babies later on, but we'll start with you guys. Uh, go ahead and uh, begin to tell us why you should win Drunk of the Week. Goo goo gaga. Uh, we've had uh, some founders dry hop pale ale. Mm-hmm. We've had some uh, fireside chat, Twenty First Amendment. Oh, there's Bell's uh, Porter. We've had uh, the uh, Firestone Walker Wookie, yeah. and we've had yeah, a couple celebrations. Oh, um, we've had the Lips of Faith uh, beer to guard, and now we're uh, sipping on some brown sugar. The what's a face? What's the occasion? Why are you guys all together? Uh, uh, they actually they're from my hometown, and uh, we 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 were good friends, and we are the only people who have kids that are the same age. 
So we are the only people want, who want to hang out together. Forced everybody friendship. else hates us because we have a child. I, I have to admit, I give I give extra points for old friends hanging out together on a yeah. Sunday night drinking because that's what they do. And I, I give a, a bonus point for forced friendship because okay. that's how I have friends. So you just got a couple extra yeah. points both for me and JP, guys. Yeah. And, and also, JP, I am a tall, lanky guy who has hair all over my body, oh. just like you. Uh, we know that you Which find that makes sexy, JP, JP. Very happy. Yeah. Except his head. Yeah, apparently I have hair all over my body. <laughs> Well, we've seen you. Dude, come on. Don't try to hide that fact. No. <laughs> That's Warren, I think. All right, Keefley, you're in the running, brother. Thanks, man. All right, all right. Let me finish up with this one last thing. Yeah. We are one last gonna, thing, huh? Uh, after we finish the brown sugar, we are drinking some Bourbon County. Oh, oh, wow. We had the Bourbon County here not too long ago. I shared with you guys. It got sent to us, and uh, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Good. All right. Love Cheers, brother. Right. You're in the running for Drunk of the Week. And um, you didn't want to hear what else he had to say? Yes. Could I get out of that? Well, like, hey, what do you guys think of this bourbon porter we got here from uh, these guys? I need more. Is it Great. still in that growler? Yeah. Give me the some growler more. right here. There Don't spill go. on my board, Dave. Dave, that's where we draw the line. Look at him. He's like a professional. He's got two hands. We'll draw he's, the line in he's here. He's filling yeah. it. Fill so it to the brim. This is a uh, Vienna-based Baltic porter, cool cheese, and then uh. Aged in white Kolsch yeast and a Baltic porter. That's what they have Be- because uh, lager yeasts take even longer than Kolsch yeast, and uh, Kolsch gets that clean profile with that hint of again, you know, wine like esters. Yeah. It's Whose phone is thing. right on the microphone? Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. It's real bad. <laughs> Bevo. There we go. Sorry. I was just about to talk about how hot I think Bevo is in her wife beater until she put the phone on her microphone. It looks real good on her, right? Still hot. I discovered really. that I truly am white trash because the trashier Bevo looks, yeah. the hotter I think she is. But it's yeah. it's not that she's hotter than she is in like a nice sweater. Because the truth is she's hotter in a nice sweater. It's that I'm white trash. <laughs> it's that she's more easily God attainable. I think is what it is. <laughs> is like, what it is? Yeah, well, if you put a wife beater on, that means you really don't care who you're with. Dude, you are So thank you really for making white trash because like my eye makeup's all smudgy and like black oh, around my eyes you're and, like, a fucking mess today. i'm a hot damn mess you're yeah. a mess uh, and it's like nine million de- i would have a sweatshirt on if it wasn't nine million degrees in your damn studio it is right. real warm you're a total real mess hot. i'm admitting that you're a mess totally. however I'm studio at least i'm, I'm saying, less fat has anybody else noticed that i'm less fat this no. is <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm under i know exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, big time big time you're it's as not that Douches, we look you're wasting away yeah, I, I, I totally noticed away, something else other than your boobs i hate you uh, yeah are we taking drunk of the week calls yet or no we can okay yeah. well you have another one on the phone that Put i us didn't all in, screen okay it's not andy <laughs> i'm firing him that i didn't screen can you screen him real quick oh it's a woman Oh, uh, there you go. We'll yeah, great. So it Never might mind. be one of our male interns. <laughs> yeah. she, does, she does her job well, doesn't she? <laughs> no rules apply. <laughs> That's right. Bevo now knows how to... She's oh, like, yeah. By the way, it's a female. All right, your job is done. Right. You can go yeah. home. Good job, Eve. It's not that she was doing it for us. She was doing it for the lack of work that it took. <laughs> um, should we go straight to the call? Or you can go to Beer News. I'm ready for that. Let's do the call. There's only one where we can get it done. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who are we talking to? Melissa. This is uh, Katie from Milwaukee. Hey, Katie. What's oh, happening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were just, <laughs> we were just uh, listening to your podcast, and we decided to call because the well, guy who just called in for Drunk of the Week, yeah. we decided he didn't have enough cool things to drink. Yeah, he was pretty sober, right? So you can right, beat that. Huh? He didn't. 
First of all, Katie, it's not a podcast yet. It's a live live broadcast. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, you navigated your way to calling us. So. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. real drug of the week can't call. That's the winner. He's uh, the one who can't call us. Uh, so, well, go, go I ahead. didn't dial it, to be fair. <laughs> All right, that's enough. fair. It's a good yeah. start. That is a good put start. Put that on the list, because that's a good one. <laughs> she didn't dial. I'm going to put that down. Uh, who, who are you with? Uh, Joe. <laughs> good old Joe. Who is always drunk of the week, but never calls in. <laughs> okay. Our, are uh, you from Corvallis? By the way, I like him already. <laughs> yeah. He's always drunk of the week, He's but okay. we never fucking hear from him. <laughs> right. He usually listens on Mondays. What, That's a good drunk of the week. <laughs> so tell us why you're drunk of the week, Katie. Um, so we've had a little bit better to drink than the last caller. Uh, we started, well, we started with the Out Black from Distrusa. Distrusa? That's racist. Oh, yeah. I think she um, meant to say blackout, I, but she's dyslexic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, not quite. Destroy is, is, is actually the one who's dyslexic. Go ahead. <laughs> and then we had the pumpkin. Um, I think it was the 2011. We have, a, we have a whole bunch. I am letting him drink it slowly, but we have the 2011. Okay. And then the rogue. Um, the rogue. Him. Is, is so him passed out on the couch? Definitely just one. only she makes has one beer. Just she's, one robe. She's like my Aunt Gloria. Uh-huh. And we, you know, we had the rogue, and, uh, you know, your, your uncle, he got the di- you know he's got the sugar. Yeah. You know, the diabetes, he's like got the sugar. sugar. And, uh, Did and we watch the movie? You know, the one. We got to see the movie tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the movie. And then later we're going to have the dinner. Yeah. And then we're going to sit on Gloria's couch. <laughs> yeah, we got to go on Gloria's <laughs> Are you drinking with. Gotta Grandma Mary and way. watching Golden Years right now. I'm not, but I kind of wish I was. <laughs> we all fun. do. All right. Everyone does. So I've written it down. You Wonderful lady. The Rogue. Uh, what else? Um, and then one of our homebrews, which the I just bottled our first all-grain homebrew, which I'm really excited about. Oh, nice. Wait, wait. You brewed it, you brewed it together? Yeah. What kind of beer so. is it? That's hot. It's a Christmas ale. Okay. That, and it's your first one? First uh, all-grain. First all-grain. Does, does, it, yeah. does it have nutmeg yeah, in it? Yeah, does it have nutmeg <laughs> We love nutmeg at Flat Tail. Because uh, we want you to send it to Sean at <laughs> Flat Tail Brewing, 669. Yeah. Uh, you can just email it to him, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. And then- uh, wait, wait. Uh, hold on. Um, did you just upgrade your homebrew system to do an all-grain batch or what? Well, we finally moved, and now we have enough room in our... Well, we have a yard now, which is helpful because we lived in chicago yeah so we had nothing we, okay. had, we had nowhere to brew it before and now where, we have finally have room where are you now milwaukee oh, oh that's right milwaukee okay and uh <laughs> and so you got an all grain system we yes we did i like it uh is it like uh, what's your uh, tell us about your system um well <laughs> uh it's finally complete i would say how many we, gallons Five. Well, it's ten gallon Blickman, but we're doing five gallon batches. Oh, it's a Blickman. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Hey. All right. Okay. What else? Go on. What else have you had to drink? Um, to drink we've had. Well, the next fun one is the Cash for Golden Ale from Pie Cork. <laughs> I like Pike. the coach. Can, can you call the in the background? <laughs> I, can't, I'm, I keep waiting for him to blow Yo, his whistle and, and punch say her this. when she gets it wrong. Just remember something for once! Yeah. The best hey. drunk of the week calls do not come in as drunk of the week calls. <laughs> that was uh, very true. Yeah, she's very organized. She's reading off of an Excel spreadsheet. 
By the way, no, Sean, I'm not. I'm if you don't win, you're fired. Bottles standing in a row on the couch. Let me scroll down. I have a right, let me, let's, in my backpack. Katie, yeah. let me get to the point here. How this many field lock. you personally? How many beers would you say you've had tonight? Um. Don't say a thousand. Well, I mean, I've been splitting them sort of three fourths, one fourth. <laughs> Just answer the goddamn question. Six. Well, Man. Six, okay. Well, see how a little authoritation, and um, if that's a word, and okay. then is, boom, right there. Authoritation. Is, is yeah. Joe? Is Joe your husband? Uh, no. No. Joel. Is he your boyfriend? <laughs> he is. How uh, is it, Joe or Joel? Joe. Joe. Joel. J O E. J O E. Okay. Oh, it's uh, like Chicago accent, right. Midwest accent. Katie, yeah, how okay. yeah. how would Joe? How does Joe know when you're drunk? <laughs> like, what behavior do you start to exhibit when you're drunk? I drop a lot of things. Uh, and bend them. Well, I start to like his really hoppy beers a lot more. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good. That's a good sign. That's a great one. All right. What else? I stop studying, which I'm supposed to be doing right now. Well, good. So, so Joe knows what he's doing. He's like, "Hey, you're studying too much. I've yeah. got this hoppy yeah, beer because, for you. You're gonna get paper yeah, cut." We, well, tomorrow's my birthday, so he's trying to he's trying to make it less. Sad. He's basically <laughs> trying to give you a birthday present. Less How sad. old are you tomorrow? Nineteen? Not quite. <laughs> a little bit older. Twenty-one and a half. No. 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 Oh, geez. Are you from Wisconsin? <laughs> are you still in your twenties, Katie? Yes. Not a girl. <laughs> this hand is for Joe, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Is Joe still in his twenties? <laughs> He sure is. Uh, okay. We would have given extra applause if you said no. <laughs> I'm going to take that applause back. Yeah. Just barely. And Just barely. He's but... nice <laughs> Okay, who's drunker, you or Joe? Probably me. Okay. Good old Joe. <laughs> who's going to yeah. benefit more from your drunkenness tonight, you or Joe? <laughs> Let's be honest. Joe. <laughs> he uses laughed really hard when he heard that. Yeah, he's a, so probably him. He's awkward. Yeah. All right. And then the rabbit. Well, I'll tell you what, Katie. Uh, the both of you are in the running for Drunk of the Week. That's good. That's good. <laughs> as long as we're ahead of the last guy. I think you probably are ahead of the last guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The last guy just called back oh, and yeah, he was like, no. this girl can't be real, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's too nice to be. I want yeah. to take her home and, and just talk about her hopes and dreams. She's very nice. Yeah. Let's lay out a five-year plan for you. Yeah, I just want yeah. to see what her financials are like and right. see if she. How are, what I do you suck st- right now? Actually, it's all loans. Make sure uh, she's yeah. on the right track. <laughs> what are you studying? And God, yeah. I just hope that everything works out okay for you, Katie. <laughs> Tell me about when you were in Chicago. How was that for you? <laughs> <laughs> you just, guys are schmucks. She's yeah. She's just a nice lady. Yeah, we're trying to be real nice. Shut she's up. She's adorable. I just want to find out You're if just... we eat the same vegetables oh my God. No, on the same not. days, right? Because you can't eat the same vegetables on two different days. Mm-hmm. There's a day for no. a vegetable. No. <clears throat> no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> there's nothing like in Super Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Just All like right. on, yeah, I can hear on the computer. <laughs> Just like, yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you are. Making, yeah. All right. Uh, I am not that Wisconsin. Calm mm, down. Calm yep. down. <laughs> oh, calm down. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Katie, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week, my dear. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cheers. Uh, there you go. That's uh, good Katie. luck in school. It's Katie from Milwaukee. <laughs> Have a good summer. Yeah. I don't know. Are you from Wisconsin? No. Oh, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I she don't was... know now. Oh, oh, yeah, you betcha. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Terrence is here. Oh, God. Terrence just tripped coming up the stairs. It's funny. <laughs> I have two visions. I have, I have. I have two visions of Katie in my head. Yeah, you want them? I do, well, yeah. Well, let me hear them first. 
Oh no! <laughs> One of them. Yeah. Um, uh, she's kind of nerdy and has some glasses. On. Actually, she looks a lot like you, JP, yeah. but with tits and hair and hopefully, hot. or she has cancer. The other one is that she's about 489 pounds. Oh, yeah. And she's also wearing a fur coat on top of that because it's cold in Milwaukee. Yeah. I like the and, first image uh, better. Uh, the one that looks like me. JP I, I thought, tits are a fat and, girl. Yeah, I thought... You, <laughs> these are the things that... Yeah. I'm not sure. But something, isn't there? I was thinking There's the, the other thing would be looking like Terrence, but white. <laughs> not 400 pounds, but like just kind of... You know, filled just out. Big features. Yeah. <laughs> big features. <laughs> big. Well, really loves the ghetto booty. You know but really I mean. nice. <laughs> so she has a giant penis? Yes. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Well, she just hammered off like six beers, so she couldn't be that big. Right. It's true. I don't know. That's true. And samples of them, too. So it yeah. sounds like this one was quarter, a One quarter, one half. You know. She doesn't know. By She's the way, Terrence, math, I so. only want to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, Terrence, how is Harry Wangdoodle doing? Good? All right. Still there? Same name? Oh, and the name's changing. Good. Please make it change. Uh, uh, my, Jason is a great name. <sighs> my, work is, my work is working. What are we looking at now? What are the, uh, what are the options? We're actually thinking about naming after my dad. Which is what's your dad's name? Tommy. I like Tommy. Yeah, it's pretty white. I can't believe your dad's name is Tommy. That's his real name, not Tommy. Real name. Tommy. I fucking seen his afro too. Yeah. I can't believe his name is Tommy. First of all, yeah. it's called natural. So back off. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy from Alabama, from Birmingham, Alabama. Is, that would be his. Um, mi- that would be his middle name, like Tommy Lyon. Middle name. Yeah. Is, but is the middle name still Wang Dong? No, it's Legend. <laughs> oh, Tommy, still Legend. Tommy that, Legend. That's oh, what I meant. Jesus. That's Joe, Joe is on the phone. He wants to defend his girlfriend's not JP or four hundred pound factor. Let's mm, say negative. Which word. line's he on? He's on line one. I don't know who's on line two. I got to get to that. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, how's it going, guys? All Perfect. I meant, all I meant was that she had a cute voice. I'm sort of attracted to JP. Yeah. And I well, thought you know. that she'd be like the female version of him, or that she was a total decoy and was like a big load. She's a beard. <laughs> well, we all know you're attracted to JP. That's simple. I'm attracted to JP, too, as the only other poor Republican in the country. <laughs> right. That's right. Exactly. Well, I'm more of a libertarian <laughs> independent. But well, me, right. too. Yeah. I'm a former oh, college Republican president, but I was impeached because I was too socially, socially liberal. Right. So, JP's a Republican you know. in a lamb suit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so go on. So tell us about Katie then. Okay, so Katie's uh, she's retarded because she's in law school, but she can't count. So she has down. She decided syndrome. about four hours ago that she wanted to compete for Drunk of the Week because she was giving me <laughs> shit that I listen to you guys all the time and have never been Drunk of the Week. Okay. Because I've been listening for years. Okay. But I never get to listen live because I work at a hotel and we're open twenty four fucking hours a day and I never get to be off on Sundays or okay. Mondays even. Don't sugarcoat it, man. Yeah. Just, hey, I'm just saying it's fucking god awful. Get You're to the far point. Too cogent. What does she look hey, like? Anyways, Joe doesn't breathe. What does she way. look like? Uh, she's brunette, uh, about 5'10 or so. Okay, that's tall. Nice tits, cute ass. Yeah. Now she's super embarrassed and uh, hating me. Get to the no, back on the tits, what do they look like? <laughs> <laughs> Sean fits right in. Yeah. He's demanding. Yeah. Get Hangers, back on the tits. Give us a little more. 5'10, uh, 1. Can we turn the lights off? I don't I have no idea. She's. Mm. I'm. I'm I'm six four two forty, and she's a shit ton less than me. Okay, I'll That's take it. Hey, right, yeah. I need she, a moment. What I, I I know I can still pick her up with one arm, so I, I, that's a shit ton less than me. Less than you is a I good think, quality. I think what's happening is that I'm backhanded compliment guy today. What I meant to say uh-huh. was she sounds real cute. That's what I meant to say. 
Yeah. Hey, thanks, Justin. You know, it's, I, I know you're a douchebag, so I still yeah. appreciate it. I and and you should take everything with a grain of salt on those <laughs> uh, on those uh, standards. All right, Joe. Well, listen. Either way, the both of you are in the running for the drunk of the week. However. Uh, she sounds drunker than you do. So oh, no. Katie is fucking hammered. There were yeah. about 12 bottles sitting on our uh, on our kitchen counter behind a carboy soaking in PBW. Can you actually put her six, on and, and have her, her like say something? Retarded. Is she still in law school? Oh, yes. It's her, uh, her first semester, and she has finals starting this week. That's why she should be studying right now. But tomorrow is her birthday, so I cooked a nice dinner. And, uh, of course, we had to pop open the fucking, you know, <laughs> beer cellar. Yeah, Joe, are you the one from Chicago? Yeah, oh, we're both from Chicago, actually. Well, I'm sorry. She was out in the fancy western suburbs. Yeah, she got the Midwest accent, and Joe's here going, and then we did the thing, and every terse word. That's because Joe's never had dudes from Wisconsin inside him. Oh. Not yet. Exactly. Is that how you get accents? That's how you get an accent. You didn't know that? Exactly, you gotta go inside you. I'm surprised JP doesn't have more accents, actually. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only reach my wiener around for myself. About to have a Corvallis <laughs> accent any minute here. All right, Joe. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Cheers. Have a good night. All right, it's time for the craftbeer.com uh, news segment. Our good friends over at craftbeer.com uh, run the website that'll give you everything you need to know about what's happening in the craft beer world. And uh, I'm glad this site came out because before craftbeer.com, you had to search all over the place to find yeah, different things. But I agree. Craftbeer.com, it's run you know, by the uh, some of the good folks at the Brewers Association, and uh, they're really tied into uh, all of the craft beer uh, breweries in the country. So you get great news, and uh, they also put out a lot of polls and different things like that so that you can uh, contribute to. Uh, what's in the news this week, JP? Something strange is going on. In September, Strange Brewing Company in Denver got a letter from a lawyer demanding that they change their name. The lawyer's client is Strange Brew Beer and Winemaking Supplies, a I shop located this. across the country in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Yeah. The Strange Brewing Company owners responded with a letter offering to team up with a homebrew supply shop by marketing its kits in their brewery and by licensing one of its recipes to the shop. But the shop's owner, Brian Powers, turned them down. And on November 2nd, Powers' lawyer officially rejected Myers' offer, calling it, quote, offensive and threatening to sue. Yeah. The correspondence between the two parties has made its way to the web and has caused quite a polarized reaction in the homebrew world. Is there no resolution to this yet? Um, not as far as I have heard, no. I read this a couple weeks ago, and yeah. uh, so, well, just as the story says, as mm-hmm. I read it... Um, Strange Brew Homebrew Shop has mm-hmm. been in business for years. Yeah. And then, of course, there's this new Strange Brew uh, Brewery. Uh, they're on different sides of the country. Um, and, you know, I am a little sensitive to copyright issues. Uh, our hop grenade has been used, uh, I think, inadvertently for the most part by other breweries and so different too, things yeah. like that. There's the occasional, oh, we used it, and yeah, we're going to pretend we didn't know whose it was right. but i think for the most part it's been inadvertently i think the brewing company who opened a strange brewing company also did it sort of inadvertently um well, they're also a bit of a different business they make professional craft beer and the other one is a is a home brewery without knowing both sides of the story i do think it's interesting that um strange brew reached out and said look okay we get it you've been around uh, ahead of us and why don't we work together why don't we do something and that the brewery really, according to the article anyway, not having spoken to them directly, uh, reacted 
extremely negatively. It was the other way around. The 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 brewery reached out and said, "Hey, why don't we team up with something?" That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the, that's and what the, I said. And the homebrew and the shop. Homebrew shop. So yeah. I said it wrong. Yeah. So, and the homebrew shop reacted extremely uh, negatively. Yeah, and, and called it uh, offensive. Offensive, and the whole thing. Now. Let me explain something just about uh, copyright laws, just in case anybody doesn't know. There, yeah. there is such a thing as intent when you file uh, for copyright. And uh, basically that means, for example, if the Brewing Network wants to put out a beer, okay, uh, we would, even though we don't have a beer now, we would file for intent. And, and then we'd be able to secure the intent to, to produce the Brewing Network beer so that nobody else could do it. Um, but... Ultimately, after a period of time, we would still have to prove that the intent was real. Right. Intent doesn't go on for 10 or 20 years. You have to show that you... you it's it's actually there to protect people. Right. Um, you have to... So, it seems to me that this homebrew shop might have, you know, filed for intent to be a brewery one day, but hasn't followed through on any of those things. And so now here, a brewery comes along. Uh, by the way... It doesn't it seem like Strange Brew is a pretty uh, desirable name for a brewery? I mean, it comes yeah, from... Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's a movie. Uh, there's just, a homebrew shop. It, it, seems to, it's, it seems to fit the bill. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking douchebaggery on the uh, homebrew shop side. I call it douchebaggery for sure. I mean, it's Strange Brewing, first yeah. of all. Strange yeah. Brewing Company versus Strange Brew beer and wine making supplies the, you know there's no way that you're going to that people are going to in Colorado because they're a very small brewing company as well strange right. brewing so they're not really distributed outside of anywhere i think but their hometown and maybe the satellite cities but there's no one that's going to go into their uh, you know into the shop and go oh that place in Massachusetts that sold me this crystal 50 now has a beer i'm going to buy it <laughs> no they're going to think it's a different it's a brewing company well and not just that if their intent was to open their own brewery, I would completely respect that. But in that case, the response would be, you know what, Strange Brew, um, we can't agree to your offer because yeah. we're actually going to put out our own beer in a year or two. Stop! If that bottle slides across this fucking desk <laughs> one more time, I'm going to stab somebody in the goddamn eye. You should. I have glasses on, so you can't. If they were going to say, look, we're going to put out a beer in another year or two, uh, so you shouldn't do it. That's right. different than saying, your offer is offensive, right? and we're strange, brew, and fuck you. Right. Well, first of all, I it's a movie. It's I a movie I call douchebaggery. Like I, I feel like they're just being uh, dicks about their name. I agree. Here, here's the thing. You know, we, as craft brewers, we're often on the same wavelength. You know, we, we've brewed, uh, for example, our Barry White it was a Marion Berry Belgian wit. Ah. And literally within six months, uh, Ram out of Salem brewed a Berry White. Okay. Submitted to the OBF, which was a Marion Berry White Ale. Exact same recipe. You know, not recipe, but exact same beer. Yeah. Same style, everything. Uh, d- did we get pissed off and fucking file a lawsuit? No. What did you do? We said, hey, we came up with that name first, but you brought it to the OBF. So rocket. Okay. You know, whatever. Uh, just like we had a brew named Sue, our you know <laughs> Imperial Cascadian Dark Ale Black IPA, whatever you want to call it. Douchebags. Uh, yeah, no, Cascadian Dark Ale is stupid. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but this brewery uh, did the same thing. They they approached the, the homebrew shop and said, hey, okay, we have the same name. Can we work together? Yeah. And the homebrew shop said, 
insulting. You're insulting right. me by asking this question. Yeah, yeah that, that's where it's in, inappropriate. I mean, it, work together. Work together. Because it, work if, together you know, exactly it, work together. Right. Well, that's the thing. You know, if also, someone comes out with Barry White or uh, you know a brew name Sue, we don't give a shit. Someone right. comes out with Rough Cut IPA. Guess what? That's yeah. our flagship IPA. We're gonna be a little pissed. Yeah, but don't get up in arms about a name. It's it's stupid. Now I I, I do understand protecting your your brand right? absolutely. Now let me give you an example. Um, there's a brewery in another part of the country who showed up with hop grenades on their t-shirts and their tap handles okay and it was brought to my attention because our listeners are awesome they're, they're the fucking bn Angry. Army. Right. they're everywhere and they they well i contacted the brewery and i recognized that it was a small brewery who it wasn't our exact logo it just was a hop grenade i yeah. i feel like it was done accidentally and um, they had invested some money in it too. They had bought some merchandise and done some things. And I contacted them, and they got they got right back to me, and and they said, you know, what can we do? We've we've got some money invested in this thing. And I said, well, look, I don't want anybody to lose any money. I don't think yeah. that you went to my site and said, oh, hop grenade, rad. Let's take that. Right. I feel like it was an accident. A hop grenade is a pretty natural progression. It just so happens that I trademarked the thing five years ago. Um, so. I said, look, sell your shit. It's fine. I don't want you losing your money. Sell your... Here's what we're going to do. We're going to promote your shirts as a limited edition hop grenade shirt. Sell the shit out of it. Yeah. Sell uh, what the beer that you have. And then change the name. And they were fine with it. All they cared about was not... They had spent a few thousand dollars in merchandising this, this beer because it's a badass logo. Yeah, well, and for a small brewery, that's that's nothing to that's shake a It's a lot of money. And I am not interested in anybody losing money right. over an accident or a copyright thing as long as they're not a douchebag. Right, and these people be- were clearly not douchebags, and so we we resolved it amicably. I am still waiting to find out that they sold all their merch. I just said, "Look, sell all your shit. I don't even care how long it takes. You just you can't make more. You can't keep marketing. You can't do this new hop grenade thing. Just sell what you put money into and change the name." I said, "Look, I'll even have my designers design a new thing. Can't there be like a mash paddle AK forty seven? Like it doesn't have to be. I'll fucking help you do it. I'm gonna trademark that. I don't We've got guys that can do. That. You know, <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to. I don't want to take shit away from anybody. Right. Because uh, yeah. it's a small industry that we're in. Uh, okay. Anyway, this is what you do, and then you don't. But you don't send douchebag letters back about uh, you've insulted me and the whole fucking thing. Now we haven't talked to this homebrew shop, so I don't know what happened. But I sure hope that they do this reasonably, because Strange Brew is even more obvious than the hop grenade, isn't it? Right. I mean, it comes. It's already an idea that's out in the marketplace. Yeah. It just so happened. I feel like that may have been a movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It just so happened that this homebrew shop adopted it sooner than the brewery. Yep. Anyway. Well, and Strange Brewing, uh, it, it is very different. And you're right. I would like to talk to the homebrew shop because um, there's always two sides to the story. Well, let's get them both on but, the show and we can have a battle royale. Oh, let's do it. Oh, that sounds super fun. Um, Why <laughs> tail will fight them. There's an Andy on the phone. Oh, on, are you sure yeah. it's not Mandy? And I just accidentally um, is it, hang is up it on it my, No, I just accidentally logged myself out. So I, I think he's on. I the last person I messaged you, I don't remember what line they were on, but he's on not that line. I have. <laughs> You're very clear. That's I have Doctor Bubra on two. Okay, so Andy's on line one. Will you stand up for me? Bebo? No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Bebo, there's a switch. Could you hit? It's right no, up by the. There's no, there's not. There might be. What's Andy calling for? He's he works for these guys. 
Who? Oh, oh, yeah. He's fools. He doesn't uh-huh. work very hard. Oh. He basically told Captain. him if he didn't get super drunk, <laughs> he, he was fired. Uh-huh. These guys. I like that Bevo is very respectful of our guest. She's like, he yeah. works for these fools. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you was Andy, what's oh, up? Yeah, that's Andy. What? That's I'm Mandy down. Andy. Uh-huh. Andy, what's Man up, Andy? <laughs> so you have to use words, buddy. <laughs> How okay. high are you? Am I actually on this? I'm actually on the show. Right yeah, now. you yes, are now. You are. you are on the show, so don't disappoint oh, me. Nice. <laughs> Andy, do you want me to turn off your boss's microphone so you can speak freely? <laughs> what is your resume, Andy? Oh, you want the resume? All yes. Right, what fine. have you well, stolen from wait, us? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Everybody, settle down. What so, does what, what does Andy do within the company? So, Andy is our seller hand. Andy Andy was an intern <laughs> okay. for several months, and he officially won the intern brew off in order to uh, gain a position as seller hand. I see. Uh huh. That's right. He can still be fired. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, are you uh, are you drunk today? Oh uh, yeah, actually, I've had a few beers tonight. Are you drunk on flat tail beer? That's generally what happens. Oh, I had a fucking pitcher of beer while I was at work today. <laughs> Goddamn right! You did. Wait, did what? you did you did you <laughs> pay for it? <laughs> By so, the way, Andy, oh, no, Andy on, where where are you? Account. Perfect. All the IPA went into quarter box. Be real careful sorry. here, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. I pissed yeah, on the library. I had some. Uh, Go ahead. Day while I was working. I, uh, I, I, don't worry. That. Andy, I got your back. What, yeah. what other beers do we get? What, thank you. Finally, somebody has my back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so feel like... How clean are those kegs, huh? I feel like Dave... Oh, they're, they're cleaner than, you know, anything. <laughs> <laughs> they're cleaner than anything. Yeah. And you know what? That's, you know. that's pretty clean. Super clean. <laughs> clean. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, uh, Dave and Sean... I got Andy's back. I like him already. I feel like he's a solid guy, and uh, yeah, he probably gets paid a lot of less money. Yeah, and I think you and guys should. So little. I think you guys should back off. Like I Sean doesn't make a lot of money, and he makes way less money than Sean does. <laughs> Wait, I make zero money. I make zero dollars. Yeah, I haven't actually started paying him yet, but uh, I just have to pay them to work there. Oh, then actually, by Brewing paid, Network rules, he's allowed to be a total dickhead. Like he, yeah. Have fun with that, buddy. See how that treats you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's see how far. I, let's see how bad it gets. Andy, if you want to be in the running for drunk of the week, uh, give me a Go little ahead. info. Go ahead. All right. So we we had a picture of uh, what, what did we have? We had uh, the Johnny at the Shawnee Appleseed beer at the Flat Oh Hill yeah. Before we left. Okay. We had two. We had two of them actually. What's what's <laughs> that? I just remember. So Shawnee Appleseed. Is the uh, basically we took our Belgian pale and then fermented it with uh, Brett F. Ah. and then lost it for a long uh. time, <laughs> and then we found it and put it on tap. Nice. Okay. What else did you have, Andy? Oh yeah. So we had the Anchorage Brewing Company. What is it? Their White IPA. It was all right. Oh, I've had that. I do like that IPA. Uh huh. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah that's what was good. the other one that we had? That we have. They have a triple too that we have. That's pretty good too. Is this all on tap at the pub? No, this is on tap. This is out of the balls at my house right now. Oh. We just drank since we got back. Oh, well, that's good. You can probably keep your job. <laughs> uh, what and else? Then, uh, what, what else do we have? The Ode Ode de Tard from the brewery and the mm-hmm. Five Golden Rings from the brewery. Ode de Tard. 
Ooh, yeah. fantastic. Because the BN should bottle. put out a beer called Ode de Tarte. <laughs> it's fermented with an extra yeast strain. That's our official JP beer. <laughs> if with one extra yeast strain. Can we do that? Sure. With that? Are we going to get a big backlash if we put out uh, Ode de Tarte? Probably. <laughs> with one extra yeast no, strain. No, because if we all brew them in leotard, then that's what it is. <laughs> Fucking publicity will be great. <laughs> uh, we'll have, I had the, the hair of the dog. Flanders Red. All right. Are you oh, drunk? Michael. I'm getting bored with all the. Are yeah. you drunk or not, Andy? Uh, yeah. Honestly, Andy, frankly, I'm disappointed I'm with you. To fucking name my beers. On a scale, yeah. on a scale of one to ten, Andy. Ten yes. being the drunkest you've ever been. Ten being the drunkest I've ever been. How drunk are you right now? Uh, I'm like a six or a seven. I you call I call bullshit. Clearly need to drink more, and this I am guy, so disappointed in you. I give him a four. Actually, Come on. And, Andy, how gay hey, well, would I, you say you're feeling tonight? One to ten. <laughs> how gay? Well, all right, all right. Let me I'm do this. Not, I'm zero percent gay. On no. that note, my roommate though is one six gay. Andy, <laughs> on that note, this will also judge how drunk you are on a scale of one to ten. Ten being the most likely. How likely are you to blow a dude tonight? <laughs> Oh God! Well, if it's Sean or Dave, maybe. But anybody. Else, <laughs> this is gonna. Judge your job you. continues. This yeah. is gonna judge your drunkenness. <laughs> that sounds That's like a four or a five. Did he give me a number? What's your number? Well, he said not likely, but <laughs> I know, to be fair, I've got a great penis. So, so give me a number, Andy. I've never seen uh, from one to ten. Yeah, blowing a dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! I. Go ahead. There's like 0% chance of that right now. Mm, he's not drunk. So you need well, to drink more and then call back because, frankly, wait, so, no. so Andy, your job is on the line. You're, we, you're we way actually, too sober. We actually need you to put Matt on the phone. <laughs> Technically, he said uh, it's like 0%. <laughs> uh, not exactly 0%. Which, which by definition, is not 0%. <laughs> JP makes Matt a good point. Yes. I'll give him a 1. I think he meant 1. <laughs> yes, so how high is Matt right now? How high are you? He's actually smoking bong as we speak. <laughs> Let's hear God it. God bless yeah, you, Matt. Just, Come just on. Put him, put him on. Put him on. Bring him at least one-sixth over here. Let me hear the, <laughs> let, let me hear the bong rip. You're about to. Hold on. You're going to hear the... Ooh. <laughs> the exhale. <laughs> Is that a gay noise? <laughs> For me. It's the 1% noise. Right, I'm going to open a bottle of... Iron fish right now. now. You don't need to open any bottles. You need All right, to we're letting him go. Yeah. All right. uh, there you go. Andy is now in the running for Drunk of the Week. And, uh, well, he's you know he's had some beer, that's for sure. Did okay. He's not ready to blow a dude or anything, but he's had some beer. Yeah, not yet. He is after Tuesday. What else do we have in the craftbeer.com <laughs> Uh, no, no dude uh, stories, but uh, this one is from Norwalk, Connecticut. A 26-year-old city man was arrested Wednesday for assaulting his mother after she failed to buy beer for him. Bitch had it coming. That's terrible. Kevin Hayden. Yeah, is, everybody needs some beer. Yeah. Kevin Hayden? Why Kevin Hayden. such a cunt? Oh, it was a white guy? Kevin oh, Hayden is no. his name. He was charged with third-degree assault, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct, which I guess assaulting your mom is pretty disorderly. Terrence, quickly, if you had to guess, 50, uh, did you hear the news story? 50-50. White or black? White. What? Yeah. Really? So black boys don't hit their mama. Oh. Unfortunately, I'm with him and on I've this one. And I've met Terrence's mom. Mm-hmm. Dear God. You don't hit that Bless mama. him. 
Okay. If he ever did that. I think you guys are right, actually. It's only white boys that don't like their mom. Uh, go on, JP. Uh, I was actually looking for a picture of Kevin Hayden. See if I'm right? Yeah. Well, because okay. that's what I thought the same thing, but uh, I don't see a picture. Anyway, um, Hayden allegedly pushed his mother to the floor and then dragged her through the house by the leg <laughs> during a heated argument that began when Hayden's 54-year-old mother failed to buy him beer, police said. Uh, Hayden yeah. had left the home by the time police arrived, but officers found him nearby, heavily intoxicated. What kind of beer did he want? Unknown. Plateau, mm. uh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden had a history of domestic violence-related defenses and is currently on probation. Plateau hmm. actually doesn't support beating your mother. <laughs> <laughs> or your grandmother. Yeah. However, I'm pretty sure he was asking for flat tail. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, Mama Della Rosa would have beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and my grandma Mary would uh-huh. actually very much disapprove of <laughs> you know, this story. They're hard ladies. Spoken like a true white person. I very uh-huh. much disapprove of this story. They would have taken him down. I actually have his... Uh, you got a picture? His address. Oh, that's dangerous. It's on the, the Norwalk police blotter. Wow. Yeah. But no picture? But no picture yet. Man. All right, what else you got? Uh, let me flip back there. After several delays, one of the most sought-after beers in the world will finally be legally available in the U.S. by the middle of this month. All West Vlederen 12, the elusive uh, beer from the Abbey of St. Sixtus of West Vlederen in Flanders, Belgium, how much? will be stocked for a limited time on liquor store shelves. The release was originally supposed to be last April and then September, uh-huh. but each release was delayed with no reason announced. I like how Scott threw that in there. Uh, just to be a dick. Uh, there, there was a limited amount of release uh, over the summer as part of the festival in Worcestershire. Worcester, but this fall, uh, but this will be the first full release and possibly the last. Our friends at the Shelton Brothers, who are doing the importing, said the release will fund renovations at the Abbey. <coughs> the release comes in the form of a gift box. Here's your question: How much? Uh, the box, which will cost in excess of. $50. Yeah, it's going to fund the fucking monastery. In excess of $50. My, fund we'll somebody's feature, retirement. My fucking asshole. We'll, we'll and, feature six bottles of Westy 12 and two glasses. That seems like a reasonable price for an import that you can't get over here. It's a great... Actually, it's a very reasonable... Uh, and yeah. I'm being serious. Honestly, I, it's West a reasonable price. I thought that the I, thing I was like 300 bucks. bucks. Yeah. I oh. thought it was a lot more than that. So yeah. I'm glad to hear 50 bucks. Yeah. We have a bottle of Westy well, 12 at I still call table. bullshit in about... Funding of. the brewery. I call bullshit. You think so? Yes. Hmm. They sell every drop of beer that they make at that brewery. Yeah, I will tell at that, you. At that monastery. You yeah. tell Flat me they tail? can't? Flat Tail sells every drop of beer that uh. we brew. I guarantee goddamn Tia we're still not rolling the dough. They make more beer than you do, and it costs twice as much. It when they sell twice it. as much to ship no, no. over yeah, here. The shipping, they, don't yeah. ship, they don't ship anything. They sell it all at the brewery. Well, they how's sell, it get over here? Now it gets imported. Now they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. But right now, I have, I have a they sell very distinct every, feeling that Belgium sell, isn't in the United States. <laughs> you're you're missing the point. Now they're shipping it over here. But up until this very moment, right. they sell every drop of beer at the monastery. There are no advertising or marketing costs. They uh, brew more beer than Flat Tail does, and they sell it at a cost higher than They're Flat Tail does. They're not even spending money on labels. I'm telling you I've right heard that now. that boats are expensive. That, and, and by the way, you can argue with me all you want, and then you could go do the math. They are, they are making money on that goddamn beer. Oh, I'm sure they're making more money well, than we are, but are. It, it's still not... You know, some astronomical number. 
I mean, that's one of the biggest. I don't. Uh, I don't really think that their profit margin is higher than ours. Honestly, you don't. Oh so. no, I'm sure it's. Much I think higher. you're wrong. Yeah, no, I think it's higher. enormously higher. Yeah, no, it's it's way way higher. Even and, shipping uh, it over. Oh yeah, no, no, it's, it's way higher. Yeah, so they uh, do have a similar model that they don't pay their labor. Right, uh, they have that so, going for them. Right, yeah, uh, which is nice. The, the fun <laughs> fact is that it, it it is definitely a higher profit margin. It's still not astronomically high though i'm not telling you they're making billions of dollars but i'm telling you is oh they're definitely making more than flat tail is and they're gonna the 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 brewery's already funded if the brewery is not funded then there is some there is some douchebaggery going on already but the monks are already diverting funds it's a it's related to a church and religion and how can that ever how easy is it to say hey this is a business that's run by a church you yeah. know, let's. Uh, there is money let's going somewhere. Let's talk to Creeflo A. Delar. So hey, there, I'm, I'm never happy been for them to scandal. rebuild the brewery, yeah. but I'm just saying all proceeds go to the brewery. Well, <laughs> no, it, it'll fund renovation <clears throat> at the brewery. But I mean, dude, okay, yeah. so two Among glasses, which will be pretty cheap, and six bottles for well, and that's Scott a rad says, price. I'll buy. He it. says in excess yeah. of fifty dollars. So to me, that means over fifty bucks. So it could be eighty. I have no idea. It is one thousand dollars. <laughs> Done. With all my protests, I will buy that shit because it's the best beer I've ever had. Yeah, Westy 12 is I'll buy it right mind now. Blowing. I'll buy it right at this moment, JP. Yeah. Give me the link. Send me the link. You know, Send me the link. It's okay. Send me the link. It's Send me all link. right. But the, the green back, the, the, the green cap, the Westy 6, the table beer that you brought back, that yeah. was my yeah. favorite beer that I've ever Westie had. Westy 12. Yeah. 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 My entire life. Yeah. Like epitome of Belgian beer. I'm just arguing because I don't want anybody to be duped. But I think that they can do anything they want because they do right. make the best beer in the world. No, I don't care what they do with it. Just don't dupe us. Yeah. There will be 15,000 gift packs for the U.S. Frankly, if I get the bottle of Westy 12, dupe the fuck out of me. Somebody do the math quickly. Where's Moscow when we need him? Wait, where is he? 15,000 yeah, packs me at $50 plus a pack. Quickly. Somebody, nope. quickly, somebody, quickly, somebody quickly, 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 quickly. Terrence can do it. He's smart with math and uh, stuff. 4.5 million? I thought you had math. So Andy just texted me, uh, pet that dude in the corner's beard. It's four and a half mil. Uh, All right, 15,000 gift packs uh, at uh, 50 bucks, right? No, 750. What is it? Oh. Did you do that in your fucking thing? I did no, you didn't. So fifteen thousand gift packs. We're a bunch of idiots. At fifty bucks a piece. <laughs> Did you do that in your thing? Thirty percent profit by that margin. That brain. Forty. Twenty. Oh yeah. But uh, by the way, Terrence was right. Oh, oh, it's not very much money. He's no. not good with this. It's not really. <laughs> it's not very much money Justin. at all. Someone's yep. getting. Oh wait, you mean it's not? No. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what? I take it all back. <laughs> um, yeah. Seven hundred fifty grand is nothing. Doctor Drunk no, is still no. holding. <laughs> I don't know if you care. We have one more story if you want to go through. Who is Doctor Bubra? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I really hope he's care. not really a doctor. I could Ruh-ruh. use a good story. No, just yeah, because yeah. a doctor getting drunk regularly on a radio show would be horrible. Let's finish the news. <laughs> uh, police in Tacoma, Washington, <laughs> are searching I hate it. for a <laughs> pair of suspects in a series of convenience store robberies where the thieves took beer, cigarettes. Lighters and cheap cigars. Good on ya. Six incidents took place between October 25th and November 6th. The they last were black. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she laughing at her own racism? Because Terrence is agreeing with me. Yeah, but you laughed before that happened. Yeah. You are la- you're, she's a laugh. She's like, because... 
I'm a racist. She's black. Woo! In her head, this is going to be so funny. This Everyone's going to be uproarious. No, it's just my opinion. It was actually the quietest the studio's been in a while. Um, yeah. uh, the last incident might have spooked the, the thieves. Um, oh, 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 wow. And our, <laughs> Yep. I laugh because no one says that word. I mean, who's, why not say scared? Leave it to Moscow. Uh, an armed customer drew a gun and fired off a couple of rounds at the fleeing suspects who dropped their stolen beer, said Tacoma Police spokesman Mark Fulton. In one incident, the suspects ordered sore customers to carry stolen beer to his car. Big ups to that. Hopefully someone will recognize one of these guys or remember somebody showing up with a bunch of crappy beer and Swisher Sweets. Trying so hard not to comment on this. What what is the reporter? This is the Tacoma police spokesman, Mark Fulgram. He says, hopefully someone will recognize them or remember somebody showing up to a party with a bunch of crappy beer and Swisher Sweets. That's every black guy I ever met. That's every party I've been to from like 16 to 24. I got some Swishes, dude. All right. I mean, whatever. Try not to comment. You know, here's what happens. I try every week for us not to be racist. Well, t- hey. And then so, things like this happen. So we were talking about this on the yeah, way this, up. This is great. <laughs> you were talking about us being like, racist? Hey, Sean, like, so here's right. the deal. So Let JP be the racist. <laughs> Let's not let it be us. us. So when we get down to California, if they say anything racist, just just let it go. <laughs> I like that our guests now have this conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah, but and I also like Even, how it's regional, region specific. When we get down to California, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. we've got a bunch of right. really if great. They, so, yeah, they know it's going to come up. Right. So right. even but even if Terry says it's okay, it. it's but not okay. We should just keep out of it. <laughs> this this is my chat with with Sean. Like, I think, hey man, I, I know you're you know generally good at keeping things in line, but. Just let JP do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just I, let him make words, the racist don't joke. Don't help JP. Yeah. I, don't I, tag I know that on Terrence and Scott are fine with it, but no anti-Semitism or black jokes. Right. Can I remind everybody in the room that that Bevo is the only one who said anything racist? Yeah, she was the racist. I, I didn't tonight. do anything. She's also the only one in a wife beater. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She she's, was the racist. She's tonight. the only one that can pull it off. I do like that our guests off. now have to discuss, uh, well, what are we going to do when the racist <laughs> yeah. topic comes up? What are they going to do when they start talking? If you were saved in our hotel room tattoos. last night, you would understand. Yeah. They just clear our throat and move on. Anyway, that it. is the craftbeer.com news. Okay, thank you to craftbeer.com. And, uh, let's, I enjoyed that. Let's go to uh, Dr. Bubra uh, calling in, Drunk of the Week. Doctor. <laughs> This is Dr. Boobro. Boobro. What's happening, buddy? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I'm just sweating up you here. What us? are you doing? How drunk are you? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I need myself Bubro. How fucking drunk do you think I am? Are you actually <laughs> a, a doctor? No. Uh, I mean, I'm a doctor of drinking, but... <laughs> What do you? That's do? enough for me. What do you do? Drink. Uh, what do I do in my life? Professionally. Oh, professionally, no. I'm a, a I'm a graphic designer. Mm. Which is why you can afford getting hammered on a Sunday night. In other words, he's unemployed. Well, yeah. I mean, that's my that's my business. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my business. Fair enough. My I'll say business. it. How drunk? Like business. All right. Before we get into your beers, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the drunkest you've ever been. How drunk are you? Well, ten would be blackout drunk, in which Fine. case I wouldn't really remember what the fuck I was doing. So I'm probably somewhere in the range of seven. seven. W- what do you mean by blackout? Six to seven. Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> Another racist. Well, I, is that is that is that questionable? I mean, blackout drunk to me means that you don't remember shit. Are you an angry drunk, Doctor Bubra? Are you getting that vibe from me? I'm just asking. I know. I'm just curious. I don't know. You ever... I kind of am. I it's not am that we want to fight you, but we probably think we can kick your ass. I don't. I don't feel like you're. <laughs> Great. So Sean's that guy. Yeah. Sean's the guy where you're like trying to make things smooth, and he's like, "I'll fuck you, fuck you. Let's do this. Let's do it." And we're like, "No, no." No, no, we don't want to do this. It's cool. Yeah. And Sean's back there going, no, we want to do this. <laughs> he's the one, going, he's the one going, you're right. We don't want to do this either. But if we had to, <laughs> to be we fair, out on top. We just right. Tail has yeah. only been kicked all. out of one strip club. And all the BN pussies, again, we're all front going, no, 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 no. We don't want to yeah. do this. It's cool. We were just trying to like yeah. get to the bottom of this. And Sean's band is going, no. We're getting to the bottom of this right now. No, but but Doctor, bu- 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 please go on. Yeah. We should get Sean what? and Doc in a cage match. <laughs> just drunken. It would just be a bunch of threats for like two hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, you want to hit my nuts? I'll hit your nuts. You want to uh, hit my nuts? Yeah. Oh, you've been Burning Man. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a peaceful drunk. Okay? okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Slow down. Vlad Hill doesn't of like course. you anymore. Do you, do you no, have? Please a, go on with your resume, Doctor Bubra. Do you have a girlfriend? I do. Have you ever She's hit her? Work right now. Is she alive? <laughs> have you ever? You ever hit her in the face? <laughs> have I ever hit? Uh, no. That's good. That's a good start. Pussy. This yeah. Is, <laughs> this is a good start. Well, someday I hope you'll get to that point in your relationship. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I mean, a lot of people say that, but we'll see. Every good marriage is built on a foundation of uh, blows to the face. <laughs> Clearly. And mostly blows. <laughs> All right, so the man says... If my wife just, is listening, please. I'm sorry, Renee. <laughs> the man says, you should worry about Grandma, okay? Forget about <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Your, your wife's fine. All right. Uh, grandma's on a plane right now going, I'm going to kick that boy's ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, my best friend <laughs> yeah. going to get his ass kicked tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to whoop some ass. Mm-hmm. Best friend ass. Yeah, BFF motherfucker. Might say in California. All right, Mister Deborah. So you, you, I'm feeling a little slow right now. I'm not even following what the fuck you guys are talking about. Neither are we. Clearly, yep. we don't care what you're talking about. So I gotta say, it, he it sounds drunker fine. than anybody. I agree. Good job, buddy. How many beers have yeah, you had real tonight? Drunk. Well, I was at my homeboy's house. We, I had brought some. I had brought seven bombers of homebrew. You know, you just there. said homeboy, right? Yep. <sighs> I did. Like you actually said that. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue. And, and I had brought seven bombers of homebrew that I made over there. Homebrew or a homeboy brew? Uh, probably homeboy brew, I guess. Fantastic. How were they? I like that our guests you know, fuck with our callers more than JP now. <laughs> I'm just sitting here they, uh, hanging they, out. You know, they, they taste okay to me. All right. It, so they were like, but, um, go ahead. Well, anyway, so anyway, I brought those bombers over. We drank those. We were also drinking some Peronis and um, some Victoria 
Mexican beer. He's a Mexican. And did you get that? I did. All my homeboys are Mexican, so. And you're but, Italian. So we, <laughs> well, I am. I have been drinking and smoking. Yes. <laughs> that makes you Italian. So you you so, brought Peronis to a Mexican party? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't bring them. They were in the fridge already. He's trying to class them up a little I bit. Just drank them. I just drank them. I just showed up and them. He brought homebrew to the Mexican party. See, I did. Did you also make your own tortillas? <laughs> no, no, none of them are homemade. Disappointed, but I brought them. <laughs> That's what that means. No, none of none of the ones that I brought were homemade. <laughs> All right, I'm, hang on. I'm going to turn Flattel off again before yeah, yeah. they incriminate themselves. Doctor Bubra. Yes, Auntie Boys. What nationality are you? Uh, I'm half uh, American, half Ghanaian, West African. Ah, really? Hmm. West African. I never would have guessed. Left this one. Uh, I never would have guessed either. Right? It's half. Usually in our racism, we never throw out West African. West Africa. <laughs> well, you know my favorite part about this man already is uh, you said what nationality, and the first thing he said was American. American. And not enough people do that. He's like, I'll tell you right now, I'm half American. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. And the country. other half West Ghana. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! What the wow. Okay. <laughs> You're looking at me like I just took over your brain. I'm just saying, if you're going to say American like American, you might as well say West African like you mean it too. That wasn't me. I agree. You know what I'm saying? See, Dr. Boobrick? Oh, yeah. He can't follow our conversation. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. What's happening? It's hot in here. That's why. Can we open the door a little bit or something? Please. Just All open right. the door. I think the important part of what we're talking about here is that I have been drinking. <laughs> Good point. Fantastic. Way to bring it back. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I All think right, he's so not somebody drunk. Somebody has to wrangle it in, and it must get. It should be the drunk guy. I like it that it's the drunk guy. <laughs> he's like, "All right, we're you guys totally are out of sober, line. so thank you." Clearly, out of he's line. probably more sober than you guys. All right, blasphemy. I don't. Know, I, I don't know about that, but. All right. Know. Uh, Dr. Bubra, <laughs> you are in the running for Drunk of the Week. What's your real name? Do I, do I Jared. list off what, the other things John. I've been drinking? Or, or No, like, we don't want you to do anything. He's in the running yeah. <clears throat> for Drunk of the Week. There we go. We have Dr. Bubra, we have Andy, we have Katie, and we have Keefla, all in the running for Drunk of the Week. Oh, Keefla ca- just called back, and he said that he's called three times for Drunk of the Week, and he's never been asked what does he do, what does his do, what do, what, how do his oh. friends know that he's drunk? Oh, oh you asked Jesus, everybody else the other questions, yeah. but you didn't ask me and the he same said, question. he said he goes on adventures, and I asked him if he was willing to do that tonight, and he oh. said no. Oh, well, Because his babies him. were asleep. Yeah. Uh, how come you asked everybody else those questions, but you didn't ask me? I like it that the Brewing Network turns people into babies. Yeah. You ever notice that? <laughs> I have noticed that. It turns everybody Fair into enough. a 12-year-old oh, baby. <laughs> Can I go off early tonight? Uh, uh, how come you asked them that question, but you didn't ask me? Me. 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 All right. Uh, I think I've uh, taken care of all my sponsors. I think we have uh, covered all topics. I know Grodd was saying he was trying to Skype. I don't know if you care, but... Yeah, Grodd can suck a dick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, G. He has. Just tell him Not that. that I know, but... 
Are we done? Uh, guys, are you happy? Do you feel like you got everything out of the show <laughs> that uh, that you thought you were going to get? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I no, mean, I, I, I never said sure the we... word anal. So <laughs> are we missing anything? Yeah. We actually have a lot more racism to purvey, <laughs> so... Right. Anal. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll do a supplemental. We can add it on later. A lot more Fantastic. anal racism. Just, just a reason uh-huh. for you guys to come back and visit us again. Yeah, I yeah. feel like you guys yeah. can come back and Racism isn't just enough for us. We need anal racism. Yeah. It's not just a goal. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you guys not can to come be back judged. and uh, uh-huh. we could do more. You can't fake that right. shit. No. We should do a live show from, from Flat Tail. No. Oh. And from Kenya. <laughs> we never know wherever that guy was. That's from. a great and terrible oh, hey, Justin, idea. Message me one more time. I'm gonna send you um Jesus. What's wrong with your thing? I accidentally logged myself out a long time ago. I told it's you that. Things my fiance has, has said. I'm gonna to me. message you um that was rude. <laughs> Sorry. <First of> all, <laughs> rates on Disney gonna, Hotels. No, I'm gonna message you Picture Africa's name. Jets. Oh, uh, <laughs> his name was Doctor Doctor Boombada. No, his real name. Real name. Doctor oh, Boombada. I can't actually say it. You can't. I wonder if I could say it. How do you spell? That was pretty racist. But it didn't make me think it was. Uh, it, it does sort of. Is it racist though? If it's actually where he comes no, from? No, it's not I mean, racist. I, just, well, I mean, if, the man comes. He probably you know. doesn't talk click. Well, so Africa is very that's, large. But that's You're, not racist. That's more stereotypical. Oh, You're right. An actual yeah. question. You're right. I, his first I name, not his last name. I stereotype. Yeah. yeah. And I apologize. And that's fine. I feel Whatever. I'm going to lose a little sleep over that. He probably thinks you play tennis. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're white. He probably thinks I love golf. Yeah. That and was just like translation. It, mildly. Yeah. He probably thinks like I'm a big fan of the Beatles and Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But not Muse. No one you'd likes be a Radiohead. Yeah. 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 He probably thinks I wear fucking cargo pants. <laughs> you know? Hey. Uh, he probably thinks I love uh, polo shirts and baseball caps. Yeah. And you have a big shitty beard. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean, so clearly we both can be mistaken. Yeah, and you drive when, a convertible. When stereotyping. When, in fact, you have a car that has an extra roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like like I have an SUV. Right. You know? <laughs> well, your mom has one. Well, I borrow it. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows. Spider Wrangler. The Westy Van, the original sport utility vehicle. I got a fart real bad. Oh, please don't. Oh, I can, oh here's his to. name. Uh, Anansefa. Anansefa. Anansefa! <laughs> Like the is the what Nazi I think is the accurate. Uh, <laughs> it's a nani sefa. A nani sefa. I'm pretty sure I heard that story. I think I'm saying it right. Grade. I grew up in Whittier. <laughs> a nani sefa. A nani sefa. That's what I said. Look at the second line. Right. His girlfriend's name is Kenya. True story. If that's true, her his girlfriend makes the best breakfast coffee I've ever had. You can get it at Starbucks. And I would imagine biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Are All right, and I got to stop you guys while we're ahead. <laughs> what? It's worse because it's a coffee. Um, uh, we still have Twitter game. Oh, well, awesome! I was I was wondering how we could stay. I just want to bring it back. Actually, let me filter some of these because they're really dumb. Okay. The, what was our Twitter game? Uh, what is a Schumann? I wanted to know what a Schumann is. Yeah. Me too. He's filtering beard. Yeah, I'm filtering. He's actually yeah. reading them. Anani Sifa yeah. is how you he's, pronounce it. Is he reading them? What the fuck do you know? They just sent it to me phonetically. That's what I said. Anani Sifa. All right, here we go. I got a bunch. <laughs> you want to know what a human person. is? Well, yeah. All right. Rama Rama says Al Bundy, only more depressing. Oh, pretty, close. pretty close. Pretty uh, close. Burt Boys Brewing says a human is after a night of drinking, you wake up and have to chew off your arm because you have a tranny laying on it. Mm. That's a human. Lenny Buzz, That's coyote ugly. Lenny Buzz says a Schumann is That's the guy that cleans the poop off a penis after a bad anal scene. <laughs> Wayne. 
Oh, and there's your anal reference. Yep, yeah, there you Done. go. Yeah. Uh, bok Bok Goose. Oh. Nani Spas says, it's like an Eiffel Tower in the shower, only without the girl in the middle. John. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let me picture it. Uh, not, uh, so, flat tail brew day. Eiffel Tower in the shower, but... Oh, it's like a docking. Uh, well, it's like when wieners touch. It's like frotage more than docking. It's like but, how I hired Sean. Okay. Uh, uh, John says, it's one of those tours around Bangkok that ends with a happy ending. <laughs> Chris Braden... Man, we've all been there. ...says, Bangkok. a made-up crazy-ass fruit grown in Wonka land used in many flat tail sour beers. Mm. Puree with snozzberries for best results. Yeah, craft berries do taste like that's topical. I like the topical nature. Craft yeah. uh-huh. brew, haha, says it's what I'm taking as I tweet this. Uh, okay, rude boy brewing says, "What is a Schumann? The guy at the airport who shines my wingtips." Just the tip, though. Yeah. Just I, the only just I don't like that. It are. comes off as dry, but but better than you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go on. And then the last one from Blue Blagla Blagla is uh, Schumann is a sex crime named after an unsuccessful musician. <laughs> uh, yikes! Mm. Yeah. So uh, there you go. I'm Twitter gonna games. need you to go through the first several again. I can do that. Yeah. Um, I won't read the names because no the, one cares. You can cut off the last half because the last half yeah. sucked. Uh, Al Bundy, only more depressing. Okay. Uh, Schumann is a night after drinking. You wake up and have to chew off your arm because you have a tranny laying on it. I like that. Did you guys say there's another name for that already? Yeah, that's Coyote Ugly. Okay, yeah, it but, already has another name. But this is specifically with a tranny. Coyote Ugly is just an ugly broad. Oh, okay. But this is a tranny. I, I okay, it's kind of okay. universal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's not a broad if she has a penis. Right. I mean, Sean, I don't know if you've ever you've ever you been say. taught that, but if I it was has in the, the Navy for a while, yeah. if it has <laughs> it counts. <laughs> I was like, we haven't talked about the bees and the bees. Yeah, all right. You know what? Yeah. Sean's right. Yeah. Go on. Uh, the guy that cleans the poop off a penis after a bad anal scene. I like that one, too. I think too. we employed that guy at Flat Tail. <laughs> okay, this is Wayne. Wayne. So far, I like that one and the the the, the coyote ugly one, but okay. for penises. Go on. Uh, it's like an Eiffel Tower in the shower, only without the girl in the middle. That was a terrible dream. It's a Schumann, but that's a... <laughs> How okay. Sean got his job. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, do you guys remember the time that that uh, Sam that Bevo had the dream that Sam and Schumann yeah. were fucking in the shower and that that Bevo <laughs> caught them and they were like, "Oh, you could join us," and she did. And they spit roasted her. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> yeah, did you guys? Oh my God. I forget. Did they both end up in the dream? Did you get double penetrated? Yes. Did they finish? I don't remember. I woke up Bullshit. horrified. No, I Bullshit. really did wake up horrified. Bullshit. Did you, who were, who did you two, finish? By the way. It was Sam and Schumann. Who That's a flat tail fantastic right there. Disgusting. And then my husband, who's <laughs> possibly just as disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so you love Schumann. Did you finish? No. In the dream? You just got... But there was penetration. Uh, yes. Yay. Yay. And Get I was roasted. like all about it. You want to join in? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even worried about the fact that my husband and my friend are gay. <laughs> I'll jump right in there. Well, you know, Sam and I had a conversation the other day. Your glass about, is like, half full. Different, like <laughs> every day. Like I think Schumann just becomes a little more gay. Like I think he's actually just gonna come out and be gay one day. Yeah. Well, we all know that he has a, yeah. a serious uh, crush right now. Well, Maybe at least like one sixth gay. Like I think the Prius purchase might have just put him over the edge. It's not a Prius. It's a fit. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. It's you even afford a Prius. That's actually I, I, worse. I, yeah, I would venture I'm to so say sorry. the fit's even gayer than the well, Prius. Yeah, but. No, the, I mean, the kid's gay. clearly gay. 
I mean, he just doesn't know it yet. Well, gay people are clean lo- and respectful of other people's property. Schumann is neither of those things. <laughs> that's true. I think Schumann that's... takes... He, he, he had a... Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off. He had a girl over the other night, and the toilet was dirty, so he went looking for uh, gloves. Mm. He went into the kitchen under the sink no. to get Taryn's dishwashing gloves. Then cleans yeah. the toilet. California gay is clearly different than but Oregon gay. But then puts the gloves yeah. in the uh, in the in the bathroom cabinet. Yeah. So he took them from the kitchen and left them where he needed them the least. Like well, but at least he well, just takes them, shit and doesn't put it back. But at least he didn't put them back in That's the kitchen. What I was That's say. true. But at that point, he get did your the hands right dirty. And we have soap. No, but he did no. the right thing because he could have put the dish gloves back where the dishes go. He could have also cleaned the bathroom and instead then of just the toilet. Well, but these are different things. This is now roommate yeah, You're the problems. one that rents to him. No. Dude. But w- with the gloves, it just came to the point that he did the right thing because he, he could have put the poopy pee-pee back with the dishy-dishy. Yeah. But see, but you know exactly what I'm talking about where it's that he didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> he just said, oh, I'm taking them off. I'm done right. with them. I'll leave them here. Yeah, but he got laid that night and that's what counts. I don't think he did. He got laid. Does, he, give, does he give tours of your house? I mean, you know, <laughs> he, you know, do, he does actually give he tours. tours yeah. You want to see the chickens? And the girl's like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That means. By the way, the fact that Schumann is gay is, I think, why Bevo allowed him into the penetration zone because she was like, "Well, it's my yeah, husband, he's and he's a, he's a gay anyway. It's fine. <laughs> it's now a fact that he's gay." Gays and me, why not? Yeah. Uh, uh, go on. Well, you know, everyone knows you can't spread AIDS from gay to not gay. That's just a fact. <laughs> it stays right where it is. Um, I forgot where I ended. Oh, the Eiffel Tower. Uh, the other one was it's one of those tours around Bangkok that ends with a happy ending. Mm-hmm. A made-up crazy-ass fruit grown in Wonka land used in many flat-tail sour beers. Sean. Okay, does anybody remember the top two? I don't Something think we about got that Al far. Bundy and was that funny? No, yeah, Al Bundy sucks. So All right, well let's take it out of here. Not really. Uh, what was uh, the second one? A night of drinking, tranny laying on your arm. I like it. Okay, the guy that okay. cleans a poop off a penis after a bad anal. Scene. I like it. Those Better. are our top two, and uh-huh. I think it's a pretty even one. We might actually have to vote this time. Uh, read them in in their full entirety, please. Uh, Bert's Boys Brewing. A Schumann is after a night of drinking that you wake up and have to chew off your arm. Cause you have a tranny laying on it. Number two? He's dragging the bottles. Yeah. Fuck him. Lenny Buzz, the guy that cleans the poop off a penis. Just a penis. After a bad anal scene. Okay. Uh, raise your hand if it's number one, a tranny. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that one. One, two, three, four, five. Raise your hand if it's you have to clean the duty off of your uh, one, two, three, four. It's a duty. Is it a duty? It's Abby, a duty clean. Wait, but Abby's voting. Oh! Uh, she voted for the duty cleaning too. Yeah, Abby. It's a baby. <laughs> All right. A Schumann is that you have a dirty penis after an anal scene. You got to clean it up. So we have to ask, uh, Burt's Boys Brewing. Yeah. Are you related in any way to Fire Mountain Brewing? Hmm. Good question. Why? Do you, you have something against them? Or? I would love to know. No, absolutely nothing no, you against. Just wanna, just you just want to know? curious. It might just be a coincidence. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Apparently, we had a, a lady trying to call in that was on hold forever. What's the lady's name? I don't know. She um Nice Twittered segue from us. Poopy, though. Uh-huh. But now everyone's No, gone, we only so had one lady call, and she got through. Oh. oh, yeah, she did. Okay, then I'll busy all again. Yeah, fuck Real that shit. I was going to unbusy right. for a was second. Was that actually my grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> if your yeah. grandma's yes. on Twitter... When you then call I... and the phone rings <laughs> and then it goes to a voicemail, that just means I'm not answering. Sean's oh. very concerned. Are you telling Thank me that my grandmother wants to call back again? Right now. Is that my grandmother? Really Don't worry. 
Are you saying that my best friend is trying to call <laughs> it again? <laughs> Good. Sean, are you married? I am. Ten years. I thought your wife was supposed to be your best friend. Yeah, what does your wife think about your grandma being your best yeah, friend? Yeah, suck it, Renee. <laughs> who, has the other, who has the other half of the heart? Is it your grandma or is it your wife? <laughs> you know, the one around your neck. Pivotal moment. Yeah. So, uh, my wife actually... She, she's she been Bail. around for, for ten years. So my grandma for, you know, 27. You know so. what he's getting at. Ooh, grandma over wife. Grandma over wife. Oh, Let's man. see how Renee likes that one. Grandma wins. Wow. He just did that. He did the math. He's like, well, listen, you know, my wife's only been around since, you know, but my grandma, she's, wow. So the dinner we have at my house. Sean, I'm just going to warn you. I'm going to warn you right now when you get home. It's going to be fucked up. Yeah. You've been cut Seriously. off, brother. Shit's going down. <laughs> yeah. Shit going to be real. <laughs> Shit going to be My real. My wife's actually listening right now. She agrees. She about to get The best rough. part is Emma's going to back up Renee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. All right. Listen, Flattail, you guys have been awesome. Dave and Sean, uh, thanks for coming over. Thanks for getting us drunk on a bunch of beer. Uh, before we vote on Drunk of the Week, I, I do want to point out that uh, Sean and Dave have... Fed us copious amounts of beer tonight. Yes, so much beer. There's a lot to go. There could a be a, a brewcaster voting. Um, it, you could do it individually, or you maybe could lump us as a whole. Although Tasty's pretty composed, and Nate's just keeping his mouth shut because he knows better. Um, I'd say we're all pretty buzzed, though. Oh, yeah. Beaver, did you drink any beer tonight? Oh, fuck nope. You. That's horse shit. Nope.com. <laughs> We can go another four hours till we get Bevo drunk. What do you think, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> By the way, it I'm takes, like, it I takes like 12 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, another Blood tail is another bladder completely no. pro-drunk. All right, then we'll just stick Something to our standard worse. drunks of the week. Here are our contestants. We have uh-huh. Kifla, who had uh, a lot of different beers, actually. Him and his... He had his... Uh, him and, a, and, a, and some people and his babies. They were like him and another couple and their babies. Drunk babies. All in for Drunk Wait, of the Week. Isn't that a monitor party? Babies. I had a fireside chat. I had a Bells. I had a Firestone Walker Wookie. I had a, uh, a celebration. I had a beer to guard. I had a Bourbon County. Uh, a lot of beer, but also a lot of composure. You know, a, yeah. good, a good drunk. Then we had Katie. Uh, Katie did not dial the phone herself. She wanted us to know that, that she had to have it dialed for her. Um, she had uh, uh, a pumpkin, uh, Outback, Destruction, the, uh, the Rogue. Oh, she had the Rogue. Outback Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you can get that on AdamandEve.com. Yes. <laughs> she had the Rogue. I actually saw that video. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a baby! She also had the Homebrew. Which was a Christmas ale, and I think it was their first all grain, if I remember with right, nu- with nutmeg, Fantastic. with a lot of nutmeg. Yeah, so we uh, love nutmeg at Flat Tail, <laughs> uh, and then some other beer. It's going like to go in every nutmeg and everything. Something like at Hoppy or something, mm-hmm. and then we had Andy uh, call in. Uh, he had a a Shawnee apple seed. Was that a Flat Tail beer? Oh yeah, I like that. That you guys uh-huh. name it after each other. Almost. Sean was adorable. a fan of that. None then he had an Anchorage something. White IPA. Oh, yeah, white IPA. Yeah. Oh, we had that on the yeah. show. It was real yeah. good. Yeah. And then something else that I scribbled down. And then finally we had Dr. Bubra, mm. who I didn't write much down 
Because I think we were too busy making fun of him. The doctor is a rah-rah. But he was drunk. Yeah. And half African. <laughs> well, half. Half American. Yeah, he was... African and African. He was half American. <laughs> He's all twisted on Peronis and shit. Did you say he was a half-rican? Fucking <laughs> peroni out. No, Sean definitely said that. <laughs> oh. And he was now fired. Oh, Jesus. I have He's no idea. Like, I honestly... I, I don't know why we have any sponsors at all. Because they I don't, don't listen. But no one knows why. You're right. No. Yeah. They don't listen to the show. God has blessed us <laughs> with non-listening sponsors. And I would like you to thank God tonight, JP. I will. When I do my evening prayers. Yeah, I would like mm-hmm. you to point toward the west or whatever direction. Wherever yeah. No, that'd be the Greeks is. too. That's my religion. Most of our sponsors <laughs> are to the east, so point that way. Okay. And, point, uh, point what that way? Your wiener. Right. And thank uh-huh. them for not listening. I will. To us being dickwads. Should I do that before or after I praise and uh, hail almighty Satan and kiss the goat? Yes. Before? Yes. No. Same time. And Same after. Time. Mm-hmm. Dear God, Literally. Satan... All right, uh, raise your hand if it's Kefla. Kefla. Oh, poor Kefla. Yeah, By the way, that. he has the African name. Ooh, real unfortunate. <laughs> uh, raise your hand if it's Katie. Katie and Joe. Katie and Joe. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. What is that? Guilt? No, well, it's it's a pondering. It's a pondering. And, um, you know, she tried real hard. All right, well, Terrence and JP both voted for Katie. So, Katie... Next time we have a meet, if you're looking to blow anybody, <laughs> those oh are the those are the guys to blow. Oh, We're right. in. Yeah, you know what I'm getting at. Uh, Andy, we had then we had Andy. Um, I'll give Seller a hand. You're voting for him because he drank Shawnee Appleseed. Oh, totally. Oh, plus because he works for you. Yeah. Both of the. Uh, well, uh, getting also, fired if he doesn't win. So I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you want to create jobs? Well, uh, fucking vote for him. Exactly. And then finally, uh, we had Dr. Boobla. <laughs> Dr. Boobla. Barbara. One, two, three, four. Uh, was he the drunkest? I'm trying to remember. He was pretty, he was pretty drunk. Um, All right. That's me, too. Andy, that's you five votes. last chance. Dr. Boobla right is the drunk of the week. Ooh. Woo, yeah. All right. Send Fire it. Fired. Dr. Boobla. Yeah, Andy, sorry, buddy. We tried, and uh, good luck getting a job down at the Starbucks. There in Corvallis. Uh, I, I doubt they're hiring, trust me. All right, uh, send an email to JP at thebrewingnetwork.com, Dr. Boomer, and he will send you your Drunk of the Week medal plus a prize package so coveted that even the boys at in Corvallis couldn't uh, understand, dream, or maths. understand of the same thing. Yeah, 10 lots times. Lots of Coke, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, lots of Coke and a uh, little bit of heroin. We love little the bit. Coke. Well, you got to come down. All right. Don't even slightly. <laughs> There's Escobar Street. Is Sean by. standing up yet? He won't know. <laughs> he won't know. Don't worry about it. Sean, stand up. Stand up and take the microphone with you. Yeah, you can, it goes up there. Not gonna happen. I want to see if he, can. Do you think if we stay on for another few minutes and give him more beer, he'll pass out standing up? Absolutely. I'm not saying you sound all that drunk now. I just mean that I want you to pass out standing up. That's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna fucking yeah. happen. It'll be reasons I hired Sean. It's gonna happen right. I'm gonna now. be. I'm yep. gonna be the flat tail hood ornament. Uh huh. <laughs> be driven all the way back up, drunk. <laughs> That's just normal. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. Uh, Tasty, we, how do you think we did? 
Uh, what do you mean on the whole show? You yeah, I'm gonna, I want to make a new segment on the show. Oh, okay. and the new Feedback. segment will, she, will, yeah. will be uh, Tasty's evaluation. Uh, I would like it to be scored on a scale of one to five every show, um, but also categories? with one sentence of commentary. So um, right. I want you to think about the show, and then I will say, Tasty, right. how, how did we do? And then you'll give one sentence and then a number from one to five. Right. Uh, okay, so give us a five. Uh, so nice. as you're thinking about it, Tasty, I will say goodbye to the boys. Uh, Flattail, thanks for coming out. I really appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much. You guys brought a bunch of beer. We're going to mm-hmm. have to give it away to our friends. Uh, God damn right you will. Yeah, you guys are badass. Yeah, let's give a big yeah, round of applause. too much beer to hold back. And you and you drove through the storm. And are you are you are you really sleeping on the sidewalk tonight? Or no, we actually have a hotel, so I'm yeah. sleeping on Sean's That's cool. sidewalk. <laughs> Very nice. All right, Bevo. I would like to uh, you know thank you for wearing a wife beater tonight. I'm yeah. yeah. I'm I'm probably at some point tomorrow going to jerk it to your wife beater. But I won't Aren't like. We all? But I won't like think you're because you're my friend's wife and all. I'll like I'll pretend it's somebody else. You're, what I'll do is I'll start <laughs> thinking about you. Yeah. But then I'll end up going. But now think it's somebody else because yeah. it's Sammy's but wife. Now Faye Reagan's real hot. You well, know what I mean? Notice how you're not his friend. You're his friend's wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, only when that. I'm jerking off. Uh, the rest of the time, you're my friend. Uh, <laughs> God, I yeah. hope Mary's listening to this still. So we're good, right? So now I'm. Okay, well, um. you know she is. <laughs> All right, I'm glad we got that clear. Graham, I'm sorry. All right, Tasty, what do you think about the show? Oh, well, uh, all good shows are uh, measured by their amount of uh, information and debauchery, right? And uh, I would say that uh, this well, that's is... more than one sentence. Yeah, see, he's fine. That's Leave a, him a comma. Leave him alone. A comma. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, this show is, was uh, totally full of it, and uh, these guys from uh, have delivered the beer, and uh, we, we uh, delivered the information. It's great. And a number? I give it a four out of five. Nice, That's JB, take us out of here, I'll will you? Oh. Cheers! Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Next weekend, our close personal friend, Mr. Sean Paxton, is doing a cooking with beer demo at Point Reyes Farmstead Cheese Company with Lagunitas Bay Republic, Russian Rare, and Anderson Valley. Head to pointreyescheese.com and click the shop link for our info. JP's on Twitter. Follow him at Major Jip to better understand why his family has abandoned him. Scott the Jew has some art for sale. Follow him at Moscow Paint for absolutely no updates at all. For some good beer insight and homebrew info, follow Nate at Nate, uh, Nathan Homebrew and Mike Yip 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 McDowell at Tasty McD. The BN Winterfest is fast approaching. Mark your calendars for January 26th and be sure to follow the BN Fest feed on Facebook and Twitter. Check out the Brewing Network store for all the latest BN merch, including our new Brew Strong and Lunch Meat shirts. And be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah.